to the PulpMX.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis and the OGK dub, Kenny Watson. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome to another exciting edition of the Pulp MX Show. You're live. We're live here in Las Vegas, chilling one day after the motocross the nations. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, as usual, is my buddy Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Not buddy, co-host. Co-host. How are you, co-host? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Are you going to put your headphones on? Maybe. Okay. And special guest in studio tonight, tonight only, one night only, uh, Tony Berluti of Hart Huntington uh, fame, Factory Suzuki. Berlut, what's going on? Uh, good, yeah, I just pulled that thing closer to your mouth there. If you guys don't know, Berlut uh, sold out this weekend and went to work for Brazil. Yeah, Berlut. Sell out. Come on. Hey, I wasn't wearing Brazil colors, though. <laughs> My colors don't run. <laughs> uh, what team shirt you have on by the, we- by the oh, over the weekend? Uh, Ty Lube. You have the Ty Lube ones on? Ty Lube, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Ah. Uh, Berlut, but you've gone to motocross nations many times and worked for other teams and countries, correct? Yeah, I might have the record of that. I think four different countries, seven times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jeez, wow. Check you out. Yeah. Um, I can't hear you that well. I want. Can you hear him all right? Not at all. Really? Huh. Put your microphone near your mouth, Tony. It's pissing me off. Hold on a second here. Let's try to fix up. How's that, Berlut? Uh, how is that? Is that any better? Yeah, I think so. Listeners need to, you guys need to tell us on the uh, chat room if you can hear Balut or not. Let's we'll, turn the music down. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's going down. We Fe- can't hear him. That's what it says. That's what Bucky Lassick just said. Nope. Really? All right. Let's uh, let's fix this situation here real quick, Balut. Check this out. We got technology going on in this studio. We're going to do a quick motor swap. You guys go to the races. You see the mechanics. This is what Matha gets paid the big bucks for. That's why anybody see him at the Nations this weekend? He looks good, huh? It's like he lost a few pounds. Looking good. Trey, Trey Kennard actually said that I did lose a few pounds. So <laughs> He's just trying to make you feel good. Why would he say that if, it, if he didn't mean it? Because uh, he's a nice guy. He's not going to tell you you're fat. People tell me that people always say, hey, it looks like you gained weight. Thanks, bro. All right, Berlut. Looks like we scratched our headsets for this week. So you're now the old school way. All right. Do I sound any better? Yeah, you're good there. All right. All right. You're back on the air. Hey, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Pulp MX Show. Hey, I'd like to welcome the Moto X girl to the chat room. Hi. Hi. Hey, um, by the way. What up? I meant to, uh, let's get to a little bit of reader mail here ASAP. Hey, why don't you, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. All right. So, Kenny, um, I don't know if you remember this. Last week, a, uh, a girl left a message with the machine saying she drove to Paula. Yep. And it was 12 hours. Yep. Well, she sent an email and said, Emily, Kenny, here are the directions from MapQuest. We didn't go exactly that way, but it was a long trip. The GPS read 1,427 miles when we got home. So, Kenny, suck when it. We got, when we got home. It says, and then it says, suck it, Kenny. No, I just made that part up. But anyways, Kenny, well, I don't know why you come on and you doubt people when they say they drove 14 hours to Paula. Because I think that's gnarly. I don't know. I would. I don't know anyone that would drive 14 hours to go to Paula. But <laughs> hey, Emily, hats off to you. I, I take back everything I said, 
and I thought you were coming from Sacramento. Well, she didn't say Sacramento. I, 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 I thought you said Sacramento, so my bad. I apologize. I am man enough to admit when I was, r- you know, not right. Hey, uh, um, um, let, let's get to the, uh, the nuts and bolts of the show really quickly. We're going to have Trey Kennard on. Eric Kehoe is going to come on. Uh, which is a last-minute addition to the guest. Berlutzen Studio All Show. We're going to hang out and talk a little bit of Motocross Nations with him. We uh, This sh- show is available on iTunes, on Stitcher.com, if you have a smartphone as well. The archive will be up tomorrow. Let's talk about our sponsors. Kenny, why don't you name off our sponsors and tell them thank you. JGR, thank you. Uh, TheRacerEdge.com, TRE.com, thank you. X-Brand Goggles. A super big thank you. <laughs> Tear off segment. <laughs> thank you, Rich. And uh, that's awesome. Ro- Rockwell watches. Who's ro- let's see who's rocking Watchwell. Rock Rockwell. <laughs> Rockwell. Rockwell. Well, we haven't had Rockwell gift certificates out because the trivia thing kind of failed. Yeah, but the dude you know who what? the dude who wins all the time was there this weekend. Did, did he have his Rockwell on? No, but I think he's giving them all to his buddies or something. But uh, uh, I'm just we're not going to do you it. You can't hate on the guy because no, he no, has no, but knowledge. Dude, I don't hate on you. We don't have you enough. have knowledge. Thank you. I do hey, have How knowledge. was that Rockwell watch at Dungey one? Did you see that thing? No. Oh, no. I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't see it. Um, so thank you to our sponsors. Uh, we'll give a little bit better shout-out later on. Kenny can provide more details as far as things uh, that you're supposed to say on the show. But uh, thank you to those sponsors. Thank you guys for tuning in. I could still be maybe legally drunk right now. It was uh, it was an epic night. How many how many drinks did you have? Um, Five? I hate Coors Light, and uh. I had... Four of those at the Alpine Star Hospitality. Yeah. And then the Red Bull station. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, oh, by the way, who's the guy that works at Red Bull that dresses like he's going to a club? Oh, does he have a scarf on? Yes. Who's that guy? Uh, works for Red Bull. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know, know who you're talking about. What is his name? Blank. I know the kid. I know the kid. Is he a kid? Is he a young guy? Yeah, older guy. Younger, kind of looks like he's going he to a club. He hangs out with Don Emler and Dano. He's yeah, in yeah. their clique. Is um, it Jordan? Just, no. Uh, I want. Well, anyway, I want to thank him. I forget his name. God damn it! Uh, because, well, God had nothing to do with it. Because I was, as you can see, I'm still wearing my wristbands. His name is Jeremy Mall. Jeremy. I want to thank Jeremy. Jeremy Malot. Malot Mall. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, Malad, and you have a sweet scarf every time I see you. Hey, bro. so I was I wasn't allowed into the Red Bull thing. <laughs> it was raging. Everybody was raging. I was just coming over from the Alpine Star thing. It was wrapping up. Mitch was wearing a wig and was doused in beer, so I figured it was time to go. So I went over the Red Bull thing, and uh, I couldn't get in. And then Tim, my buddy Tim Ferry, got me this Red Pass, which got me into the night cl- the night clubbing. But the place was full. The cops weren't letting anybody in. There was cops there. What happened with Hanny? Did he get into a fight there or something? No. Yeah, the rumor on the street is Hanny got into some big brawl or something. Oh. Did he kick everybody's ass? Hanny yeah, and I, I had so. words, though. Yeah, I heard Hanny. Well, I heard he beat some guy up with, like, a really big nose and a big jaw. I don't know who that could be. I don't know either. Anyways, so uh, that Jeremy from Red Bull told the cop, this guy here, we need in here. I was just, like, standing outside like a regular goon. And he got me in. And then, so once in there, Kenny, I had six to seven Red Bull Vodkas. Okay. Ooh. So you can in, in, in cups, like, um, obviously we're on radio or internet, but this big. Um, it was free, obviously, Red Bull Vodka. And, uh, did, you so tip, did you tip the bartender? I did. Uh, at the end of the night, I gave, her, I gave her a 20. Hopefully my, my wife's not listening. 
I gave her a twenty for a, for like two drinks. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but uh, hey, so you're gonna have a chance to talk to Trey Kennard and Eric Kehoe later. By the way, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Do you want to open the phone lines now for people if they want to call? America, Trey Kennard, or I thought Andrew Short was. Yeah, Shorty. Who who was on the? Kenny, I got to tell you, Andrew Short and Jackie Short were holding hands at the awesome. end of the day. The end of the day, and they called me. They were outside the Alpine Star thing, and they said, "Hey, Mathis," and they looked up and they went like this with their hands. That's and they awesome. walked out holding hands, Kenny. That's awesome. You know what? It was too it's dark shorty. to get a photo. It was too Dude, dark to get a photo. I don't care, but I, I have a feeling that I had a part in that. And that, that oh, touch, you did. Oh, that you touches did. touches my heart right there, dude. <laughs> Short, that was bigger than you winning the, the, the race, you know, winning the cup for us. You silently stepping up and holding her hand at the races. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Do it was a. Uh, you got any Kleenex? Dude? So, Berlut. Never, Yo. never hung out afterwards. We just nah, left. I, I, that was Team tired. Brazil. Yeah, you know. You guys came. You saw. You conquered. Yeah, we kind of celebrated a little bit over there. Had a few beers. Your best guy was Balby, huh? Balby, by, yeah, by he, far. He, he had a really good race on uh, Saturday. Saturday, yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, and who was the guy you worked for? Uh, his name's Anderson. Was his first yeah. name? I was he cool? Good uh, dude. They're all good. Yeah. Those Brazilian guys were. I had nothing but good things to say about them. They're they're polite. Now, now Alan Brown ran that effort, right? But you won't work for Alan Brown. You work for Kenny Watson, Hart and Huntington. Correct. How did those negotiations go, Kenny? I was no part of them. Tony's like, hey, do you mind if I go work for uh, Alan at the donations? I said, is he going to pay you? He said, yep. And I go, go do it. See you later. So this isn't jeopardizing his job for next year. Nah, there's not too much that could jeopardize <laughs> that job. That, that guy, I couldn't do it without this dude. He's a team, he's a team captain. Oh, Kenny, I love you, buddy. <laughs> team captain, Berlute. So let's uh, – I'll let, hold you to that, bud. Let's talk about your do. previous destinations experiences. Who have you been there – before and worked for it, destinations. First before. time I went there was with France with Pichon, and then uh, what year? That would have been ninety nine uh, or something. Ninety eight. Ninety eight, I believe. Yep. Yeah, you're good. Um, ninety eight, and then uh, I went there a couple of years with uh, helping with Ricky Carmichael. Um, that how'd was you guys do? Erne France. He won both times. Oh, they no, did. No shit. The team, of course. And then another time with T T Tedesco at uh, England a yep. couple of years ago. And then, How come uh, I've never seen you on the podium in any of the pictures, Tony? Ah, it's not my deal. I was up there one time, but I, I ah, it's not my. You know what I do notice that. though? It, 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 there's what's funny is I've been around this sport. I go every weekend for many years. There are there were dudes wearing Team USA shirts. I had no idea who they were. Berlut, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I was seriously the same thing. I, like I know the parents, so it's not the parents. You know, I know the brothers, sisters, or whatever. I, I'm like, who are these people, dude? Hey. Who's the guy in the photo that's always in the front holding the trophy, blocking all the riders? <laughs> Who hey, is anyway, so I went with Australia okay. a couple times. Yeah, with that Burn. was fun. Burn, Burn. yeah. Reed did you wear the shirt? No. Yeah, you wore the Australian shirt. No, oh, no, you I didn't. Never did. That's right. Big no. controversy. Nah, no they, controversy. Yes, it yeah. was. My colors don't they, run. They, they wanted you to wear it. And you said, I'm not Australian. Well, pretty much. You know, they were kind of upset about it. But I said, hey, I'll wear my team colors, which were Suzuki at the time. But uh, I, hey, I, I, I'm really, just. You should have, I would have, I, I know, we talked about yeah, it. But I'm, I'm not into it. I'm, I'm American, right. you know. Yes, you are. Yeah. And Dude, I'm how American. hard is this guy? How hard is my guy, Berlud? He does I'm not American and I'm go, glad you. Ah, F off. I ain't wearing your shit. No, no, no. That's uh, me talking, not Berlud. I'm pumped that America won because that means. I can now go on the side of America and say that we won. There you go. Yeah, I kept seeing reading your Twitters. You're all, go USA, USA, USA. I'm like, <laughs> You're Whoa. paying American tax. You're American, I was Steve. caught all up into it. 
And Canada beat Brazil, though. Yeah. 16th to 18th, right? You, you got with 16th. 16th. Huh? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What, what, how, what was up with the, the Townley and uh, Shorty deal? Did you see it? No, no I, yeah, I did from the Downstairs Tower. I couldn't get a good view on it. Uh, Alan Brown has it on video and said it was bad. And he's a Canadian, so he's, I mean, he's just calling it like it is. American guys were pissed. Short was pissed. Shorty actually had a shiner. His pants blew off from getting hit. He <laughs> broke his clutch off his bike from getting – like he said he was going in the turn and just bam. And he uh, didn't know what hit him. Right. I saw a video of it. You saw the video. Yeah. Okay, so was it dirty? Hey, the universe got him back though. I know. The universe got him back. Line of the year. And I told Tony that, and Tony said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so was it dirty, brother? You know what? I don't – I I – how I looked at it, I don't know if it was dirty. I think it was opportunity is what it was. No, seriously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was a hook in that in the turn, and those guys were hitting that turn so fast. So when they hit that hook, um, Shorty kind of bounced out of it kind of towards the middle of the track. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Townley was right there. I mean, he was really, really close to him. So he was right there, and I just <clears throat> he just pinned it. And I think opportunity says, I got a free one here. He took it. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know how you do that that early in a race on a guy you know, and you're not. You're New Zealand. You're not going to be in contention for the win. No, but guess what? He's heading to Europe, right? No, I don't think he is. Oh no, no, I don't think he is. Oh, Coppins well, probably Cop- a bad move then. Coppins told me he wasn't. If there's one offer he's got from Europe. He's not sold on it, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him on a Cowie over here. I can't wait till you guys see it. The, the the video or something. Oh, so then yeah, you, yeah. Then you can make your own choice. I know. I got – somebody emailed it to me to, to take a look, but I was traveling all day. And, or Wait, I was so laying in bed waiting you're telling me Townley's going to ride over here a light spike or a big bike? No, a big bike. Outdoors only. Outdoors only? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. Like, uh, like Mitch really likes them, and so Mitch is going to, you know, put them on a team that he's working with, I think. Huh. Huh. Who could that be? I don't know. Um – but it was, uh, it was a good time. Disney Nations was a good day. Uh, what did you think of the crowd and the atmosphere and all that, Brilute? Yeah, it looked good. The yep. crowd was pretty good. Did you hear a number on them? I didn't hear a number. No, I didn't. did yeah, not. not sure. I don't think as many people as Buds. I don't know if you read Buds. No, I thought Buds was unbelievable. Buds yeah, was that more. good. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. And the nation's capital, man. We were there. And I think that uh, also the, um, the fact that it had been 20 years since it was in America at Buds Creek that contributed to the sort of pageantry of it you know yeah. uh and you know this year it was like yeah it was still good though it was cool yeah it was it'd good. be awesome i, I think it. they had it at red bud for some reason i think that's more of like i heard that was gonna be the next place yeah, yeah 13 maybe Dude, i mean i heard the glen helen was not gonna have it in oh, 2013 and i don't understand how Ustream could kick glen helen in the nuts after you know glen helen basically chose a gp over a national got shitty attendance but like they're in bed with Ustream now, which is totally fine. Whatever, cool. You've made your your lot in life, but you're looking forward to having motocross donations, no doubt about it. How could Ustream turn around and give it to somebody else? Giuseppe Longo, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 about money, right? I mean, that's it. Bottom line, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I got a media pass, which was cool. I did not have one at the Glen Helen. GP. You look well decorated. Yeah, I'm just. This, it was a great night, brother. I'm gonna leave my <laughs> bracelets on. This is the media one. This is the A Star Hospitality. Yeah. Parts Unlimited, and then the two Red Bulls. Where couldn't you go? I even got to the announcers tower, which was a prohibited area for almost anybody. And and Bidus, my buddy Rocket Rob Bidus, let me introduce Team Canada on the PA. Oh, cool. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Kenny. What more could you ask for, man? I was excited. He, he was just reading the names off, and all of a sudden he's like, and we have a special guest for reading off Team Canada. 
And he just goes like this to me. And <laughs> so, you know, I read the names or whatever. And uh, yeah, there I was. Do you know how to pronounce them all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was only that French kid named Kevin Benoit. Oh, okay. You got it. I think the Americans might say Kevin Benoit if they, you know. But yeah, that's how I looked at yeah, it. Yeah, right. Benoit. But, yeah, uh, uh, hey, the coverage on TV was really good for the donations. <laughs> that tells you about how uh, Ustream handles their crap. I watched NASCAR instead. You did? Yeah. I Ricky Carmichael it. was there. Yeah, I know. I heard. I, I blew it. I was thinking about going. I was supposed to hang out with him and go to dinner. And I Where? Here? He was here because he trucked. He raced the truck Saturday night. In Vegas? Yeah. Oh. He raced to a ninth place, solid ninth place finish. Okay. And uh, I thought, you know, we were supposed to hang out, and I was going to meet him, and I got a little cross-rutted, and I couldn't hook up with him. And then I text him the next day, and he goes, hey, I'm at the airport. I said, are you, are you fine commercial? And he said, nope. I said, damn. I could have jumped on that thing and got Air it. Carmichael. And how, would you, how would you have got back? Who knows? I, I would have worried about that at the time. Right, right. I could have jumped in the truck and drove back with B-Rabbit. Good point. He's already back. Oh, he is? He was back this afternoon at like noon. Two o'clock. Oh, shit. He, he told me, too. I yeah, talked to him. He all, he all ass. Yeah. Um... So I could have so, went to sleep. I could have went and went to the, all the parties and then passed out in the semi truck. No, yeah. he was long gone before the party started. He would have waited. <laughs> um, well, we wrapped it up about about three three in the morning wow. was when we got out of there. And then I had a about an hour long debate with do you know Layton at KTM? Yeah, yeah. Layton and uh, Kelly, who's a Lessie's mechanic. What was the debate? Well, I mean, I was tweeting about Caroli's bike, and I mean, we're at altitude. He's on an uphill start, and he's on a three fifty. And I, I was just going, there's no way. I listened to it. Like, I was down on the first turn by the announcer's tower there. It sounded exactly like everybody else's bikes. And Mike's bike doesn't sound like everybody else's bike because it's a 350. So I was Twittering stuff about, you know, Caroli's deep-throating 350 sure sounds awesome. You know I mean? He's going up the start straight next to Metcalf with one hand pulling a tear off, and he's, like, right next to Metcalf. Like, no time loss at all. So I had a few beverages in me. Kenny. During, During the, the race? race? <clears throat> no. In stereo. Afterwards. So we were talking to Leighton, and Leighton is very passionate about KTM. And uh, I said, dude, come on. There's no way that thing's a 350. Who are you fooling? And, dude, he got mad. And then Kelly was more sober-ish. And, and, uh, and uh, um, that's my wife yelling about something. You know, maybe I said something. Um, and and Leighton was like, you know, hey, if that bike was here right now, Mathis, you could tear it down, measure the bore, measure the stroke. And Did you I, know how to do that? I don't know how to measure the stroke. The bore's pretty easy. Uh, but how do I know what cylinder? Hey, but, uh, but I was telling him, I said, how do I know what's, what, what cylinder you're going to give me? Like, you're going to give me a cylinder, you're going to tell me it's a 350, but I don't know. Right. Like, right. you know, I could measure it up against anything. That's what I used to do to the AMA when they used to tear me down when I had a big bore. <laughs> they would sit in the truck and I would go, oh, it's hot, it's hot. And I would run into my solvent tank and throw it in there and then pull the stock jug out and hand it to him. <laughs> wow, you know all the tricks, K-Dub. I didn't know you were that good. <laughs> That's all snow. I'm, I'm that good. They're that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, um, so we got into a big debate. What do you think? What, what, did you see Carl? Oh, I agree. You? That uh, heat, that race on Saturday was unbelievable. I mean, Dungey got a bad start, but he pretty much checked out. He looked awesome, was jumping that quad thing. And yep. yeah, I was. Whew. I heard from a source, I certainly ain't going to say who, but that he runs a 400 over there. Right, right. Have you heard something like that? I just heard my buddy Coppins that told me there's no way it's a 350. He doesn't know what it is, but it's not a 350. <laughs> right. Um, you know, uh, 
and I and I mean Leighton was like, "Hey, Mathis, okay, Tuesday, you're coming to the shop. Bring a video camera. Bring whatever you need to do. Tear this bike down. I'll call you when the truck gets to the shop." Like he was really mad. He was fired up, and I'm like, "Dude, why does it sound so different than Mike's bike?" And he said, "Mike doesn't ride his bike the right way." I'm like, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I mean, bull crap. Well, I've heard people that have rode the things, and they say they feel like a modified 250F. Exactly, 250F so, on steroids. So, in saying yes. that, why did the factory make that thing that much better that he can, yeah, you know, run with Dungey's bike or run with and all hey, the rest and of hey, and hey, how about that quad, which was really a pure horsepower jump? Absolutely. He was taking the same line, 100 cc's down, you know. And I talked to Shorty, and Shorty's like, dude, it's pretty much everything you got to to get over it. And he's taking the same line as Dungeon Short, you know, the kind of going like in the middle to out to clear it, and no problems on, you know, I don't know. The guy's an awesome rider. The guy's an incredible rider. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, not taking out nothing yeah, away there. But, but uh, I mean, come on. Would you, uh, Short's bike sounded really good this week, huh? The thing barked, yeah. I thought. What, no? I didn't really listen to it too much. I can't really Did you, stand I heard, out. I didn't see, but you hear about that whole shot, like three bike Oh, it was ridiculous. Did yeah. you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. It must have been right. Pulled good. two whole shots. You know, both motos, he pulled the whole shot. Did you see Roxon or any light guys try that quad? No, yeah. no, no. I'm sure, I'm, no, yeah. I saw Paul Lynn on a 450 case big time, but um, um, no, I never. I, I think it was too, it was impossible yeah, to do it on the F. But how about Roxon passing Townley, passing short, leading the MX the last moto of the day on a 250F? He rails. So maybe that blows my Caroli 350 theory out of the water. But anyway, is that Ken Rox? Ken Roxon. Ken, you know I like that guy, right? Yeah. I just I told you I liked him last week just because he sounds like his name is Ken Rocks. Sounds like a porn it's rocks star. Rocks in. No, but I call him Ken Rocks. Yeah, yeah, I told yeah. You okay, before. all right. Ken Rocks. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a story in himself, huh? Dude, yeah. Moving over to he, KTM. Yeah. 16 years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, KTM over there is just like factory Honda in the 80s over here. Yeah, they got anybody that's good or whatever, they just snatch them up and just, just rule it, you know? Yep. Yeah, he was impressive. Roxon was really good. He was a surprise. And he is he, where's he riding next year? <laughs> Thanks for listening, Kenny. KTM. KTM. Europe? Uh, West Coast Supercross and Europe. Does he have SX skills? Yeah, he does. Dude, he scrubs. He's Yeah. He's, he's got skills. All those kids do. You know what's funny? I'm talking about the sound of bikes, too. There's two 250Fs that sounded like no other bike out there. Let oh, me guess. Let me well, guess. I'll, I'll tell you, too, that I thought were badass. Sorry. Dean, what? You can say ass. Okay. He says F word all the time. All right. All right, Kenny? Yep, let Tony, let Tony tell you. No, no, go ahead. You tell me, Steve, what you thought. Dean Wilson's <laughs> yeah, that sounds and good. CLS Cowie, Van Horbeek from Belgium, really? who's a pro, pro circuit guy. I don't know what Mitch is packing the sounders with or what's he doing, but, dude, they were louder than everybody else, just like at an AMA National, you know? Kennard's bike was running strong, too. I watched it him go by the mechanics, yeah. area, and that thing was yanking. Yeah. I mean, I was impressed with that, too, you know? Kennard never had a chance to straight up, right? I mean, Kennard went 3-3 on the day in the MX2 class. Wilson went 2-2, Roxon went 1-1, and Kennard, but Kennard never had a chance to race straight up with those guys. I would have liked to have seen that. That he just, starts, huh? That's, he got crashed in the first turn, in the first one, second one, a guy crashed in front of him, he had to run over his bike. Did he yeah. ever, he, so he never raced Roxon like, straight no, up? No, 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 never. Oh, yeah, the day before, that was epic. Oh, yeah, I that guess on Saturday pitching. qualifier. Uh, Who won? Kennard won, but Roxon until half a lap left, Roxon washed his front end out, he was in front. Yeah, oh, he had just passed him. He had he just, had just passed him, but yeah. uh, pretty much Kennard led the whole time with Roxon on his tail the whole time. It was you should try to sign that. Race. That Ken rocks, uh, Kenny. <laughs> Dude, I'm having a hard enough time signing Matt Bonnie. Hey, why don't you get him on on the show, Roxon? Ken rocks. Yeah, we can. 
I know I know the chick he's banging. Who's so that? Well, I, I can't say. Is she American? No, she's a Canadian chick. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you want to take this phone call? Is sure. he old enough to do that? 16. I mean, I was sl- I was laying pipe when I was 16. Like it was. Whoa. You laid so much pipe, oh. you're over it. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> pipe. Pulper Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, am I on? Yeah, you are. Hey, cool, man. Hey, this is Anthony out of Texas. Hey, Anthony. Hey, what's a- going on? Not too much, bro. Hey, I got a quick question for you. I know you guys uh, screw around on the Twitter a lot, and I like to go on there because guys end up putting things out they probably shouldn't have. Yeah, like me last night, for example. <laughs> yeah, a few things. I hope your wife doesn't have Twitter. Hey, uh, oh, she does. Oh, nice. I uh, noticed Nick Way made a comment on here to uh, Chad Reed, and he's got a picture of a battery next to a battery charger. Asked him if he needs it for his bike next year. You guys got any uh, info on what's going on with, with Chad? Is he maybe moving to okay, KTM, that's... getting one of those electric starts? So no. He would, he would be you know what KTM. that's for? It's for his jet ski. Oh, man. That's, that's... I was hoping I had something cool going no, on. I mean, no, I well, mean, look. That was a good, look, that was a good re- question, though. There was a lot of silly season talk in the pits this weekend. Wait a minute. It could be something else. What, the gas cast or the Perlia? No, no. The Perlia? No. Maybe he's, uh, no maybe he's changing the, uh, the ignition. Are you guys, putting, are you guys putting a battery on, on his bike in the shop? No comment. <laughs> no, we're, I, I, we're changing. That's, that's, ignition what, time. What, Anthony, Anthony, I think, you're, I think you're going to see Reed on a Hart and Huntington Cowie. I think that's going to happen. I, I have not talked to Watson about this. A Cowie? Dude, a Hart Huntington Cowie. Yes, because Reed was telling me how good the Pro Circuit Cowie stuff is. I know. Yeah, I, but I do you think he'd go back to Cowie after just getting off of one? I don't. I don't believe it either. But I don't know. I mean, I don't. Hey, know. Anthony, check it out. Just to give you an answer, what 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 Tony was saying is um, to change the mapping on a motorcycle on on the uh-huh. on the EFIs nowadays. You need to have a battery to do it to to run it. So that's probably what it could be for too. So you never know. Yeah, I thought so, maybe too, but it just seemed like it was more of a one yeah. of the other type of motorcycle batteries. Not hey, don't buy into all that Twitter voltage. crap. I'm telling you right now, don't buy into it, especially when Nick Way twitters. You could believe, I would say, <laughs> I would say maybe twenty five percent. So can we can we not believe your twitters about being in Cabana fourteen with strippers? Well, I bring pictures. <laughs> yeah, what do you got to say about that? I back them up with pictures. That's all. You did back it up one time with pictures. <laughs> that's when I say when I say hey, I go, I go. Hey, one other thing about Twitter, and you were talking about. And I, I'm not a big Josh Hansen fan. I think that dude's kind of a kind of a punk. But I always read his gay twitters and uh, kind of always always make fun of people that go on Facebook and say good night Facebook or good night Twitter. And that dude almost always, you know, at least twice a week, he has to make sure he tells Twitter good night. Hey, but you know what's rad about so. Josh Hansen? There's not too many people that say love yourself, keep yourself in the mirror today. <laughs> That's awesome. Or when he goes, hey, the last thing he'll post on Twitter is go jet ski and naked tomorrow and drink a Coors Light. That's funny, dude. In my book, <laughs> you don't like that. That's I mean, cool. you you have, you don't have to like the guy, but hey, you know, just like uh, I don't like the Raiders. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you know they're bad people. And you can <laughs> yeah, say yeah. Josh Hansen's a punk, but unless you really know him, I would uh, think twice. I mean, that's your opinion of him, and you have your opinion. I can't take that from yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, no, no, everyone's allowed to have their opinion, Kenny. It is totally my opinion. I, I, uh, I agree with you on that. That's disgusting, Kenny. Uh, hey, my opinion is you need to go out to Donnie Wannett's track and race. Scott Sheik is going to be there. You know that track out there by Regals? I don't know the name of it. I wish I knew the name of it. It's out Which there. one? Up in uh, You know Donnie Wannett? Uh, he, he bought that track out there. Out by, it's past. Texas is pretty big. Anthony it's, could it's be pa- from anywhere it's, in it's Texas. Out there. Yeah. It's out Seriously. there. It's out there. It's like... Uh, hey, Anthony, you know the, the track with the, with, the, with, the, with the dirt and the jumps? The one hey, Steve, suck it. 
with hey. the, uh, the big jumps and the little the dirt on the side. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good job. <laughs> I thirty five MX is up there. I know a lot of guys been hitting that up quite a bit. Kenny, you gotta know the name of it. Come on, he's mad now. Hey, Anthony's mad. He's just sitting here stewing right now because <laughs> you cracked on him and I cracked on him, and he's mad. <laughs> hey, talking about Texas guys. Uh, Andrew Short, it was good to see him represent this weekend. And, uh, he's, 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 he's from Colorado, though. Short, don't fuck, don't, don't start in, claiming uh, Short as a track around Austin. And he, he gives people out free jerseys and things like that. You know, stuff that he's always had. Hey, dude, uh, really don't like even him. start. Stand up. Anthony, you can't claim Shorty. And, yeah, don't claim Shorty as a, as a, as a Texan. Because he ain't, he's not, there's not he, too many. He's Colorado. Being from Texas is like saying you're from Vegas. No one's from Vegas. I am. <laughs> Shit. You can go with Regal, but he's from Yeah, well, he's from Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, Anthony, I'm not with you, dude. Uh, the Han, you, you, you claim the Hans? No, they're from Kansas. You, you claim Demuth? No, he's from Ohio. No, nah, we can't claim any of those dudes. Exactly. The last real Steve deal Stackable. you had was Jason Upshaw or Dennis Hawthorne. Danny Storbeck. Danny Storbeck or the best Grayson Goodman. All the rest Jeff, of them. Jeff DeMint. Jeff DeMint. What about uh, Charlie Bogart? Wasn't he from Texas back in the day? Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma. Oh. Bogart's Oklahoma. really from Oklahoma. Yeah. Yep. So now, yeah, now what? Now what, Anthony? Come on! I wish I knew the name of that yeah, track. Hey, no, for real. Anthony. That that name of that track. Um, he, he you, bought it about a Google year it? ago. Why don't you Google it? And he, it, it's down by Regals. Kenny it's Kenny. down by Tyler. It's past Tyler. It's in between Dallas and Houston, way down there. That's all I could tell you. Kenny can't work the. Yeah, Google. that only narrows it down. Good job, dude. <laughs> all right, Anthony. Thanks, man. Hey, if uh, you ever come to, right, come introduce care. yourself to me, please. <laughs> Please. What are you going to do, fight him? You're going to fight no, him? No, I'm going to fucking high-five the guy. I ain't going to fight him. I ain't going to fight nobody, dude. I support you. You support my show. I support you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Anthony. Dick. <laughs> Papa Mex Show, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello, this is Steve Cox. How are you doing? Hey, what's up, Cox? How are you? Good. Hey, you're, hey. you're uh, you got Berluti in studio. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Uh, hey, Berluti, what are you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Cox? How are you doing today? Doing all right. Hey, uh. Did you, get, did you get as messed up as Steve did last night? No, I was reading his Twitter. I had already flown home. I had a flight at 9.30 p.m. last night. So I, I got home, and I, and I turned on my phone, and I looked at Twitter, and I just saw this nonsense yeah. coming from, from little Stevie. There. I don't understand why like why I, I, I was drinking and then felt the need to Twitter. Like That's kind of dorky almost. Like, why am I doing that? I should just worry about the people I'm, I'm with, you know, and I have good conversations and talking to people. Instead, I'm like... Well, I'm gonna tweet like it's kind of yeah. embarrassing that well, I would think that it was cool. I think it's awesome because uh, uh, the stuff you were saying was just so funny. And I mean, drunk or not, you know, like I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of you drinking more. You know, I think that that, <laughs> that could be. Yeah. Well, this weekend, <laughs> this this Sunday night, Tim Ferry's retirement party in Tampa, Florida, could be another. Well, just make sure you charge your phone. Like, take it in fully charged. Can you yeah. imagine like a few? a few beers and then Timmy's retirement party and just me just going on and Yeah, just on. leave it. Just leave <laughs> your phone in your car or wherever charging until you got at least five beers in you. Uh, and then yeah. pick it up. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Anyways, That's, what's up, Cox? How was the Disnations for you? Uh, it was cool. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was just kind of calling because you guys were talking about all kinds of stuff and I wanted to talk about stuff because I felt bored. Uh-huh. So, start, you know, call start typing then, Cox. What? Start typing then. Write a column. Do something. Hey. You know what? I actually I do have one other thing. I wanna um I wanna let everybody know of your new nickname. Let's hear uh, it. Watson. Um, it's Mimi. Perfect, Boo Boo. 
No, me, me, because everything's about you. Me, 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 all the time. <laughs> That's it, exactly. I love myself. I kiss myself in the mirror every yeah, night. So, so it's now Mimi Watson. Perfect. So every time I see you now. Cool. Mimi. I'll make one up for you, too. Cox has a few uh, already. It probably won't be hard. I've heard a lot of them since probably the second grade. It's not cool. easy growing up a Cox. <laughs> Cox, what, uh, what's the silly season latest? What do you hear? Oh, dude, nothing. Like, there's still everybody's in a holding pattern waiting on whatever, and um, waiting on, you know, I think Suzuki waiting on, to figure out what they're doing, yeah. and Porcel to figure out what he's doing. And Well, I'm going to uh, tell you what I'm doing. And uh, um, All right, Mimi. And what I'm doing is uh, going to work every day, and then after work I'd like to hang out with myself. And uh, I got no friends, so I'm Mimi. I hang out with myself. Well, you don't need friends, Mimi. I know. Yeah, because you're all good just, just, you know, being you. God, I should have let Tyler Evans beat you up that one time when he wanted to. I had to hold him back. Evans, <laughs> <laughs> why? What happened? Uh, Cox, Cox. No, Evans didn't want to beat you up. My other boy did. Two of them, Carpenter and Tedesco. They wanted to beat you into gayness. They said because you said you said that you called him gay or something. Oh, I called I called Tedesco gay once. Yeah, it, it was. A, I don't remember doing that to Carpenter, but uh, no, it was just funny. Like I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad of a thing. But when he had that Cribs episode. He had a he had the picture of uh, George Costanza from Seinfeld, you know, on his wall, like in his underwear, and uh, I was just totally joking around. I mean, obviously, joking around. Jealous. And I was on uh, Moto News back when that existed, and I, I posted uh, um, something like, you know, oh my God, we figured out who the gay Suzuki writer is or whatever, um, and. Uh, he, or no, I don't know if it was Gay Suzuki, but anyway, Gay Writer. But it was a total joke, and he got so pissed. And I'm like, did really people, like, would anybody really think that that was accurate? Like, I didn't. But, yeah, we worked it out right away. He just came up to me and said he was pissed, and I said sorry, and that was it. Never came up again. All right, you got, you got a hall pass, sir. <laughs> but uh, uh, but if I were to do that, me, 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 I'm gonna work on that. Thanks for. I, I like to know my defects, defects of character, <laughs> and you're gonna help me work on these. Hey man, you know I like you, Watson. I just think it's really funny when I, I like when you I, too. When I, I like you too. I'm just jacking. Long conversation about Kenny Watson between this, me and and Dang. Long conversation about Kenny uh, at the Red Bull after party. Oh yeah, a yeah, drunk that, conversation. That was even. yeah, that was epic for sure, dude. Hey, Mathis, were you paying attention at all to Tim Cotter, how he was announcing and, and how he was pronouncing all the names of the foreign writers? Oh, dude, I try not to, but I oh. but, but I love the fact that he's like Ron Burgundy, you know, and Ron Burgundy will... <laughs> you know, they said Ron Burgundy will read anything off the teleprompter? Yeah. Well, but, well, the names of the writers were backwards on the Euro sheets. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was Gauthier. Colin Gauthier yeah, or whatever. It was, it was, but then he didn't even get the name right either, so yeah. it was completely confusing. So he, he's, he's, uh, he's calling the guy... Pauline Gauthier, yeah. Pauline Gauthier, and uh, and like, so it's just like he just reads it off the sheet. He has no idea because he. Yeah. You know, why would you get paid for an announcer gig and actually like spend time to? Oh, I don't know. Research the GP riders. Well, dude, like Rui Gonçalves from uh, he's a uh, Portuguese. Yeah. Um, I admit I only know this because m- my wife's Portuguese, but but uh, it's pronounced Gonçalves, right? And so because the C has a little stupid S thingy under it, I don't even know what it's called. Um, but. His, I think he said Gonclaves. <laughs> he said Gonclaves, which was I was like, wow. And then um, over and over, he kept calling Jay Marmont Marymount. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, whatever. I'm. <laughs> nobody can touch Bidas. Bidas blows away all the live announcers we have. He's better than Lurch, better than Cotter. 
Yeah, yeah. Whoever. Bidos only messed up Caroli, I think. No, but. he didn't. He says that the coster told him that that is the correct way to pronounce it. It's pretty, It's correct to pronounce it Carioli when the I is actually before the R. Is he like Brett Favre? I don't know. I'm telling you what Bidas told me. DeCoster told him the proper way to pronounce it. That's all I, I can't know. Be right. I think he still got it wrong because he can't say asterisk either. I think that was shortly after DeCoster boxed out Shorty on the podium. What? I said that was shortly after DeCoster boxed out po- boxed <laughs> out Shorty on the podium and you couldn't see Andrew Short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, DeCoster no, would have been a great rebounder for the Knicks in the mid-90s, the way he boxes the guys out on the podium <laughs> and holds the trophy up. Like, I mean, it is pretty funny. I saw a photo today. You cannot see Andrew Short. You can't see him. <laughs> He's not even there. Well, no, um, I actually, yeah, that's right, but I was over on the side standing on this plastic box shooting it because by the time I got to the photo area, there are like fans everywhere, like just crazy. And I'm like, wow, okay, so I got no place to shoot. And so I saw this big plastic box off on the side, so I stood on that and started shooting. It was actually a really good spot to shoot the podium, but it was off. You know, I was like shooting from this, you know, kind of, you know, from a corner. Right. But it looked cool. And uh, uh, but then, like after like five minutes of me standing there, some fans finally showed up behind me and they started yelling at me and calling me an asshole for standing up there. And they're like, "Get down! We can't see." Those are my fans <laughs> too, by the way. It was actually kind of nice because, uh, like, I had a few people. Really? Sort of during the day, telling me that I, you know, like that they were, you know, that they thought it was cool what I wrote in Racerhead last week about my buddy and stuff, and uh, so I kind of started to feel like not an asshole anymore. And then, like, they brought it back for me, so I feel better. Yeah. Well, we're glad you feel better about yourself because it's always about you. So it is. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Just like when you got arrested, I was going to bail you out, and I heard, and I was like, "What do I need to do to get my friend out of jail?" (laughs) And hey, you know what? You're the only other guy that I know that goes to a dirt bike race and gets arrested besides Mimi. Yeah, Mimi. Kenny, speaking of getting arrested, I've I've been hassled big time on your Twitter, tweeter, whatever the hell you call it. Did you see that picture? (laughs) Are Balut getting arrested in Chicago? What? Have you seen that picture of uh, Berluti getting arrested? No. People are like, hey, was that stage? Was that real Berluti? I'm like, golly. <laughs> yeah, Berluti's like, like, yeah, like I would actually really get arrested for anything. Hey, that hey, was I a good time. I got some background time. information on oh. short starts, by the way. Okay. I was talking to him. He said that there's a um, there's like a specific RPM. Like he has the bike down so good now. That he knows the like the exact RPM to hold it and the exact way to release the clutch and you know everything. It's just a it's it's not an art. It's a science sort of thing. And uh, so he basically goes to the line now, knowing that he's basically got to mess something up to not get there's the a whole shot. There's a manufacturer out there, and I'm not at liberty to say who it is, that has a uh, a light on their bike underneath behind the front number plate, and the light lights up when the bike is at the RPM that the rider feels most comfortable with doing starts. Oh, perfect, yeah. So when the when the rider knows on the line that he revs it up, he sees the light come on, and, it, you know, he doesn't – because he hears other bikes, he hears crowd or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just keeps his hand exactly where that where that light is, and he knows he's in his right range of yeah. where he thinks the, the, he gets the best starts. Yeah, but guess but, what? Dude, he was what? yanking those starts. Even the, the, the qualifier on Saturday from the 13th gate spot, and then he gave the inside gate to, to Dungy and to Kennard in those two races and still just yanked starts. It was gnarly. Well, I can't believe how good he is at starting on, on that thing. What's that, brother? No, but it depends on the traction. That's going to change. Right, right, depending on the surface. Absolutely. Well, I think what you can do is California hard pack. So well, what he did was he, he said you know, that it was actually uh, – that, that it did change because of the altitude. 
Um, but then he just went down to first gear and revved the piss out of it and just tried to, um, I guess, then, you know, but they had sorted that out too. And then he just uh, grabbed the gear as quickly as he could out of the gate and got it. How, and once he got the first clean gear change, he knew he was gone. How cool would it be to be Andrew Short growing up on that track, riding 50s there and 60s, and now you pull the whole shot for Team America in front of all those fans and lead the race? Dude. Like that's just got, you know, he told me in an interview on Pulp MX, by the way, check the podcast out. He told me it's all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hopefully not. You know, hopefully he can grab himself up a, a title or, or something. But, yeah, I mean, how much better can you get than that combination of right. of, uh, of Mimics DN and your home state? You know, I mean, that's just right. crazy. Right. Hey, what it do you never think happens. He, I mean, when does that ever happen? Hey, where do you think he's going to ride next year? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he he seemed to, you know, he wouldn't tell me what, but he seemed to think that everything was going to be fine, like that he's got something lined up and everything's all good to go. But I don't know what that something is or or what, but yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it, he obviously should be somewhere on a team. You know I mean? He shouldn't huh. be even threatened with not having a ride next year. But, um, you know, it's just the way the economy is right now. And with this big influx of 250F riders, you know, people – quickly forget how good some of the veterans are you know what do you uh what do you hear about dungy well i mean last i heard i, I interviewed decoster last week and i asked him straight up um if you know you know what i what what you have actually reported before about the you know not getting bonus money and all this stuff if that was true and uh you know the the closest that he would come to admitting any of it and it sounded, I mean, you know, Roger's a good guy, and, and I think he would have just declined to say anything if, if, you know, if anything, he wouldn't have lied to me is what I think. But um, he said that there might have been, like, one or two checks that were delayed, but they but they told him that it would be delayed, and then he got them, and so everything's square, and it's all fine. So I don't see how, um, you know, like, all, I think maybe it just got blown out of proportion, you know, but that's just... You know, I you, could be wrong, obviously. You think, but. You, you think he stays at Suzuki? Well, I mean, he's got one more year, and um, it, I mean, it, I can't imagine why he would leave at this point, unless for some reason, um, you know, Suzuki just doesn't even have a team or something. What, and then, what do you know, Berlut? You got your buddies. Your buddies still there? Some guys still there? You worked there for nineteen, twenty years. Uh, um, what, do you, what do you know? I know there's problems over there. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm with Cox. I don't know why he'd leave. I mean, yeah. as long as he has Goose there, to me, the Goose, and he's got the infrastructure and the parts to build the same bike that he raced this year. Yep. I think he'd be foolish to go somewhere else. Right, right, yeah. Right. And is, you think Goose is staying? I wonder, huh? Ah, uh, well, it's a question. If Dungey stays, Goose would probably stay there. I would. Yep. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Goose, Goose, Goose left, got a lot uh, of liberty. You know. Uh, Honda to freedom. go to Suzuki to stay with Carmichael, you know? He's, he's a loyal guy. Goose has freedom. freedom yeah, yeah, Suzuki, right, yeah. right, yeah. So, I don't know. I know I know the KTM guys, again, talking to them, it was, perhaps it was drunk talk, but they were, they're all a little worried. Leighton, you know, Leighton wasn't, but. About their job. Yeah, about their job. I mean, they, they just don't know. The cost, what, who's the cost are bringing in, who he's not bringing in, what's uh, going on. I, I mean, don't blame just, them. Yeah, they don't know. You know what I mean? So, uh, that RD, should be RD is not afraid to cut. And bring his people in. Right. I heard I heard one executive once, and I'm not saying this applies to the KTM guys. I just think it's a funny statement. But I heard one executive once at one of the companies say, uh, if you're going to flush the toilet, you might as well hold the handle down and make sure everything goes with it. Wow. I don't know. just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's, a, that's awesome. Uh. <laughs> hey, so, no, well, you know, obviously it's – anyway. Dude, also the other thing that uh, – um, actually, some guy – got all mad at me for reporting this but dude ken roxon man i tried to interview him after the race and that just went foul i felt like uh 
you know. What? Some pathetic dude at a bar trying to pick up a chick. I was talking so much trying to get him to do an interview with me and just rock starred me, dude. What's he going did not on? want to talk hey, to hey, me. What's, going on? What, what's yeah. going on in your background right now? Turn that, turn that down. Whatever. whatever oh, I'm sorry. It's Blazing Saddles, dude. I love Blazing Saddles. <laughs> okay. Well, can, you, can you just turn it down a little bit? Yeah, turn it down. Um, it's the end right now. <laughs> okay. So you were, you were talking to... Um, like you, like you said, hey, Roxon, can I get an interview? He said, yeah, no. yeah. I walked up. I was like, Roxon. He was sitting in a mule. Uh huh. And I'm like, Roxon, dude, um, can I talk to you just for a couple minutes for uh, Racex? And uh, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna go take these pictures right now. And I'm like, all right, well, could I like go with you and something? Maybe do it along the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, well, you know, no, there's no room in the car. And I'm like, well, what, well, could I just go down there and meet you there? Where are you gonna be? He's like, no, well, I mean, I'll be at the Red Bull party later if you want to do it. And I was like, well, I'm gonna, I got a flight, man. I'm I'm out of here, so. I don't you know, know if that's such a rock starring you, dude. No, no, no. It's not over yet. Okay. Can you let me finish the story? Yep. So anyway, so I was like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, well, how about if I, uh, you know, just get your phone number from me? I could call you tomorrow. Are you leaving tomorrow? He's like, I'm leaving tomorrow night. I'm like, well, can I just get your phone number? And he's like, I don't give my phone number out. And I'm like, all right. Well, any. <laughs> I was like, well, I, 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 I could get you five get, different scenarios of how I could talk to him for like less than five minutes, and it just wasn't going to happen. I can, I can get you. Uh, oh, check this out, right behind you. Hey, I can hey. get you. Uh, I can get you his number. Hey, Cox. Yeah. I would like to confirm one hundred percent that you did get rock starred. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you know what? He's coming over here. So you know what? Return the favor. No, go, no, hey, no I, I don't like want to be do? petty about it. I just, uh, you know, I, I thought it was kind of weird because, um, I mean, the Euro guys don't get a ton of love on our website, and you know, maybe not as much as, I mean, definitely probably not as much as some of them deserve, and I wanted to give him some, you know, because he was awesome, but yeah. I got denied. He was, he was awesome. I don't, he was really good. I don't know the kid, and now I really don't know him, and I really don't like Now him. you don't like, also, no. Ken, Ro- Ken Rocks isn't your guy? No, now when he disrespects one of my friends like that, he gets... <laughs> He could Ken Rocks and uh, you know. Oh God, Kenny! No, I like sure. Kenny even more now than I yeah. did before. No, dude, dude, I don't, I don't <laughs> buy that. The sport ain't big enough. He ain't, he's not Michael Schumacher, bro. He's a 16-year-old kid that's right. trying to make it in this sport. Yeah, I know, but you know, I, I, I'm not gonna, dude. I've had problems with a lot of racers. I mean, back in the day, Chad Reed was the worst, but he's a great guy now. I mean, I'm not gonna hold anything over anybody's head. I just wanted to, you know, I just want to have a good working relationship with people so that. You know, it's not a problem. You know, and that's that's basically it. But kind of was. I uh, I I had a problem with with Hanson, and now I think we're bros. Yeah, I read that on Twitter, dude. What was your? Wh- why did you have a problem with him in the first place? Ah, oh, dude, it goes. It's a long story. You, I'll, I'll tell you because I love to, to stir it up. Did you ever read the uh, Cycle News, a story that Steve wrote on him about how uh, young guys are getting too much money at a young age and blow it, and he made example A Hanson. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, so he used Hanson as an example in that scenario. Yeah, and he made Hanson's uh, grandpa cry. So, oh, no. Yeah, I guess I did. Grandma or grandpa, one of the two. So Hanson comes up to me this weekend. Uh, first of all, on Saturday, I'm sitting there with Mitch, and he walks up, and Mitch is like, okay, we're going to do that interview. And he's just like, no, no. And Eric Johnson's there for Monster, and and uh, and they're like, he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I go, like, I don't really care. But Mitch just is on this thing about wanting him to do an interview with me because it'll show a sign of personal growth. Right. That's what, right. Mitch, that's what Mitch said. So uh, uh, whatever. So so f- f- snap, snap cut to uh, Sunday night, Red Bull party. And he comes up to me, and, and uh, you know, he's had a few beverages. I've had a few. 
as I keep saying, but um, so I kind of want to preface everything I say, like saying it was, you know, that kind of talk. But, <laughs> so he goes, why are you, why are you keep saying shit about me? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, all my friends tell me you keep saying shit about me. You, you won't stop. And I go, what, what was it? And he said, well, now somebody's saying that you said that you could ruin me if you wanted to, which I think I said on this show one yeah. night. And I said, hey, I said to him, hey, let's go outside and talk because Eurotechno was oh, blasting. Oh, let's go outside. So he thought you wanted to fight. No, no, there's no chance. I just said, hey, let's go outside and talk because, you know, do, 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 do. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. hard to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and all the Euros with their glow sticks and their pacifiers <laughs> and all that. So, uh, so we go outside to talk, and all of a sudden there's some douchebags that come over that are like, Hanny, Hanny, he's not worth it. He's not worth it. Walk away, <laughs> Hanny, walk away. And I'm like, we're just talking. We're just talking. Like, I don't think Hanson was going to fight me. He, I wasn't going to, certainly wasn't going to fight him. I don't care enough to fight him. I fight Kenny, and that's it. <laughs> so, um, are you listening to this, Kenny? You seem like you're bored. Nope, I'm listening. Okay. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think what more I could say about myself. He's just so funny. <laughs> See, dude, he's so, he's very self-conscious, Kenny. Like, readers who, who write in emails and talk about Kenny. And yeah. he, he acts the big tough guy, but, dude, a it, it, little piece of him dies every time he gets criticized. Dude, why is this guy say? what's this guy saying about me? On what's the chat room? Yeah. <laughs> saying my chick wasn't hot. <laughs> Dude, watch it. Dude, is this money? is why I bring this stuff up is just because I know it's going to mess with you so Okay, bad. so listen. If, if you so, had, like, thicker skin, nobody would bother. Hey, we got to get Keo on here right away. Believe so, me, I got some thick so let me, skin. Let me, I'm just jacking around. Let me wrap up this. Uh, yeah, finish the Hanson story, and then I'll bail. Yeah, okay. So so these guys are like, Hanny, walk away, man. Walk away or whatever. And I'm like, uh, whatever. So we're, he go, I said, yeah, Hanny. I said, you know, you think I hate you so bad, but if I really hated you, I might go out and say this and this and this, and I gave him three things that I kind of know a little bit about. We have a lot of mutual friends, and and I said I would never do that, bud. I'm not gonna do that to you. Like it's it's not cool. And and he goes, you and then you said this, and then I go, well, you said you wouldn't piss on me if I was on fire, and I'm a douchebag to to Maeda on the camera, and and we kept going like you said this, you said this, you and like. At some point, I said, okay, well, I don't know who started what when. I said, but what's your email address? And he was like, I ain't giving you my email address. And I said, I'll send you all the stuff I've written about how you've been, you were fast this year. You should have won more races. You were, you know, really good. And, and so then Paul Parabinos comes up, who's Dean Wilson's mechanic, and he's bouncing like a prize fighter. And he's like, it's on, it's on, it's on. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we're just talking. Instigators, yeah, dude. and then and then Dean Wilson's mom comes up and grabs Josh's cheeks and goes, "Don't hurt this little boy. He is just a just a nice little boy." And I'm like, <laughs> "That's why? a horrible Scottish accent." <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, "Why does it, we're not gonna fight? I'm not fighting." And then more of Hanson's and to, and to Hanson's credit, he wasn't gonna fight me either. Like, there's no fighting going on. We just yeah. we had to get away from the Euro Techno, yeah. and uh, and I think Kenny's name got brought up in there too at some point about something and I'm like well he goes and he kept saying well where we are is where we're at right now <laughs> and he kept saying that and I was like I don't understand what that means like are we dropping it are we hugging it out or are we where we're at is that we hate each other and that's how it's going to be well, I don't hate him but he thinks I do and so he kept saying that and I'm like I think this means we're having a fresh start I said yeah 
I go, I don't know. I've always liked Hanny, and you know, I know he's done some dumb stuff, but he's always been super cool whenever I wanted to do anything with him or talk with him. And yeah. He's always been, you know, relatively honest, and uh, uh, you know, as honest as anybody in, in racing or whatever. But you guys sound like the Hatfields and McCoys. Like after a bunch of years, eventually, you don't even know why you hate each other. You just do. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate the dude. I, I've certainly criticized him, and I said to him, I said, "Well, hey, when I wrote that Cycle News article, because that came up, I said, uh, you know, I talked to J Bone." I talked to Coy, I talked to this guy, and this is what they told me, and this is why I wrote that. And he said, well, they wanted to hire me back this year and last year or somewhere. And I, he goes, well, what about that? And I go, all right. I mean, I, I don't know what to say to that. It's not that those guys still like you, you know? Yeah. All right, yeah, that's enough. I mean, we okay. can talk hours about this, and they just need to work it out. No, Hanny's a great thank guy, you, dude. Thank you, Dr. And, Phil. Uh, Hanny I mean, if I had is to pick between awesome Hanny and Mathis, it'd be, it'd be tough. Hanny I'm, just, is, I'm just being Hanny honest. Hanny is an awesome. He's one what would you say, Cox? Nothing. Hanny is one of my really good friends, and I back him 100%. Um, he, he, people say I'm sensitive, but you know what? Hanny doesn't want to piss people off, and he just wants well, to. Well, I was kind of getting to my end of my story here. Oh, no, Hanny walks, Hanny, Hanny Hanny walks away. Up. A pro circuit guy comes up and says, Mathis, you know why part of the problem is? Because he takes all that shit to heart yep. and is yeah. super sensitive, and he knows that he should have done way better this year, and he can't handle it when you write that. And we all in the shop. We we agree with what you've said about him, and he is very sensitive. Yeah, but you you kind of I mean in a way I don't want to give it a guy. I love that that he's that he cares that much. You know, I mean that's, right. that's actually I think a positive thing. Yeah, know? no, yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, uh, good times though. The donations, good times. All right, fellas, have a good have a good rest of the show. All right, thanks, Cox. Thanks for calling in. Hey, wait, hey, ask Ken Art about hitting his head on his trophy. Okay. Hey, Cox. Before you leave, I got it real quick, and I'm just gonna leave this. I don't think that anything has uh, been solved with uh, Josh Hansen and Steve Mathis. I just texted Josh and said, Josh, are you and Mathis cool? He hit me back. No. He lied to my face saying he talks good about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, scr- so so the, the, the where we are right now means it's still on. That's yeah, what yeah, it means. Yeah, yeah. I hate you guys. <laughs> that's the way it is to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, God. Hey, he wouldn't give me his email address so I could send him the good things I've written about him. Watson, uh, Watson won't give it to you? Yeah, do you have it? Hey, I'll try and vouch for you next time I talk to him. Watson doesn't have an email address. He not doesn't that, have not that I necessarily idea. have any influence because I probably don't, but I'll, I'll try. All right. Thanks, Cox. All right. Later, guys. See ya. Thanks for that breaking news update, Watson, by the way. Yes. That's, yeah. That sucks. No, hey, whatever. Dude, listen. Let's call the hog. Let's call the hog. Come on. Let's call the hedgehog. Eric Eo, Peter North. You want to talk to Berlut some more or no? Yeah, we'll talk to Berlut. Blue, what do you think? What do you think about uh, Eric Kehoe looking like Peter North, the porn star? You ever heard that one before? <laughs> Never heard that one. We're going to have to ask Is him. Is he packing or what? Kehog? Yeah. Kehog, dude. Is that right? Ah, uh, Kehoe. Hey, I, need, I need his number. I wrote it down wrong, I think. Dude, come I'm on, sorry. dude. Get um, with it, Kehoe, uh, I want to talk to him about the dynamic, Berlute, of, you know, Mitch, Roger. He's in there. Watson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like how it is is it, like is Keo a hands off guy or you know what I mean? How, are you getting me that number? You're not Dude, getting. I'm it. listening to your story about Keo. because <laughs> I want to talk about me. I'm telling the story <laughs> to give you time to get the number. Um, I want to talk about me. Like I think I'm in that the pedestal with those guys. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I only difference between me and them is I've never like raced at that level and done what they did. But you know what? I think that we have a pretty solid program over here at Hart and Huntington. I'd love for Kenny to be Team USA manager. That'd be Ooh, awesome. That'd be fun. <laughs> Dude, Kenny, hey, so you really think Roger DeCosta has something with those guys winning? 
Uh, exactly. No. Exactly. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic... Thanks, Kenny. Good job lining up Gary Kehill for tonight. Call him back. Come on. Okay. No, um... um I think I mean I think Roger has to help. Obviously, I mean it, it's it's Doing not. Doing what? That. Oh, I think this is a very strong gate. I would love Kenny to be the Team USA manager, and he would wouldn't be able to name three European riders. I wouldn't have to, <laughs> but I'll tell you what: we'd have the best after party ever if we won. I can guarantee, <laughs> guarantee, guarantee you that. Guarantee you that. Hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens uh, at the banquet next at this year. Because I think I might be in the running, bro. For Team USA manager? No, but Team Manager of the Year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I might be in the running, bro. I yep. might be in the running, running this year. Maybe not, though. Because all I'm going to do is get up on the podium and just thank myself and say, me, 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 I'm great. I could I could have done this I by mean, myself. Like he gets bothered by criticism. I could have. Uh, I do. Let it go, Kenny. Let it go. Okay. It just, it just deflected off me. It didn't. I didn't absorb it like a sponge. Yeah. Hey, who is the team manager for Canada? guy named Carl Bastido. What happened to Joe... Uh, Joe Skidmarks. He was never. He's never been the team manager. Why not? Um, I don't know because this Carl Bastido has always been the team manager, and it's a real sore subject. I think that Shane Drew, or Alan Brown, or Steve Mathis should be team manager because they, not they, Shane Drew. Not Shane Drew. I was giving Shane Drew shit because not once did Shane Drew ever ask me how Canada was doing, how it was, and all that. I was giving not happy with Shane's attitude about his home country. Mm. <laughs> he was not. He didn't seem to care. His colors ran. <laughs> yes. Hello? Eric Kehoe. Yes. Hey, this is Steve Mathis. You are live on the air on the Pulp MX show. I got myself, hey. Kenny Kenny Watson, and Tony Berluti is sitting in studio tonight. Nice, nice. How you guys doing? Good, good, Keel. Thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it, man. Good, good. Yeah, no problem. Sounds like sounds like fun. Yeah, we're bench racing. You know how that goes. Uh, we're trying to think you, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most likely, what are the chances of Watson ever being Team USA Motocross the Nation's manager. Ten well, being most likely. You know what? He probably has as good a chance as anybody. <laughs> See that, Kehoe? Oh. That's why Kehoe's my buddy. Eric, yeah, come of on. Course. Hey, Kehoe, let me ask you, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much does the team manager for Team USA really have anything to do with the guy winning, with, with the team winning the race? Well, I tell you what, he has a lot to do with it because there's a lot of planning, a lot of preparation that goes into it, so... I, I think it's an important, you know, role. So on the, te- it was, uh, on the technical it's side, it's definitely an important role for sure. So you're telling me that Roger came over and made sure that you guys had the right gearing on the bikes, and he went <laughs> over to your trailer, and he went over to Factory Connection, and he was already over. Was Roger hanging out at the Suzuki truck we- all weekend? Is that where he was? No, he, he actually, you know, he came over to our truck too. He came over to the Factory Connection truck. He he did make sure we had, uh, you know, we didn't have titanium axle bolts or anything because you know that was against the rules and. He was he was up on all the rules and everything and made sure we were all uh, you know, we had the right gas in. <laughs> right. But of course, of course, he didn't talk to us about our gearing. He knows that we're uh, you know technically we have a good staff there with you know Dan Bentley and of course Shane Drew on on suspension and you know, everybody was on top of it. So it was it was good. Well, I take it back what I said. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> and I cannot, and I hate to say that I was r- r- not right. But I can't even say <laughs> the other word. But it happens at times. Hey, uh, Kehill, what's it like? Um, like. You were there, obviously, to help out uh, Shorty and, and in some way, uh, Kennard, but were you were you sort of hands-off, or did the did Mitch, I know Mitch and Roger are the two guys, um, were they were they valuing your opinion? Were you getting in on all the meetings and all that stuff? I mean, or was it sort of you were just there to help out Shorty? How, how did that dynamic? Yeah, no. 
honestly, basically, I was there to I was there to help out Shorty. Anything that we needed to do, we were there to support. You know, Roger had, was making all the calls. Um, of course, uh, Mitch was pivotal there. He was he was figuring all the he was tallying the points while we were sitting here watching the motos. You know, it was uh, it was pretty nerve wracking at, at at some time. But uh, mm-hmm. you know. Mitch has a lot of experience. Um, he gave us a lot of input. Um, you know, I talked to Andrew, you know, between races, and uh, he had a pretty good, he had a pretty good run in there with uh, with Townley in that uh, in that one moto. And you know, he got shooken up pretty bad. His shoulder was sore, and mm-hmm. you know, he had to uh, he had to regroup and then come out strong, and you know, just kind of put that moto behind him and come out strong for that last moto. What did you think of Townley's pass on Shorty? Did you see it on film and get to look at it and see it again? What? Yeah, I saw I saw it in person. I didn't see it on film to like be able to replay it and look at it closely. But I, I thought it was pretty aggressive. You know, I thought it was a pretty aggressive pass for. You know, I think it was only on about the third or fourth lap, and uh, I I thought it was probably a little too aggressive at that point. Berluti saw it on film. Berluti's calling it as a same sort same sort of deal, huh? Berluti? Yeah, I just thought it, it was an opportunity for him. But yeah, it was very aggressive for sure. <laughs> very yeah, aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was an opportunity. You know, I thought you know, I, partly Andrew probably left left the door maybe a little open there, and um, I also I noticed too on the inside of that corner there was a hump, and I do think that I think Townley went in there so hard, I think it kind of threw him towards the outside, and he probably was was off balance a little bit. So I think it was just a combination of all come together. He was he was aggressive for sure, and it was uh, it was an awkward spot to go in there hot. So wait, you said Townley was. Uh, Andrew hit that that hump real hard and it and it kind of pick, pitched him out right. Is that what you taught? He, yeah, like cause he went out wide and it kind of really opened the door for then Townley to dive in. You right. know, and it was I don't know, it's, it was pretty aggressive. I just I thought maybe it was a little too aggressive there at that yeah. point. <laughs> uh, hey, if anybody wants to talk to Eric Kehoe about the Motocross Nations or about next year or about winning the eighty seven one twenty five USGP. Uh, call 702-586-7857. Give us a call in, and you can talk to the hog at, or earthquake um, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny, you have a question? I don't have a question, or you can call and talk to me. Oh, or you can call in and talk to Kenny. Everyone says I talk about myself, hog, on this show. So, uh, Hey, you know what? I'm going to bring up something here. Okay. My first time ever, ever knowing who Eric Kehoe was. T- turn seeing, your mic, please. Seeing Eric Kehoe. Thank you. I was probably... 13, 12, 11, 10, right around there. And Indian Dunes, I used to go there with my neighbor that used to race, and I used to be the flagger. Yeah. And did I didn't have a motorcycle. I wanted one super bad. And everyone was talking about the earthquake, this kid, Eric Kehoe, right? Yeah. And did, we were parked kind of by him, and this, this guy, this, they pulled up in this Ford, like, F-150 yellow truck with a matching camper shell, like... <laughs> pulled this motorcycle out. It was the first water-cooled YZ80. Oh. <laughs> this guy jumps out, hair perfect, good-looking dude, throws his <laughs> JT gear on, and I'm just like, oh, my God. That's Bob Hanna, but on an 80. Yeah. Dude, that, that's an awesome picture you're painting, man. That was great. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. No, no, if only half of it was true, it would be good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all true. And I remember, still to this day, like it, we, I became friends with a lot of those guys. Zoli, Mazares. Sean Lane, uh, dude, there was a handful. Kyle was probably younger than you, but Kyle Lewis. Uh, what's that other guy's name? Who do they have that race for out there at uh, Fleming? At Blythe, yeah, Fleming. Fleming. All yeah, those dudes yeah, were there. Yeah. It was like a Friday night, and it was the last Friday night race ever. 
Yeah, those those were some fun days. I think you know Indian Dunes was uh, they had a, a lot of different tracks. They had the Friday night track, and they had they opened it up for the sand wash for Sundays. And yeah, yeah that was a fun track to grow up on. Yeah, uh, I remember being out in the sand wash flagging one time, and that one guy. Uh, I don't know if he was on Yamaha. He might have been like a factory guy, but I I, I really didn't know his name was like Losi. Locomotive Losi. That him? Tim Losi, yeah. yeah Tim yeah. Losi was fast. Locomotive. Yeah. Dude, and he fast. had his chick That's what they call used him, to huh? hang out in the sand wash in those little beach chairs. And to this chick used to lay out in the sand wash, and I'd be flagging. I was just a little kid. I'd go, oh, my God. I had ligament problems popping up out there. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And, yeah uh, those those are great days for sure. Berlou, you, you just missed Kehoe's reign at Suzuki, too, as a mechanic. Yeah. Just yeah. missed it. You could have yeah, worked for Earthquake it. or Holland at some point. Yeah, that'd been great. <laughs> wow. Um, hey, man, I tell you what, man. There's nothing like uh, there's nothing like that trophy or the motocross of nations, uh, especially coming to America. I don't know if you guys have talked much about that yet on the show, but man, the energy level there was so high this weekend. It was it was unbelievable. It was exciting. Um, it was good. I was talking to Short uh, after the race, and he said he did not know the USA. He he figured it wasn't good, but he didn't know the USA was trailing going into that third moto. Did you not tell him on purpose? Did you, was there was there talking about? Should we tell Andrew that we're trailing? Like, we'll talk about yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, we did. We did talk about that. And at that point, you know, after Andrew's moto, you know, that uh, his first moto when he went down and it didn't go as planned. I think at that point, didn't want him to think about anything else. But hey, this last moto, you need to go out there and give it all and do the best you can. And that's exactly what he did. And man, I tell you what, his starts. That's what really kept him out of trouble. I think, especially that last moto, that really helped those guys just coming off the line like that. But Andrew, his starts are unbelievable. He's yeah, just, he's got that. He's got a dial. Um, yeah, talk about coming through in the clutch. Uh, USA six points down to Germany going into the last moto, and the guys come out one and two. You know, in the in, yeah. in the third moto. Uh, what about now? There was damage to the to the clutch master cylinder on Shorty's bike. He had no clutch for that whole second moto. Basically, after Townley hit him, and you guys went to the backup bike. Was it just because to play it safe, or could you have changed it out fast enough? What was the decision behind that? How'd that go down? Yeah, I think the guys were more comfortable. We knew he had ridden the other bike, the backup bike, during uh, practice. He knew it was it was fine. It was identical to the other bike, mm -hmm. and we we weren't sure. There wasn't much time between motos, so you know they had about thirty there minutes I think, there, yeah. and. You know, we didn't want to find, you know, like once we got the clutch fixed, we might find something else and turn it into something else. And they just figured, you know what, we knew the other bike was ready. Let's, let's make the change. We knew it was fresh. Everything was good. We didn't know if anything else was damaged on that bike when it went down as well. So right. we just figured uh, we'd, we'd make the switch and it uh, worked out all right. Hey, who made that call? Well, I tell you, um, between Dan... Um, Shane and uh, and Gothic J. Those guys all talked about it. You know, Carlos was there. He was consulting with Jay too. Those guys collectively talked about it, and uh, they came up with a good plan. And, and they they decided. So it was it was a good call. Right on. Did you know Berlut was there working for Team Brazil? I, I you know I, I did hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Berlut was there. He was, a, he was a Brazilian this weekend. Um, yeah. And actually, I like to say to Gothic J. I said told him after the race, um, his moto on his machine was the one that USA dropped, which was Shorty's first moto. So uh -huh. Carlos's bike, because Carlos built the backup bike, so Carlos's bike actually was the moto that was scored. So Gothic J actually had nothing to do with the USA victory. <laughs> oh, that, that was what I came That's what I worked out. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it to him that way, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
that's a, that's a good way to look at it. But uh, but no, he did an awesome job. I tell you what, Jay, he he worked good under pressure, and and it was good to have Carlos there with him. So it was it was a good team. You know that 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 was a good team for for this weekend. Yeah, and then uh, um, have you have you been a part of the winning motocross nations team? Forgive me if I'm being dumb. I don't. Rem- yeah, I've, I've came. We, you know, we went over there with uh, Ricky. Oh, okay. There, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Know, a few right. years back, right. and, um, uh, and I think that was uh, gosh, what was that about? about four or five years ago, I think. Now, well, and of course, but, um, you were on the team with me when we lost in Belgium. So that yeah, that that was in was that in Zolder? Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was um, <laughs> that was a uh, that was a, a pretty good experience, but uh, yeah, but not as was, good. Uh, yeah. not, I've been a couple times now. It's definitely a, it's a Man, it's a great race. A lot of a lot of enthusiasm. It's uh, it's kind of neat to see all the teams come together and work together there. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to pull it off. So, uh, let me ask you this. Here's something I was thinking about. Now we know Dungey is no offense to Shorty or anybody. Dungey's clearly the best rider. He's clearly in the best shape of anybody in the class this year. We saw that all summer long. Um, yeah. With the short break in between motos, I mean, it was literally 40 minutes. I think was it, was that it. I wondered about putting Dungey in the MX3 class, you know, back-to-back, and putting Short uh-huh. in the MX1 and giving him the hour or two-hour break. Um, any yeah. thoughts on that, Eric? Or do I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that um, – I really don't think that mattered for Short. Short has a really good, solid base. Um, uh-huh. and, and for his physical side, and I don't, think that, I don't think that affected him at all. I thought it was better – you know, he went out there – I think he always rides a little bit better in the second one, anyways. After he kind of shakes the cobwebs out, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think it was a good call that Roger made on that. So I think, I think that was good. Right, right, right. Kenny's got a question here for you. I do. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I'm not going to ask him that question. It's none of my business. Hey, hey, Eric. We, we, we gotta, we gotta touch on next year. What's going on with he, Honda? He wants me to know what you guys are doing next year. And I said it's none of my business. I'll find out at Anaheim one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it is a little bit too early right now to yep. to talk about that because we're still working. As a matter of fact, we got we have budget meetings this week and we're working on things. And uh, I, I do know that we're going racing. I've heard a lot of rumors that uh, that we're, you know, that we're not going racing, and, and you hear all kinds of stuff. But uh, we're team on is going racing, and we're uh, we're working on stuff right now. And we'll hopefully very soon we'll be able to announce our. Uh, it, plans. it is late though, a little bit, huh, Eric? It's a little bit late. I mean, maybe like last year, I guess same same kind of deal. It, it things seem to be still in flux. I was talking to Mike Fisher, and he sounded a lot like you did just now, where he said we're yeah. having meetings, we're determining our budget. You know, um, is is it's kind of weird a little bit at this this late in the year, huh? Oh, it, it definitely is. You know, if you compare it to the last few years, we are definitely late right now. But I think it's just a sign of the times. You know, mm-hmm. I think with. Uh, Sales and and you know they're down and the economy's down and just you know people are looking at uh, how can we do things uh, you know how can we do things a uh, little bit different and try to save some money and 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 see how we can uh, pull it together so it's just it's a difficult time right now but we're uh, we're gonna make it happen. Hey Hog, the rumor on the street is that uh, are you guys still gonna be with uh, with your title or, or do you guys have Red Bull still or do you guys have uh, it moving on? Well, I, I don't think anything's been officially announced, but um, I, I tell you what, there's there's probably going to be some changes happening, but uh, nothing's been announced yet. We're still uh, we're still waiting for the for the proper announcement on that. Hey, uh, how about uh, I'll get you get you out of this fire here. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about Ken Roxon this weekend? <laughs> Who's that? Ken Roxon on the two fifty. Oh, he he, he rode awesome. You know what? I was really impressed. That was the first time I've heard a lot of stuff. 
Um, but I, that was the first time I was able to watch him and really kind of study his riding. And uh-huh. he was, uh, gosh, he rode aggressive. And I mean, you know what? He showed a lot of maturity. I thought too for you know he's he's pretty young, mm-hmm. and um, he he rode like you know like he had some experience. It was it was pretty impressive. Yeah, I guess you'll probably see him a lot at Anaheim this I don't, year. I don't like him. He didn't give Steve Cox yeah. an interview. He rock starred Steve Cox, so he's on my shit list. Oh, I told man, him Matt Bonney would always give that. you an interview. Matt Bonney or Chris Bloss, they'll, they'll give you an interview anytime you want. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I did hear uh, <laughs> I did hear Josh Hansen do a heck of a um, rap at the after party yeah. at the Alpine Stars. <laughs> I heard <laughs> I that. You guys heard about that? I was there. Yeah, I heard it. It was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was good. That, that was impressive. Hanny may have a uh, a career after motocross in as a beatmaster or something. He was uh, doing it all with his yeah. mouth. I don't know. It just you know, <laughs> whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. I didn't see you at the Red Bull uh, thing, Kehoe. Were you? Did you not stick I, around? You know what? I was there and um, I, I was drinking uh, drinking straight water. You know, I was drinking my yeah. bottle of water, and I was observing all of the. Um, the, the chaos going on, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was it, it was pretty uh, it was pretty amusing. It was yeah. good. <laughs> did you see uh, Did you see uh, FMF Little D in a onesie? <laughs> not really sure. Saw, you know, I'm not going to call anybody out, but I saw a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Um, uh, Little D wants to come on the show, Kenny, and talk about how he was in his onesie. I don't I don't really know what was up with that, but um, yeah, it was really cool to be on American soil again, and I think. Uh, uh, it's just it's it's the motocross nation is just something that you really it's just special it's 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 uh quite a bit different from a national huh oh definitely yeah. yeah just the energy level there and you know just to see these guys like um well it was kind of cool having you know at one time i was up in the truck and they had dungy canard and short all in there watching the same video and comparing notes and talking about lines and stuff, and mm-hmm. I thought, wow, this is really cool. That was like a cool moment in the whole weekend. Yeah. Just seeing those guys, you know, normally they're, you know, racing against each other or just kind of, you know, keeping to themselves and stuff. And this, they were sharing, you know, notes and, and talking about things. It was it was really good. Yeah, it was Tr- fun to see. Trey made a comment about how cool it was to work with Mitch because he goes, yeah. you know, Mitch has been the enemy for so long. And yeah. I've never talked to Mitch. I've never dealt with Mitch. And, you know, he was awesome this weekend and, we we hung out and we talked and he helped me out and you know like he's like it was really weird talking to Mitch but it was really cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mitch has a lot of experience and then brings a lot to to you know to the sport. So right. it was it was definitely good. You know, I I enjoy you know spending time with Mitch and and Roger too and just you know watching how those guys operate. It's uh, it's it's interesting for sure. Was there was there one rider like obviously we talked about Roxon who's the obvious choice. Is there somebody else that stood out to you as far as being? Uh, you know, really impressive, and or somebody you didn't know about that was really impressive. Was there somebody uh, like besides anybody on Team Canada, of course? But uh, well, no, you know, because I got you know I had a chance to see um, you know both Desal and um, and Caroli when they were you know came over for uh, Glen Hillen at uh, at that GP, and I thought both those guys impressed me. You know, mm-hmm. I think that uh, um, you know Metcalf rode really good. You know, he had his moments, yeah, and I don't yeah. think his you know overall was you know what he wanted, but uh, he rode good and. Uh, but I thought Caroli, he he was impressive too. He put on a good charge for, um, you know, for quite a while in that first. I think it was that first moto when he was uh, right there on Dungey. And but you know, Dungey showed his, uh, you know, he was yeah. in shape and he just, you know, he, just, he could held held that pace a lot longer. So what's, your, what's your thoughts on Caroli and that three fifty? You what? You think it's a three fifty? What 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 do you think about that? You know, I, I heard some speculation this weekend. Um, you know. If it was a 350, it was pretty impressive. But I also saw him 
seemed like after about five, six laps, you know, he started uh, shorting some of the jumps. Mm-hmm. You know, he cased that one quad. I don't know if you guys uh, saw that. He cased it one lap really hard, and that actually was the lap that kind of gave Benji about, I don't know, two or three seconds, gave him a little breathing room. And then from that point on, it kind of, I could see it kind of, he lost his charge. So I don't know if he, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was lack of power or what that was, but uh, he looked like he started losing it right there. Right, right, right. Yeah, the, maybe he had the big bike for uh, Saturday when he when he won. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, I, yeah, we're at altitude. Yeah, we're at altitude. Uphill start. The thing looked as strong as anything else out there. And to me, watching Michael Lessie all year, and, and the earthquake's not going to comment on it, but watching Michael Lessie, yeah. he was definitely uh, uh, you know down on power. I thought so. I don't know. Who knows? It's yeah. it's part of the speculation in our sport. I do know that that Honda CRF 450 holds <laughs> gnarly hole shots, didn't it? <laughs> well, before you came on, Berluti commented on how awesome Short's bike sounded. He thought it. You right, Berluti? Yeah, absolutely. And a three-bike length start going to the Dude, first turn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I tell you, well, Ichi from Yoshimura was there this weekend, and uh, he, he did an awesome job helping us get uh, – you know, we had to pass sound and everything, and it was, right. uh, you know, it was different getting ready for that, that race, but uh, everything came together really good. Well, right on. Hey, well, thanks, Eric, for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, we got a okay. a, a good view on, you know, less than 24 hours or a little more than 24 hours away from winning the, the, the MX Nations. So it's uh, yeah. it was cool having you on, man. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you very much for having me on, and it was it was definitely a great experience, yeah. and I uh, like to talk about it. So uh, thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Earthquake. Okay, take Later. care. See you, bye. Later, bye. Trim. See you. Hey, check your email. <laughs> what, what'd you email him? Hey, there's no questions for him? No, nobody called in. Maybe nobody have listen, nobody listening to the show tonight. I don't know. Oh, huh. Yeah, I don't know. I thought somebody would have a question for Earthquake. Eric doesn't want to doesn't want to comment on the silly season stuff at all. Oh, he's it's corporate Honda. That, huh? It's corporate, huh? Yeah, corporate. Time. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna get too much out of him. No. Hey, so what did Fish have to say? Uh, same thing, basically. I mean, they're having me- – you know, Villapoto's back for sure next year. Uh, yeah, they're having meetings. They're figuring it out. Por- I said, what about Porcello or Weimer? And he said, yeah, those two guys are in the mix. And I said, what about Shorty? He's like, oh, I thought he was done. I said, no, I don't know. I don't think he is. And uh, he was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. He's corporate. He'll end up being at Honda. Who? Shorty. You think? Yeah, I think so. Dude, I don't think so. I heard he was on the list. Dude, I don't know. I, I hope he stays there. He think, needs to. I think but he will. Really? I think he I think will. So. I you know why I think he will, and I don't know nothing, and this is just my opinion, is I know Honda doesn't have big big budget to go f- sign a big name rider, uh-huh. and I think Shorty is comfortable there, and he will take you know less money with big bonuses to stay on that team. Right. That's what I think. They're happy with him. They know what they're going to get. Yeah. And their Honda is really not about you know going out of the box. And it's corporate, like Tony said. One thing that uh, was cool was Dan Bentley. I was talking to him at the end of the day, and I said, hey, you know, I hope you guys bring him back. And, and Dan was like, yeah, me too. I don't, you know, those guys don't know really what's going on either. And he was like, yeah, I hope we do too. I'm not sure. Who knows? And then he proceeded to tell me that on the list of all the riders he's worked with, Andrew at the, is at the very top of the list because he just says there's a guy that's trying to get better all the time. There's a guy that's appreciative of everything we give him. There's a guy that's a class act the whole way. You know what I mean? And, and it goes a long way. Dude, I'm, to hear Betley say that, I was like, wow, yeah. blown away. Like, dude, he really likes Andrew Short. And then I said, well, who's on the bottom of the list? And he goes, Mikel Pichon. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, imagine that. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, but you work for Pichon. Yeah. And you, and his dad 
and you almost got in a fight one yeah, time. His dad's his dad was out there for sure. Hey, do you remember the I time? I told the story last yeah, time. I was yeah, on you the did. Show. Hey, yeah. do you remember the time when when I caught them naked in the room? <laughs> you told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> you you turned the peephole around or something? Yeah. That's a true deal, huh? Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Square biz. <laughs> they were all square biz. They dude. were all naked. His all girlfriend, his girlfriend, Mikael and Elaine. They were all naked, having a water fight with with garbage buckets in the in the hotel room. Really, throwing water on each other. She was completely naked, Kenny. She was buck ass nude in the. What bathtub. did she look like? Naked, Harry. Come on, Harry. She's. I thought she was. She was a good girl. Hey, no disrespect like to Mikhail. That's his wife now. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to. No, I don't know it. if they're married. They well, don't. They don't do that in France. They just yeah. have kids together. Yeah. Well, hey. I don't know, but it was it was pretty funny. Wow. Okay. Mikhail, Mikhail, Sean, I don't think he likes to fight. I think he pretending wants to fight, but he's not going to fight. No. He'll fight a security guy. But I was the dad, right? The dad did it, not Mikhail. Not Mikhail. Dude, I would like I'm to see sure. David Volman's dad and Pashan's dad go for a fight. That'd be <laughs> awesome. David. Yeah. David. You know, hey, I hung out with David all week. Yeah. He's Villeman. a good guy. He's a funny guy. Villeman was helping Team Brazil, and you know what he yeah. told me? He's. I said. Dude, he goes. I was like, "You're making fat cash from this, Villaman." And he, and he, he said he was doing it for expenses only to helping out Brazil. That's, that's what he was I there hear. all week. Uh, what was he? Tra- was he telling the guys how to train and what to ride and lines? Yeah, and just like sort of and yeah. try to get him going, help him out. You bet. Right, right. That's super cool um, of Billy to do that. And uh, and I just I was impressed with him the fact that he wasn't like I mean I don't know I would think like I don't think you're getting Tim Ferry out there to do it for expenses or or anybody. You know what I mean? Like. That's cool. Billy's just a fan. He just wanted to be there and hang out. And of course, it's not confirmed, but he's going to be the manager at Moto Concepts. How next long year. do you think he's going to make it? I was taking a prediction. I was talking to someone today, and I really like David. And I was saying that I would not be surprised if he would be out of there and just be so fed up by by the time the races go to the East Coast. So it'd be like Indianapolis. Oh, he's going to hold the job for four months? Well, what happened with the deal last year? I thought he was yeah, the I man, and then next thing I know, he wasn't the guy. Where, over there? Yeah, the motor concept. I believe he turned down an offer last year. He didn't want to do it. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know why or what. I don't know, and I don't even know if that's for sure. But uh, um, we had a good argument this morning. Let me ask you guys. We were fighting over this, uh, not fighting, but arguing about this on Sunday morning or Saturday afternoon or something. Whenever I was over your truck, whenever that was. Would you guys rather, Kenny, I'm are you paying attention? Yeah, I'm listening. If you were had a team, if you had a race team, and you were a lower-tier team like a Moto Concepts, not or, a factory team. Or like a Hart and Huntington. Or like a Hart and Huntington. Okay. And, a, and you didn't pull your mic to your mouth. Hart and Huntington, uh, lower-tier team. Okay. Would you rather, suspension company, would you rather go with a Pro Circuit or Enzo and get very little testing time from one of those companies because they're massively busy with the big guys or would you rather go with a smaller suspension guy but get the absolute testing you know the, the best the guy can do for testing all the time and work with your riders non-stop Berlou, what do you think what's your would be you like the ch- there's a chance that the pro circuit guys or the enzo guys or the big company suspension guys would know more of what works because they you know they they have the inside information no i think there's some good guys out there that uh smaller that, guys uh smaller guys yeah, yeah. good guys yeah there's guys out there that that would probably do it and they've got as much experience as those guys and it would be just as fun i right I, I, that's how i'd like to go so testing you think is more important than just 
Oh yeah, yeah. Then, then throw a setting at a bike and right. say go ride. Go because race. you know a lot of the, I mean I've been on teams too that that struggle for attention from some of the bigger companies because they're just so busy. Not it's because the number one thing suspension, right. right? Yeah. So Kenny, what's your thoughts on that? Catch twenty two. My thoughts. Some of those companies are good. They're really good. I mean, like the guy that did our stuff last year, Independent, did an awesome job with what he had. But when you get down to it, sometimes it's tough getting some good parts. And companies like PC, Enzo, once in a while they get their hands on some stuff that works really well. And you might not have the testing done, but at least you know you're, you, you got something good inside of there. Right. And, I mean, but if you have a guy – um, a rider that knows what he wants and could say, hey, this is what I need, and he's happy, have at it. Right. But if you have a, a guy that doesn't know how to test and doesn't really know how to set up his bike, week in and week out, he's at the race complaining, um, I think true. you're going to need someone there. Right. You're going to need someone there to help him. Okay. Um, Villy's theory was you go with an RG3 or a factory connection or a pro circuit because they will get your, they will nail the setting one or two times. The smaller guy won't get it so well it depends on what your smaller guy is there's 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 well we were throwing around teams like race tech who's not a smaller guy but not they're not you know off on the factory team somewhere that where they might work with a brian villapoto or somebody how about guys like. that were on the factory team that are now doing their own thing right right a batista an mb1 right. or a um i don't know yeah yeah help me out scott bennett I don't know. Yeah, well, he was a sh- our show guy at Suzuki. Oh, is he have his just own? for example? I mean, yeah, there's no. Nah, he doesn't really have his own no. thing, but I, I, that was an example. Yeah, I know Corey, Corey Hutter. There you who, go. He was doing yeah. his own stuff too. The Yamaha guy, right? Right. Yeah. So I was telling Villaman that if I was a manager, I would go with this with the small guy who could say, "I'll be at the test track five days a week, making sure your guys are happy." Because you know it's all in their heads, the riders. A lot of it is, and so if they feel like they have the testing and the man hours behind it, they'll be more confident on the track. And Villeman proceeded to tell me that in his, his one of his best years was MDK Honda. He tested with Rob Henderson at RG3 twice and n- just turned a clicker all year, turned clickers in and out all year. And it was amazing and awesome and, and all that. And I said, yeah, but the, that's you, Villeman, who's probably one of the weirder dudes as far as bike stuff. He's a smarter guy than most guys. Well, I'll tell you, with, with Rob, that's what we saw a lot of too. So the guy – has a good setup right like I mean, he nails it right away yeah he didn't he we didn't do a lot of valving changes he lit a lot of clicker stuff and yep. he's right. you know I'll, I'll i'll throw it out to him or give it out yeah. to him he's he I, was good that way but then I, I mean if you if you have a guy that's uh you know like a like a say batista or matt wallace or the guys like that that've been around a long time that know a good setting and they yeah. can start with a good setting I mean, you're, you're better off. But if you get guys like Enzo and Rob and Bones and all those guys, dude, they've been doing it so long that they have a super, super good setting to start yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Well, and what, they can the start deal, it, yeah. and then you, you might have to do just clickers. You know, it's all in their right. valving. And they know if, if you could get a rider that could say, hey, this is what I like to start with, and you get that setting from the get-go, and they're yeah. like, home run. You okay, well, what do, you, what do you talk about this new setup that Cowie's got where it's one, sh- one, one fork is, uh, you know – different you know the one's spring and one's the dampening dampening. yeah you know what i mean so everybody's you're starting out fresh and or when your chassis changes when you get a whole new bike hey that's why you get paid the big bucks blue i'm just the guy that thinks i know everything no 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 i'm not no it's it's not an argument no i don't i don't i mean that's a that's a great a great call right there i don't know i wouldn't know 
I wouldn't know what to do in that case. I would think there would have to be some testing and development because they don't know. It's the, Well, the thing is, it's trial and error. Exactly. Suspension's exactly. big time that way. Throw a shim here, throw a shim there. Well, yep. and, and, and then I was telling Villeman that, you know, the mystique of a, a, a pro circuit or an Enzo or whatever, it, there's a lot, there's a plenty of smaller guys that it's not rocket science. It's shims and oil. You know what I mean? And it's that's what it is. It's, it's like fluid dynamics. And if you have an understanding of that, like – no offense to Bones or Ross Maeda, they don't know any. They don't. How do I put this? I guess it's not just ro- it's not rocket scientist science. You're just experimenting with it, and a guy who's been around a long time can do it just as well. I think the biggest thing is like what you touched on a minute ago was uh, it's the rider. The rider that thing is tailor made to him. Right. If his setup is not right when he goes to the first race, right. Is providing you're doing testing on the right track and you're, yeah. you know, the right yeah, conditions yeah, yeah, and stuff because yeah. that's important. Um, you know, it's it's tailor made to him. He's he, the, the rider's got to put put the work right. into. Now, let now. me ask you a question. Yeah. So you're you're telling me, let's say, uh, you're you're just a C rider, a B rider, and you go out there and ride for the hell of it and do a and and have a you know you turn pro and you're like. You have factory connections. Am I a C rider or am I a pro rider? What am I? You start out as a CB rider. You turn pro. Okay. You need stuff more aggressive. You need more right. help. And let's say you have, uh, you know, a guy like, you know, Mike Batista or a guy like Matt Wallace doing your stuff, and they stayed with you the whole time. Then you go to factory connection. Do you think factory connection is going to maybe have some different, better stuff than those other guys can get that they have access to? Like, for, like say, instance, for Pro Circuit because they do a lot of stuff with Showa. They buy a lot of parts from Showa. They sell Showa kit stuff. They know a lot about that suspension. More than a guy from a shop that's going to be build like a race tech and, you know, independent suspension. The guys that are just going to build stuff and revalve it and send it back to you if it's White Power, if it's Kiaba, or if it's Showa. You know, it's, it's a... You lost a, me, though. What, what's the question? That you're a rad dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get drinking on on the line. Let's do it. Okay. Dude, the flying freckle. Dude, that kid's like that kid's had an awesome year, hasn't he, Trey? Yeah, what a great guy, huh? Dude, that guy is like the class act of class, class act. Class act. That, I I would have to say that Team America had the nicest guys. Oh, off. yeah. Dude, they were so. I mean, you think I thought about you liked Tedesco. I'm talking. He's not a nice guy. He's an idiot. <laughs> I'm talking about nice to everybody. Like, nah, they never were. had run-ins. Hello, yeah. Trey Kennard. What's happening? Hey, you are live on the Pulp MX show. I'm Steve Mathis, and with me in the studio is Kenny Watson and Tony Berluti, who is uh, sitting in with us. What's going on, Captain America? Oh, not a lot, man. Just <laughs> kind of soaking it in. Dude, it's, it's been uh, just over 24 hours since you uh, held the uh, Chamberlain Trophy, and uh, what's your thoughts, feelings? How, how do you feel? Um, A little bit kind of in shock. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, just kind of looking. I'm actually looking at some American flag stuff right now, and it's just uh, it's a pretty surreal feeling, and um, you know, one I'll uh, definitely remember forever. So, right, pretty unreal. I even got uh, attacked by the trophy too, so it was cool. Yeah, what what <laughs> happened with that? We had Steve Cox on earlier, um, and he told us to ask you what happened with you and the trophy. Um, well, there was like a, a sprocket trophy. I mean, I don't know what it was for exactly. <laughs> um. But, um, yeah, so I was um, holding the trophy, and then Belgium started spraying us with champagne, and I went to duck, and I just ran straight into the sprocket, and my my forehead was definitely bleeding. Was that, okay, I saw a scab on your forehead. That was from the trophy? 
That was from the trophy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. Hey, the, um, the dork store called. They'd like you to go back. <laughs> and then I tried to get on my bike on the podium, and it almost fell over, and I almost fell off the stage. So. <laughs> A lot of things to remember. Uh, yeah, exactly. Double, double dork award. Hey, it didn't exactly go like the conquering hero that you so dream about, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, at least next time when you get up there, you'll know exactly what not to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully I get that chance again. That was um, you know, a pretty unbelievable thing, and you know, I was just... Uh, happy to be a part of it it was uh, a tough day for sure but right it was, it was cool first turn crash first first moto and second moto you a uh, guy fell in front of you i was uh, i mean you never had a chance to race roxon and wilson straight up uh, in the motos anyways i would have loved to have seen that for sure that would have been great yeah i was bummed that i didn't get a start with um with roxon because we had such a good race and uh in the qualifier so um i was hoping to you know kind of do it again and mm-hmm. um you know, kind of have that chance, but uh, I think the main thing, um, you know, with with yesterday was to, you know, just do what was what was best for the team, and um, you know, unfortunately, I was not able to to get a good start, and I kind of had some trouble. But um, I think that you know, the important thing is that uh, you know, as a team, we we did a job. What uh, you were nailing your starts in the nationals, especially the second half of the year. What changed for you this weekend? Was there specific things that happened, or like what did you line up next to forfeit? Like what was the deal with the starts? Um, the first one um, actually had a you know a fairly decent start. Mm-hmm. Probably I don't know it was going to be better than the last, and um, Osborne and I just kind of tangled, and um, you know he was he was in front of me, and you know he fell, and I kind of had nowhere to go, so. Um, and then the second one, I, I was, uh, you know, I was probably, I don't know, 10th or so, and I think it was that uh, boob guy fell, kind of fell over in front of me. And mm-hmm. um, I think what I needed to do was, was not be so far inside because um, yeah. on the hot lap, they were kind of going further out, and it was packing in uh, to start a little further up, and um, I just kept getting that deep line. It, but, um, yeah, interesting. Hey, Trey, I got yeah. a question for you, buddy. You interrupted yeah. him again, Kenny. He, he was done. He wasn't totally done Were talking. you done, Trey? I wasn't quite done, but whatever. No, s- screw it, dude. I'm not. I'm not block passing you, bro. Go ahead. Oh, it's okay. I was just gonna say that um, I thought the inside gate was good because they moved the gate or whatever, but yeah, they it did. obviously wasn't. They did move the starting gate. Yeah. Quite, quite a bit. Brilute, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even yeah, notice that they, they. So they moved it more to the left. Yeah, they they moved it like I think it was like 20 feet forward and then tilted it um, to where the the inside gate was closest to the first turn, so um, I kind of like automatically thought that that was going to be the spot, but obviously not. <laughs> Kenny, you had a question for Trey? I have two questions for him. The first part is, uh, can you explain, like, I, I, I couldn't even imagine, like, I see these dudes at the Olympics that win the gold medal for their country, like, did you just want to lose it, like, when they were playing the national anthem? Was that like the gnarliest, like, butterflies ever? Oh man, it, it's um, that's when I went to Buzz Creek in '07. I, I didn't watch the podium, and that was um, was that when Timmy won? Yeah, that that was the year that Tim Ferry saved America once again. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, that was what I remember was National Anthem, and um, you know, just seeing that, and you know, when I was up there, you know, I could be actually be a part of it, and um, 
you know, that, that was unreal. It just, it, it did, you know, it's like the Olympics and, um, yeah, I just that was something I always wondered. And my this is like this is a two-parter. And then the, the second part, how many of those people did you know on the podium up there <laughs> with the with the American I, shirts on, with the jerseys? Well, I kind of I kind of like knocked myself unconscious when I dug my head into the sprocket, so um, I, I wasn't at all totally aware of all the Americans. <laughs> that's, that's probably better. And then my last question, three-part question. What? See no, what, no. See what I got to deal with with this guy, Trey? What? It's a hey, Trey, did, does Steve look like he lost a couple pounds or what? Dude, he did. Thank you. I swear he did. Dude, I'm going to break the news to you. He just bought bigger clothes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said <laughs> it was in his face. I said that to these guys earlier, and they didn't believe me. Thank you, Trey. Dude, I, I, it was in his face, dude. I swear. He, he's, his beard got longer. Don't kid yourself. No, but I'm just joking. <laughs> he has. He's been doing a good job. I'm proud of him. Hey, uh, do you think when you went to the line – um, at Paula, that first moto, were you more nervous going to that last moto um, representing the country than you were going to try to win the championship? Good question, Kenny. Um, no, no. I mean, Paula, I was like kind of a wreck. I think uh, you know, both of us were, were nervous because it was kind of all on the line for us. Um, you know, this weekend, it was kind of like it was weird. I, I, I felt um, I was nervous in the qualifying race, but... Um, when I came race time, I was extremely calm for some reason. I didn't wasn't really kind of grasping that whole thing. But um, like when I got tangled with Osborne, I was like extremely calm, and it, it almost surprised me. You know, I was kind of kind of shocked. So um, I think it's just it's it's almost kind of reassuring, you know, that, that um, you know America's been the team, um, you know, the last you know however many years. So. Um, it's a little bit of a confidence booster, and, and um, it almost takes a little bit of pressure off you. So, yeah, well, I'll have to give it up to you, buddy. Yesterday, I was definitely proud to be an American. So was I. I was. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was definitely proud to be American, and uh, you know, our country's had a lot of bullshit go down. You know, with 9/11 and all that crap, and just seeing, even in our country, like in our moto world, Steve's laughing at me because he just brought up 9/11. You know why? Let well, me finish. Okay. Right, you can sorry. laugh about it, I'm but sorry. you know what? I'm sorry, Kenny. You're get you're going into this deep. I don't know where you're going with this. You know, what, go you with it, Kenny. Keep going. You bro. don't get it because you're not a true-blooded American, and all those people. I would argue that I would argue that Baluti isn't either. Oh, I'm true-blooded American. Oh, really? How come you work for Team Brazil this weekend? Oh, well, now, come oh, on. Did you, well, did you see I'm, me where? I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I was asked to go out and help, and I, I love motocross. I'm a very you passionate motocross him, guy. You should have told him to pound sand. You're American. Nah, hey, well, I, I work with the Australians. I work with, I work with French. I, I don't I mean, I, I don't <laughs> mind doing a job, but I'm, I didn't wear the flag. I'm kidding. I hear you. There's hey, not too many hey, things this about... America, and this, that's what Americans do. That's right. Hey, about being patriotic. That's what I'm trying to get at. Not okay. too many people, like, rally together. But in the motocross community, when the donations go, it seems like everybody's on the same team. And that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. And I'm just, like, I was pumped. I wasn't there. And I, and I always play, like, oh, who won? What was the deal? Dude, I was up on that shit right away. I knew what was going on. You know, yeah. I that stupid shit. But I'm just saying, congratulations. I'm stoked that we can win it. And uh, I'd like to call you. They want to call Shorty Captain America, so I, I, w I don't want to call you Wonder Woman, so I don't know. If I can just be in the Justice League, I'm good with it. You're right. in. You're in. <laughs> You're in. Congratulations. Good job. So what's, Dun what's, what's Ryan Dungey then, Kenny? 
We got well, Cap- he's definitely he's definitely Captain America. He uh, he Dude, laid he's it. He's the All American boy. He man. laid it down, didn't he? Try. Dude, he killed it. Yeah. Watching that last moto was was cool. Dude, how was that for you to stand on the sidelines, just like nothing you can do but cheer him on, dude? That must have been gnarly. I, I was, I was yelling for sure. Like people kind of looked at me like I was being stupid. But where'd you watch the race? I, from? I was watching on Honda. Everyone, like at the beginning of the race, everyone was clapping and stuff. But I kind of like every lap, I was still just like clapping. And... I, uh, how good was my question to you on the Pulp MX podcast about the MX2 guy? Generally, gets changed out of his clothes. There's been a few sh- podium shots where the dude's wearing shorts and a and a and a team shirt, and I always think it looks great when they're in their gear, right? Because they're all riders. And Trey said, "Yeah, he thought of that and put on new gear for the podium, you know, which was a smart move because wow. nobody wants to see a guy up there in Dockers, you know, and a team shirt. <laughs> so good yeah. job on that. Hey, if you want to talk Do to that. Trey Kennard, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven, call in and ask Trey Kennard what it's like to." Uh, to beat Team Canada this weekend and pull it out for America. That's awesome. And everybody in the chat room that says I suck, all you got to do is sh- turn your computer off if you don't like listening to me. This is Kenny's world. He gets this very... Is, yeah, because you know what? You, you, if you Call in and tell me I suck. Just don't talk it on the chat room. Let's get it out there. <laughs> Let's get some controversy, <laughs> guys. This is the show. Hey, Trey, I got one for you. How was your bike? Your bike sounded awesome. I mean, I saw you come around the mechanics area, and that thing was yanking so strong. I mean, I, it sounded really good. Yeah, the, the guys did an awesome job, you know, Kibby and um, and everyone. I, I gotta actually thank the Tomax for that because they live in uh, in Colorado, and um, you know, Kibby came up early and um, they worked on it. So I thought the bike was actually better than it was um, the at the national there, which, which really? is crazy because it's yeah. um, you know with the sound and and the gas. So um, yeah, they did an awesome job. I was stoked on. It. I was still struggling with some of those jumps, but. Um, that was because they were just booters. But um, did you ever think about yeah, doing was, that quad thing? Dude, I wanted to. The jump looks so fun. Did any two fifty guys try it that you know? No, it wouldn't happen. No, no way, right? Yeah. Hey, no, you want to take some calls? Yeah, I'm good with it. All right. Pulp and Mech show. You're on the air with Trey Kennard and Tony Berluti. Uh, who's this? Oh, uh, hi. My name is RJ. and. Uh, First of all, I'd like to congratulate um, him for a title for the outdoors and great ride for Race of the Nation. My question is, what's his feeling and thought about um, Ben Townley taking out Andrew Short, you know, during the biggest race, Mm -hmm. which one is Nation Race, and uh, basically, it's, it's taking out not only the rider; it's like taking out the country out. Wow, good, yeah, yeah. G- good question. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, we, you know, we're all buddies with Ben. We all know him, but it was a we had an earthquake on earlier. I don't know if you heard that or not, Trey. But uh, Eric just said it was a very aggressive move early in the race uh, that maybe didn't need to be done. What do you think, Trey? Uh, you know, first of all, like you know, thanks for uh, you know, the congratulations. But um, I go for the outdoors. You know, there's, there's a there's a lot that you know that can be said about it, and you know there's a lot of negativity I think around it. But um, you guys did a good racing move, and um, you know <laughs> I, I don't want to get too deep in it, but I was right. I was bummed on it to be honest. Right. Like, I, I wasn't. I was pretty upset because I mean I, I really liked Ben, and um, I just thought it was a, a dirty move to be honest. I, I was, that's my thoughts. But um, what did Andrew you know, have to say about it? 
Um, you know Andrew, he's such a nice guy. He, uh, you know, he just yeah. brushed it off, and um, you know that was a good thing. Is he just put it behind him and uh, went out and killed it in that second moto? So I, I uh, um, sorry. Go ahead, Trey. Yeah, I was just. Um, he's not done yet, Steve. I, the, that was that was the main thing was you know that he just put it behind him. But uh, I think at the end of the day, it was still still bummed. It was uh, you know pretty unnecessary. Yeah, Shorty wasn't even upset about getting boxed out on the podium by RD, RD holding the trophy. I, I asked him, and Short just said, Dude, I don't care. I was just happy to be there. Because if you look at the photo on Racer X today, you can't see Andrew Short. He's boxed out by Roger. So. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he's gone, dude. You can't you can't dude, see him. Dude, that podium is so small. Yeah. And it's hard, hard to get in there. Yeah, maybe the riders should just be on it, like the guys that actually raced. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Hey, let's take some more calls. Paul Bamek Show, you're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? Nope, gone. They hung up. They're, they're scared. Uh, Paul Bamek Show, you're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Go turn. No? All right. Fans having tr struggling tonight. Paul Bamek Show, you're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? Hello? 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 Hey, you on the Pulp on the next show? What do you got? Yeah, you're on the you're on the air. You got a question for Trey Kennard? On the air? Yeah, you're on the air, bud. Go for it. All right. Well, I just have to ask: Did um, did you do the finish lap? Did you do I a finish? Trey did the finish lap. lap. Two finish laps on the parade lap. You did? Photos. You did? I did. I, I didn't see that. I wonder if anybody's got a photo of it. Good job, though. Yeah. I don't think anyone saw it. Because you did it in the back. No, I did it coming before that sweeper. Uh huh. Uh -huh. I, I miss it on. I miss it on TV. Thank, thanks, thanks, yeah. caller. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening to the show. All right, thanks you guys. Thanks. Take care, bud. Pulp and Mech Show. You're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? What's going on, fellas? Nash calling in. Hey, Nash. How are you? Doing well. Uh, obviously, big congratulations to Trey and and everybody else. For Shorty, if he's listening. Shorty oh. might be listening. It's oh, he's listening. Yeah. He's, him and Jack here holding hands on the couch right now. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, hey, Trey, I just had a question, and Mathis, try not to jump out of your chair, but in all seriousness, what exactly did Timmy do to your program when you came in? I know you've referenced it before where you said it's just a shift in your perspective about believing in yourself, but was there anything physically, training, dietary, uh, other than a mental shift i'll tell you what now i'll answer this timmy ferry is a national american hero <laughs> nash and what he did saved america in a way thank you thank you no um yeah there was there was a huge part in uh in the diet side of things um uh, he taught me a lot about diets too oh, I, I, uh, absolutely i agree yeah i mean it was um i don't know he, he, he just helped me relax you know and just um you know, it wasn't that my program was just, um, you know, completely off, because I don't think it, you know, wasn't just awful mm -hmm. and terrible, mm -hmm. but um, there was little things that, um, you know, maybe don't think about or, or maybe don't, uh, you know, really put in perspective. So, um, you know, diet was huge, and, um, you know, also training was, I, I did a lot more riding, I think. And, diet, riding, um, yes. yes. I didn't do um, as much training as I was before, which I think actually helped me, because, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm you know try, not trying to be the best athlete in the gym. My job's to to race a motorcycle, so yes. um, 
I probably do a little more, a little less than that, and a little more riding. But uh, you know, I, I really like to ride a lot, and uh, you know, that's that's kind of my confidence is feeling good on the bike. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus, Tim Perry for crying out loud! I mean, come on! <laughs> Didn't want to say that, but hey, uh, <laughs> hey, we all of our lines are full right now, so people are right, waiting. Hey, make, to talk make to it happen! I'll talk to you guys. Cheers. Thanks, Nash. Hey, uh, Kennard, you filled up the lines. Everybody wants to talk to you because you're an American hero. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? Hey, this is Ben from Salt Lake City. Hey, Ben, what's up, man? Thank you for calling in again. Appreciate you listening. You got a question for Kennard? Yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, yeah, I was at the race, had a great time. Um, but Townley, I saw the takeout. I thought it was pretty aggressive, kind of dirty. Kind of interesting, the third moto, we were kind of heading out towards the exits and Townley went down all by himself, so it's kind of interesting that happened. Karma, I guess. But but hey, no, no, you know what happened there, don't you, Ben? No, what happened? The universe. <laughs> the universe got him. It's the Colorado thing. Tony okay. Alessi says the universe will get you. Hey, Trey, you know I went up to Tony and told him that, right? Oh, yeah, I read your tweet. Yeah, and he went, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Tony Alessi uh, was probably going through, like, freaking out watching Crowley's bike on Saturday. <laughs> I think he was losing it. <laughs> oh, my God. He was probably flipping knowing him. <laughs> All right. What's the, uh, hey, Trey, I just had a quick question. What, it's kind of a simple question. I don't know what you're – one of the things that surprised you the most at the track, uh, like maybe the process at the, you know, the check-in or whatever, or maybe one of the riders that impressed you the most. I thought Regal impressed me the most, but just kind of get your intake on that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I – Regal ride. I know he's um, a really strong rider. I know he's really capable of a lot of good things. Um, probably the biggest shock to me was um, you know Muskin was going to be um, a lot stronger. Um, I think he had a lot of technical trouble, and you know yeah. maybe just wasn't his weekend. But um, fuel fuel pump both motos same same problem. Oh really? Yeah. Really? They switched from um, a, they switched from a carburetor bike to an EFI bike for this race. Who's that? Musquin. And uh, and yeah, it kind of bit him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but Roxon, you know, I, I'm pretty sure everyone was pretty shocked with his performance. He, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it was really cool racing with him on, uh, you know, Saturday, and I, I wish I could race with him on Sunday. But um, you now he was, it was really impressive to me, especially to be a 16 year old kid and and be as uh, race smart as he is, and and to be as good as a rider as he is. So um, that was a shock, and and also the starting procedure really kind of freaked me out the first couple times. But uh, right. You mean you, it out. you mean just how you load the gate and all that? Like it's really quick, man. Like the last place guy, he's pretty much pulling in the gate and that thing's dropping. Hey, Balut. Yeah. Which which Balut was yeah, working for a near to the back of the pack guy. Yeah, just pretty much. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's gnarly and people are like stealing each other's gates and yeah, and it's crazy. All right, let's take some more calls. Tra- Look, Papa Max Show, you're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? Yeah, it's uh, Nate from Montana. Hey, Nate from Montana. What's happening? Thank you for the sh- listening to the show. And do you have a question for Kennard? Yeah, I do. Uh, first of all, Trey, congratulations. Good job this weekend. And uh, I got to know, Timmy Ferry being instrumental to you this year, as we all know, what kind of advice did he give you to keep you from getting boxed out on the podium by the Coster? Because <laughs> we both know, I mean, we all know the couple of years when he went there with Cowie, I mean, in all the photos you see, you cannot see Timmy Ferry over Roger Okay, <laughs> this isn't us talking. This is just some random fan caller that also has noticed that. Unfortunately, this year, 2010, Andrew Short was the victim. Uh, yeah, so I'm figuring Timmy Ferry gave Trey some 
gif. I'm like, hey, this is this is what he does. This is his move. This is how you need to box him out. <laughs> well, he so. did, but I was a little too aggressive and ended up with a bloody forehead. So, <laughs> uh, uh, all right, that's what happened. Thanks for calling, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, bye. Pulp show. You're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? Hey, am I on? You're on live on the air. Hey, it's Greg. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Greg? How are you? Uh, nothing. I just got a quick question for Trey. I'm just going to fluff him a little bit. I was just kind of wondering if it's dawned on him yet that now he's like tied for being the biggest Oklahoma motocross legend ever. He's right there with Guy now. Him and Coop am I t- are at least on the am same level. Am I tied? I don't know. I think he kind of might be one up, but I might get killed if I said that too much. Dude, I, to, to, I don't know. Guy, is, he's just a... I mean, with a game with a name like Guy, you got to be a cool guy. Like, <laughs> I think like Guy is named after Guy Cooper because he's such an awesome dude. So, right. Um, you, yeah, man, it, yeah. it's cool to be even uh, mentioned with um, the names like Guy Cooper and um, you know to be a part of uh, so much history in the, the motocross nation. So, I I personally uh, I personally prefer Johnny Marley as my king of Oklahoma, but that's just me. Well, I mean, yeah, he probably should have been the king of Oklahoma, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, he's really talented guy. Hey, Greg, uh, our lines are, are loaded for yep. Trey. I'll bail off, man. Thank you, man. Later. Hey, Trey, we only got three lines, too, so don't don't let it go to your head, bud. <laughs> yeah, we only, we only have one other line. Alba <laughs> <laughs> Mech Show, you're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? This is Doug from Oregon. Hey, Doug from Oregon. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, you have a question for Trey Kennard or maybe even Tony Berluti? Uh, no, trade. Uh, how was uh? <laughs> no, he goes. No, not not working with Ryan Dungey. Was was it like hard to do it, knowing you're going to be racing with him, or was it great to do it, knowing you're going to be? Oh racing man, it's it's been awesome. You know, I've, I've known Ryan since I was on 80s, and you know we've raced together a lot, and we've um, you know hung out a lot, and um, I think he's a great guy, and uh, you know his family is awesome too, so. Uh, I mean, obviously things get a little different when you're racing each other, but um, I think this team this year was um, was a special one for sure. We might not have been, um, you know, as the strongest that um, you know has been in the years past, but uh, I think we all had a lot of character and uh, a lot of heart. And um, I think Dungey was uh, an awesome leader and helped us, uh, you know, get through it. So it was cool. What are you talking about? Not the strongest. Yeah, you had don't the, sell yourself. Sure. You had the Supercross champion, the 450 national champion, the 250 national champion, and the guy who got second in the 450s. American, second, huh. the second American. So, Trey, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, maybe I don't. I don't know. I'm just... Outside, you guys are strong. Yeah, outside of sending Timmy, no uh-huh. way it could have been any better. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling, man. Do you, have, do you have any questions, or is that it? Actually, one other thing, if okay. you guys could explain it. Uh, how come Eli Tomac doesn't wear... Uh, Team gear at all the races this year. Oh, good question, Trey. W- want me to take that one? all year. Yeah, Trey, you take it. You ride with the kid. Yeah, he's actually a size twenty-three pants, so um, they don't make gear that fits him. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been wondering all year. Thank you for answering that. Yeah, no, he um, he had uh, that overheating problem um, at uh, <laughs> Texas, and he was concerned about the heat a lot, and um, he wanted the, the vented gear as much as he could, so. That was the reason. Okay. Good luck next year on the 450s. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, let's uh, let's get Trey on the show, maybe somewhere around St. Louis, and ask him what he thinks about Ryan Dungey. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, next year. Hey, Trey, have you uh, do you got a 450 at home? Have you been riding one or what? No, I'm gonna go testing next week. Uh, actually, not not test yet. Just gonna do some riding next week on the 450, and 
um, test the next week. So pretty excited about it. I feel like I have a you know a pretty good baseline already from uh, from last year, but right. uh, looking forward to it. Are you spending uh, your? Are you going to be living in California for the Supercross season, or are you going to stay home? Well, I'm going to stay home as much as I can, but um, you know once the weather kind of goes away, then I'll head out out west. So. Hey, you got a good riding partner with Robbie Renarda. Yeah, but he blew out his knee. Oh, that's right. His sister was telling he me. He did. That. He blew his knee out. Yeah, again, I was bummed. Huh. All right, let's yeah. take some. We he, gotta, he's going so. He's going so fast. I heard that. Someone else told me that too. Like for real. Yeah. There was multiple times where he caught me and passed me, like ran me down. <laughs> That's funny. Let's take a couple more calls and then we'll uh, we'll move on from Trey Kennard here. Let him get back to his night of celebration. You don't, you don't know how disheartening that is whenever you show up to the track and he's eating a Twix and drinking a Red Bull. <laughs> and then he goes out and beats you. Yeah. Now you know how Stan felt every week when Bale beat him. Hmm. <laughs> hey, Papa Mexico, you're on the air with Trey Kennard. Who's this? Hey, this is Jared. How's it going? Hey, what's up, Jared? Thank you for listening, man. You got a question? Yeah, actually, you just answered one of them was when when he was going to pick up his first, like, 450 and when he was going to start riding it. Okay. And then you just it just made me forget my second question. Um, it, it happens. We do have, that to people. Do you have a question for Kenny Watson, maybe? Hell Tony no. Berluti? I, Can I have a actually, question? Actually, I would love it if, like, someone could give some clear info on, like, Chad Reed, because I agree with you, Steve. I think he's going to Hart and Huntington. Dude, I was going to ask the same question. Tony, right. give us some insight. Uh, you got to be asking Kenny that, not me. I don't. He doesn't he's, tell me anything. And he's in California. Some tweet that today. He's in California today. Well, I got news for you. I could give you this much input. He's in California because he's on his way to Australia, and oh. he has traveling with his baby, and they're taking a day off so they don't have to go for that crazy flight with his whole family. So they're breaking but, it up but, for a day. But Kenny knows that yeah, much Kenny about his travel plans. About him. Kenny Watson knows way too much about Chad Reed right now. He's either a stalker or he's been in communication. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and he's been and he's been in pictures of riding a Honda and wearing one industry's gear. Well, you know what? That's a good question for you, Trey. Maybe we should have asked Eric. He's riding a Honda. I didn't give him a bike, and I don't think he went out True. and bought a Honda. Yeah, he did. Uh, well, did. you know, I uh, you know I sponsored eBash. I figured I'd sponsor Chad Reed this year. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Huh? You're like, hey, Reedy, I know times are tough. Let me buy you a CRF 450. Dude, I'll hook you up. Just run my sticker. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. This guy's been on hold for a long time. Let's see if he's there. Papa hey. Mex. Papa, Papa hey, Mex. My, what? Huh? My, my phone's on 10%. Just a warning. Okay. Papa <laughs> Mex, show you on the air. Trey Canard's phone is on 10%. Do you have a question for him? Hey. Yeah. See, this is Colleen. Hey, and Co I was just wondering what Trey's mother's reaction was to the uh, results of the race yesterday. Um, she's, um, you know, she's very, uh, what, what's the word? Calm. Um, hard, like, <laughs> ain't, like, you know, like, like, man, you could have won that race. But <laughs> no, no, she was excited. You know, it's, uh, you know, like I said before, it's a team effort and, um, just when you hear everyone, you know, cheering for you and um, just the whole U.S. behind you, and um, when we were all standing on that podium, it's um, it's a pretty unbelievable feeling, and um, I think everyone's just kind of on cloud nine at that point. So um, everyone was excited. I know that uh, you know after that second moto, I was pretty spent, and I think that uh, it's been a long season, and we're all kind of relieved that um, you know we got through it. So hey, Colleen. Sorry, Trey. Colleen, do you no, have no a do you have a, a a kid that races? 
No, no, I don't. I have a kid who's a pre-med major in college. Okay, that's a little bit gnarlier. So, <laughs> he, but he rides. <laughs> he, so, he does ride when he has time. So that means huh? I wonder how you're going to act when he does his first open-heart surgery, if you're going to be on um, No, no, knees. no, no, no. He's going to the sports medicine. He's doing knees. Okay, perfect. Well, how are you going to feel the day he has to cut someone open? I will probably get sick, but, you know, if he was racing and won, I would get really excited. <laughs> There's a little bit difference there. Well, I'm sure you're super proud as your son as Trey's mom is with him. You bet. I am. Right on. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Congratulations. Well, Rogers. thank you. You guys have a great night. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, um, yeah, your mom, she doesn't like being called Care Bear. I found that out. Oh, man. Just <laughs> please call her Care Bear. That's the only thing oh, I have. No, no, no. I want to stay in her good books because hey, you know what, stories. Dude? Trey's mom, like, I've seen her on the races and really never, like, talked to her. Right. But when I was at Wash Ugle, it was too hot for me to be standing out there. So I sat next to her and watched the race in the in the tent, in the media tent. Yeah. And everyone was coming up to her, like, when Trey was racing. And she was so cool, calm, and collective. Like, they're congratulating her, and she's like, the race isn't over yet. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this lady is down. And she was just like, okay. And then, then when you won, everyone was, like, freaking out, and she's just like, happy and but she really didn't show much emotion like most moms would be screaming and yelling and i was like wow cool yeah that's why we, that's why we call her care bear it's kind of um what's the word <laughs> the opposite uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean she she cares and all but she she's uh she grew up on a farm and it's like bad to show emotion for some reason on a farm when you grow up like <laughs> all right Trey, like this is my last question you for don't you, cry. <laughs> this is my last question for you i'm not going to step okay. on your toes no more do you know anything about the fight that went down with Dano and Townley? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know either. Either do I. Was there a hey, fight? I, I hope so, did, and I hope Townley whooped him. <laughs> dude, do you know anything about Justin Bogle rapping? Who's Justin Bogle? Josh Hansen? Uh, were you there, Mathis? Yeah. Yeah, it was Hansen. How awesome was that? Yeah, that was good. Dude, it was unbelievable. I mean, if you're into rap, I don't. I would have preferred a "Streets Have No Name" by you two, but <laughs> um, I would have preferred like Miles Davis, you know. But, yeah. You know, either way. Hey, all right, we'll let you go, Trey. Your your cell phone is dying. I like that excuse. I never heard that one before, and it's the first time hey, I've heard I'll, it. But I will talk to you until it goes dead. <laughs> no, that's all right. We'll uh, we'll we'll let you go. Uh, um, thank you for saving. Um, and, well, last question. How much talk was there between Mitch, Roger, and Kehoe about Team Canada um, and on what possibly they could do to, to, to win? You know, we, we talked on, uh, thir can, can, on Thursday night, and, yeah. um, you know, we, we talked about the threats, and, uh, you know, Canada was number one on the list. And, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, we automatically thought about Mathis and, um, you know, his insight. You know, you've been in America all year, and, yeah. and we knew that you would be, you know, I know everybody giving them giving them info, and um, you know we knew that'd be a big deal. So yeah, uh, they did have the coolest helmets, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, you're going to take 41 next year in honor of yeah. your dad, who's racing, whose number it was. Uh, you're going to take that uh, as your career. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Hopefully, uh, I mean, or not hopefully. It's looking like it's going to happen. So. Right, right. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to run it. Should be really cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. One less guy that's taking 15 because Chisholm's taking 11. Wow. So. Oh, man. I could take 15. You want me to take 15? No, no, no. 41 is... Uh, that would be kind of cool, too, but I think uh, your pops is a little bit more uh, 
yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the Red Dog. Hate to say it, but yeah, sorry, Red for Dog. sure. It's it's been something that I wanted to do for um, you know since I've been professional. So right, right. Class um, act, dude. Class act. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Thanks, guys. Your Thanks. dad, your dad would be very proud of you, my man. I'm sure he is looking down, just freaking so pumped for you, because uh, yeah, I can imagine yeah. like you know what you've done, you know, this year, you know, throughout your life. He must be super pumped for you, but is this when you're gonna? Bring yeah. up, are you gonna bring up 9/11 right now? If I have to, okay. Just because nothing's ever happened like that in Canada, where everyone had to rally together and, and become one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's it, it, yeah, it's a long story, Trey. Thank you for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. I know it was short notice. I I know you you've got a lot of shit going on, and thank you. Appreciate it. Oh no worries. I'm just eating cheeseburgers right now, so oh, perfect, fantastic. Hope yeah. it's a we deserve it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had I had French fries too. They're amazing. You ever had a French fry? Yeah, I've had a few. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're so amazing. There's some. Uh, there's Kenny's got some under his armpit. I love cheeseburgers oh. and french fries. I got a tattoo of one in my armpit. Have you ever seen his tattoo? No, I haven't. He's got a you. cheeseburger and french fries on a plate under his armpit, in his armpit. Dude, you're going to love it. You're going to want to lick it. Oh. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, you will. Believe me. All right. Th <laughs> thanks, Trey. See the test yeah, track. I'll show you. Yeah, see ya. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, Trey Kennard, folks. Uh, that good. was a big hint. See you at the test track. Good guy. Uh, uh, class act, like Kenny said. Um you know, when 9-11 hits and things dude, are going down. you can talk down. shit all you want about 9-11, dude. That was the gnarliest day in American history, bro. That's what I was uh, trying to get at. It, you know, it was gnarly. It I was flew, gnarly. I flew like six days later or whatever, and I was like, it was gnarly. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was. Dude, you could talk I went to the World want. Trade Center uh, memorial thing. I went to where they stood. What do you think of the mosque they're trying to build? The mosque, whatever You know what? Thing is. I don't care. I, see, you don't care. No, no, no. I mean, whatever. Like, I see both sides. Berlut, what do you think? Uh, that's for another another topic, another discussion. Say Bruce over. Oh, Bruce definitely on the side of don't build that thing. No, I mean I think it's a terrible. I I, don't, I can't believe it's even debatable. It's how could you build? How could you build a build a Muslim church at the well, at the feet? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know, 15 years ago when this guy planned this whole deal out, that he said I'm going to blow the World Trade Center up and then I'm going to build a church. A Muslim church. So I'm going to have a church at the bottom of that thing. Not too many people. No politics. I understand, but you know what? I think it's bullshit. Right. Go build one somewhere else. Not in America. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, let's uh, let's get our next guest on the line here. Let's try to get our next. Who's guest our on next line. guest? Uh, I'm springing this on us cold here. Uh, let's try to get cold grass. No, not cold grass. But what is cold grass doing now? Garage, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know Cole. Cole's well. a good dude. I like Cole. Mark Pellegrino. <laughs> Jimmy Button. No, no. Hello. Jim Andrew Short. Hello. You're live on the air on the Papa Mac show. Oh, <laughs> nice, dude. I'm about to fall asleep hanging out. We're talking to the Tomax. Okay, well, just real quickly. No, I, I, I know I, I'm sprung this on you. Just, but real quickly. Can you talk about holding Jackie's hand? Yeah, we're leaving way too early, according to Tom Rolly. Your phone's breaking up. Like party he said we were party poopers. We held hands, leaving motocross stations. We were that happy. Dude, I was more pumped on that than the trophy, bud. 
Goodbye, Andrew. Good night. Shorty, your phone's breaking out. We can't He's even over hear it. He's yeah. over it. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, we, held, we held hands, leaving across the nations just for you. Dude, I was so pumped when Steve told me that. Yeah, he really was. I was watched. almost as pumped as, like, you guys winning. Almost, but I was pumped for you guys to win. But, dude, you I holding your hand, that meant a lot to me, man. That really meant a lot to me. Because <laughs> Kenny said earlier that he feels he had a lot to do with that. So. Yeah, it, it was a great moment. It popped off my best day ever on a dirt bike <laughs> that's awesome dude that's awesome and that, that was probably jackie's best day too for her at the track <laughs> that she yeah. could leave instead of, I don't know, instead, of instead of with her gear bag with your gear bag in her hand she had your hand in her hand because <laughs> <laughs> i've seen her dragging that gear bag out many many times uh, uh, yeah all right man well we just wanted to quickly uh get your take on that thank you <laughs> all right all Thanks. right see you bye. see you Hey, do you like do you like Ben Townley? Oh, <laughs> oh he's off the air. Oh, no, he's off the air. He's gone. Uh, hey, let's take our first commercial break of the of the of the night, um, and uh, we'll recharge our batteries here. Come up and finish up on the Pulp MX show. Thank you for listening. See you in about three minutes. are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance Eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Hey, Kenny, right now I want to talk about one of the sponsors, uh, the new sponsors of the Pulp MX show, a guy who's come on board recently. That would be the Racer's Edge, uh, otherwise on the web as TREMX.com, a uh, Simi Valley mail-order powerhouse. And uh, you actually go back with these guys. Yeah, we go back a long ways. These are the original Racer's Edge. I mean, I go over the all over the country, and I've seen the Racer's Edge on you know people's box trucks and other stores. But this is the one and only Racer's Edge. Um, throughout the years, they've helped out riders like Kyle Lewis, Brian Deegan, Brian Swing, Billy Payne, Paul Curry. 
Tyler Evans, Casey Johnson, Scott Sheik, Phil Lawrence, Mike and Jeff Alessi, Kerry Hart, Ronnie Feist, Sink Mars, wow. Timmy Wiegan, and the list goes on. And the cool thing is, all it takes is a phone call or email, order something, and you're on their team. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. You had a small Simi Valley powerhouse shop that uh, stepped up and helped us out. And uh, you can check them out at TREMX.com. Remember, anything over 100 bucks is free shipping. So uh, keep that in mind as well. It's your one-stop moto shop for everything that you need. And if you pulp, if you type in Pulp MX Show, all caps, you will get an extra discount on your order, Kenny. Wow, that's huge. That's huge. Well, hit them up. These guys will take care of you. And when they say it's going to be there, it's there. No BS. There you go. Right from Kenny Watson. Support them. TREMX.com. Welcome back to the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. Thank you to Trey Kennard for coming on. Thank you for uh, Eric Kehoe. Thank you, Andrew Short, for answering the question. Dude, we had Team America on here tonight. That was awesome. Except for uh, except for um, Ryan Dungey. I had a nice conversation. I keep coming back to like the after-party stuff. Uh, but I had a nice conversation with uh, Michelle Dungey, Ryan's mom. And just as I was getting to the... See, I kind of effed myself, Kenny, because... I think on this show a while back I said something like I don't even want to talk to Dungy. He's not that interesting. I believe I said that. I I, I think you Okay, did so too. anyways, guess what? She said something. People listen to this shit. So I asked Gardia, Hey, I wanna get can we get Ryan Dungy on this show a couple weeks ago? Gardia's like thought you didn't want to talk to him. Thought he was boring. Touche, Gardia. You know, I did say that, so I owned up to it. And uh I, I started to talk to Michelle about it the mom but then uh uh yeah kind of she went side i don't know something happened where we got we, we couldn't finish the conversation i might email her though but uh straight up i got busted on that for saying it. but i do feel like ryan perlute you've been around him good guy awesome guy but could be a little more flamboyant yeah i mean some people think that he's like a puppet not really puppet but just but He's a good guy. I think if you got him on your show, you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. I've interviewed absolutely. him before. Kenny, do you know him at all? I know. Yeah. I did um, an interview. Remember they told me I couldn't get oh, an interview with him? Yeah, and, yeah. And I, I, I did a really good interview with him. I thought he was uh, – I, I think he opens up pretty good if he's comfortable with you. You know what I mean? Right, hey, did right. you see him after the – at the? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he getting crazy? Uh, uh, yeah. Tedesco and uh, those guys last year, they were out of control. <laughs> Everybody was, except for well, Short and Canard were gone. Um, but uh, last but, yeah. year, last year, no, 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 I mean this year, yeah. But everybody, yeah, Dungey was definitely celebrating, which is cool. Right on, good for him. He earned it, you know. Um, seemed like everybody was in that Red Bull thing. Uh, it was going off. Well, Trey couldn't get in there. Could he get in there and party? He's not old enough. 
How old's Dungey? Is Dungey old enough to drink, too? Yeah, he's an old Dungey. Probably 20. 20, 21, huh? Yeah, I'm right around sure. there. Yeah, right around there. I'm sure they would have let him in, huh? Yeah, dude, he's Captain America. There you go. But anyway, so don't look for Dwight and Dungey on our show, I don't think. Anyways. Yeah. Guardy and I will hammer it out, or Michelle and I will we'll hammer it out. We'll get him on there. I, I just wish he'd. I don't know. I, I told Michelle I feel like he maybe Dungey doesn't get the credit he deserves because, you know, Villapoto got hurt, Stewart got hurt, Reed got hurt, and we're not going to know how good Ryan Dungey is until next year. I got a question you know? for you. Do you remember, uh, I think it was on uh, oh, Racer X last week, they did something with uh, Caroli, and he was yeah. talking about uh, that he doesn't think Dungey's the best rider. Well, he says he, he says he was misquoted on it, and the journalist who did the interview says he wasn't, and it was sort of going back and forth. Caroli said that he thought the he thought the 250F riders in Europe were faster than the two of the F riders in America, and like I don't know how he would possibly think that. You know what I mean? Like on on the whole, how he would say that because no rider is going to box him in a box himself in a corner like that. But wow, if he uh, if know. he would if he got beat by Dungey like he did, just think if he got beat by our best rider. Right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Whoever, I don't know, whoever it is, whoever yeah. he thinks it Wh- is. Whoever, whoever. You know what, funny, Kenny, uh, talking to a guy about the show, a fan at the races, and I'm standing next to Dave Dye, who works for Hinson. Mm-hmm. Um, remember you told the story of Dave Dye working for you at Motor Triple X, uh, seizure, medications, fell asleep, the van. Yep. Talking to the guy about the show, tell him, he's telling me how awesome the show is, and he's like, the kid who's like 14 or 15 says, my favorite Watson story is the one with that guy that had a seizure and had to take all that medicine, and then he wrecked the box fan. And I'm like, yeah, it's this guy right here. And then, like, they're like, oh, my God, it's you. And, and then Dave Dye was like, oh, yeah, I got a lot of things to say about Kenny Watson. And, uh, you know, don't worry, I'm going to come on the show, and I have a lot to say about Kenny Watson. But, anyways, it was really funny that, on, that Dave Dye was right there. And I don't think Dave Dye wants to open up that box of worms. <laughs> I really don't because uh, I think I got a lot more to say than Dave Dive could say about me. I could go back into some really good things. No, I don't think Dave Dive was mad at you. He just oh, how could he be mad at know? me? It was the truth, and I know what he's talking about. When I crashed the van at Southwick, first of all, it was Scott Sheik's van, and second of all, I just went. I was driving and I got off the freeway and I was going a little bit too fast and it was raining and I hit the brakes and I slid into the guardrail a little bit, but I wasn't on pills and fell asleep, and said I was okay to drive, like Dave Dive. But hey, it's all good. I got nothing but love, nothing but love for Dave Die. Yeah, I think you're being a little harsh. I don't. I don't. Dave no. Die's not. Wasn't. You know. I'm not. I'm not being harsh on Dave. Like I said, I got nothing but love for Dave Die. Hey, you and Dave used to run together at Yamaha, right? Yeah, he worked at Yamaha. Yeah. yeah, I know, but you guys were buddies, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard Chaz looking for a new guy, he, and uh, for next year, maybe it could be Dave Die. A new mechanic? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not gonna get the Cowie guys over, so he's gonna need a mechanic. Yeah, he needs a guy. Well, well, you got two guys at your shop, so you're good. Hard Huntington has two mechanics ready to go for him. True. <laughs> hey, what about Scott Sheik going to Englishtown this weekend to win? Heard he's on it. He's been racing every weekend since we had him on the show. Oh, yeah? And he's been killing it. He's been winning. Did you the see he did 25. an interview with Racer X a little while ago? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we kind of kick-started him up again. Maybe. Maybe. Uh... Hey, call in right now, anybody. Listen, 702-586-7857. Give us us a call and talk about Silly Season. Maybe Watson can uh, finally crack and tell us what's going on with Chad Reed. Maybe uh, maybe, you you want to find out more more about Motocross Nations, me and Hanny's big meeting, which apparently didn't solve anything. Uh, 
uh, or maybe you can ask Preludia about working for uh, various Suzuki riders um, during his years. Um, favorite rider, though, Berlute, was uh, Renard, huh? Your favorite guy. Yeah, he, he was like a brother. Right. Yeah. yeah, you were tight with Renard. Yeah, he's a good guy. I, you know, the, I had a lot of good ones, but yeah, yep. I was probably tight with him. Yeah, the uh, funny thing is, is I uh, was doing a classic commentary for uh, on my site, Pulpamex, and there was a... Uh, can you stop twittering and, and and talk, please? I know. I'm sorry. Um, he straight out was all over Jeremy for like six, six, seven laps, 99, all over at, at Minneapolis. Just just one of those things you forget about, and then you watch it, and you're like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or how about the Unadilla thing when he chased yeah, Ricky down? Right. That, right. to me, was unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, our line's lit up. People want to talk to us. Pulp and Show, you're on the air. Who's this? What's going on, Nash? Got some silly season. Yep. What's up, Nash? I'm I'm dying to know what you guys know about Weimer. Un, I think he's an undervalued property. Berlut, care to weigh in? What do you think, Berlut? No, I think he's a great rider. I think he's got uh, I think he's got the goods. Definite dark horse. Can he? Definite dark horse. And I think that he's got a, 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 a he's been painted black for unnecessary reasons. Well, so. Nash, don't don't buy it. I talked to his agent about some stuff. And according yeah. to his agent, he's talking to them all, and he's in the picture, and he's in, he's in their books for every one of them. They're talking to every one of them. His price is really high, so I wish him the best of luck. And uh, he he's represented by you know um, by a, a pretty good you know organization, so he'll land somewhere. I think everyone's just waiting for the dust to settle. But you could you could bet Jake Weimer will be somewhere. I know okay, everything. Very cool. Uh, last thing is, Berlue, chance of you doing a classic commentary? I think you'd be phenomenal at it. Oh, yeah. I need to get him to do that. Classic commentary. Dude, it would be money. He doesn't money. know what it is. It's where we watch an old race. Kenny did one with me. And we just talk about what we see on the screen. I'd love to do it. Yeah. Berlue will do it. And, How about do a Damon do? Huffman one? Yeah, some Damon Huffman race. Yeah, where be you awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Watson, one last thing. Give us a, a, a second to best Dave Lye story, please. Ooh. Dude, I dude, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. I like Lane Nash. I'll have to think about that one. You know, Weimer, Weimer's pissed right now, by the way, at uh, myself and Ping for a podcast. I, yeah, that was a little edgy. I mean, he is not talk about the guy. Yeah, he is not happy. Talk. Why would you do? I didn't do anything besides maybe just allow it to be aired, but Ping kind of. Said Weimer's problem was his chick and stuff. And oh God! Why would he say Come that? On. I don't know. This is what Ping knows. I don't know. Ping, I, don't, I, Ping I, don't know shit, dude. Ping don't know shit. Ping does not know I think, shit. <laughs> I think there's a, a value of, of Weimer, and obviously I'm a fan of Jake Weimer. That's a no-brainer. But what I always find interesting, and anybody else, it, it, I would like to hear your guys' thoughts. Is you put a microphone in front of the guy, he's intelligent. He's got something articulate to say. He he's got a personality. He's like a he's like a Nick Way, but in his own right. Right. He is. He, he's a, he's a really good guy. Yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, Paul Lindsay says that uh, Jake Weimer is going to be the surprise of the 450 class, and he knows. And maybe he'll ride for Paul Lindsay. <laughs> Doing it right. He's on a team that's going to do it yep. right. Right on that. Thanks, Thanks Paul, bro. Yeah. All right, see you, dude. Paul Bobek show. You're on the air. Who's this? Aspen. What's up? Hey, man. Hey, Watson, man. I, I feel for you. Nobody's talking to you. So, uh, when's your rehab uh, episode on? Uh, I think it's on in like a couple more weeks. I think That's it's nice. like second to last one. 
That's good. I thought hey, about uh, you this weekend. The so H&H has docked as a primary sponsor. Who's your um, Who's your drink sponsor? Well, we don't have one. Monster. Monsters are mm. drink so, sponsor, so, Hasman. Don't let them. Don't let them no, tell you differently. No, we do not have one as of uh, today, Hasman. Okay, so if if Reed is associated with Monster, and, let's get something straight and, right now. Reed has and, nothing to do with Monster. And uh, and Red Bull is leaving Honda for probably KTM. You know. Okay. Is that what you guys think? Yes. So, yes. So if Reed's not affiliated with a uh, with an energy drink company, mm-hmm. so are you get his bikes ready? Uh, I. That's not my call, and I would say probably not. Mm. Talk to me tomorrow, okay. but today it's no. All right. Okay. Thanks, Hasman. Fair, fair enough. Hey, Mathis. Yep. Mathis, the, the tweets were classic. Did you uh, you talk to JoJo about that star tattoo in his ear? No, I never did. I don't really know JoJo. I don't know. Uh, like, okay. I, I don't like. I don't know him. Did I know who he Keller? is. Yeah, he was there this weekend. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But I don't. I don't yeah. know him well enough to talk to him. T- Tim yeah. Ferry's so old. He's racing against JoJo Keller, though. That's how old Timmy is. So you don't got to be too old. He raced south like well, like ten years ago. Yeah, he did come yeah, back, right. didn't he? For like in '95 or something, dude, he right? Was hauling, or something. He was hauling the mail for a few laps. That big dude was out there. Wow. Thanks, Hasbin. Yeah, yeah, he's the fastest guy to ever show butt crack. But uh, yeah, when you used to have to bet on highlight during the week, to hey, are you going? Uh, are you going? Guess where you get to the winner round? So hey, has been. Are you going to? Uh, are you going to the uh, the, K- the Kawasaki race this weekend? Uh, no, I'm in New York. I go. I'm in a tennis tournament this weekend. All right. But uh, hey, do you have anything to do with, with Scotty getting the bike? No, he did it all on his own. And I heard he got picked up by Team Green too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I read that, but I heard, uh, yeah, I heard he's riding up at the farm at Harriman and uh, yeah, yeah. going really fast. Yeah, he's like, racing. It up like nothing. Yeah. Yeah, he's racing this weekend at uh, Englishtown, Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a couple more weeks of this tennis uh, tennis league, and I got to get up there and go live with him. Right on, dude. All All right, right, thanks, thanks, okay, thanks. All right, thanks, Hasbin. Pulp and Mech Show, you're on the air. Who's this? What's up? Whoa, JT Money, calling oh, yeah. in. Big race this How weekend. Did... Big race for JT. Did he pull yeah, it big in? for me. Big for me, for sure. Montreal Supercross. This oh, weekend. coming up? Coming oh, up. Yeah, aren't you the defending champion? Yeah, yeah, that'd be me. Right on. Uh, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm um, good, good. Just uh, did some riding over today, trying to get ready. Been uh, the last few weeks, kind of been laying it down, trying to get ready. And you uh, doing good, man. The bike's, bike's really good this year. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't race in 2010 and Supercross this year because they weren't really out yet. And... Uh, so this is kind of the first time I've ridden one in Supercross, and man, I think things pretty good. I can see why Dungey is so good on the thing. Yeah, yeah, you missed a uh, you missed a good race this weekend, but fun time. Wish you would have been there. Yeah, I know. I just uh, to do it, I was gonna kind of have to sacrifice some some like much needed time I needed to get ready. So kind of a bummer, but JT JT's world revolves around Montreal and the German series, and he peaks he peaks in, in January and is all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was having this conversation in like right. March, and you're just like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm worked right now." Yeah, I feel like I've already gone through a whole season, and it's kind of in the middle, so it's kind of a bummer. I'm gonna try to try to change it up a little bit this year, and and be better in the main events, and try to have some gas in the tank. But yeah, I mean, obviously, you, 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 when you came back when you came back from Germany in January, I thought you were riding the best I'd seen you in a long time. Um, and then, yeah, come February, March, you were not as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I feel like like you said, I peaked and in late December and January, um, you know, it's kind of like three or four months into like my training program. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to back it down a little bit this year and try to save myself some and, and not, you know, what, once December comes around, maybe back it down a little bit, but 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's still really important to do well over there, but I gotta have uh, I gotta have some better main event results than I did this year. JT, what uh, um, when when does that series start for you over there, and when does it end? Germany, it starts uh, in November, like mid November, and then it ends Anaheim one. So you do you miss the first Anaheim still? Yeah, as long, obviously, as long as I'm in the points, um, then I, I'll do that. If if I if I'm not contending for the championship, then I'll have to make a decision. I may just. You know, show up in Anaheim instead. Do you guys know who uh, who's all on your team yet for next year, or just no? I don't. Far? I don't know yet. I have no idea. I know I'm on it, uh, and that's about <laughs> it. I know they're they're talking to a lot of guys right now, but breaking, I think it'll may, maybe just be one more guy. Breaking silly season news: JT's re-signed with Butler Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stay on the line. Let's take some calls, JT. All right. Paul Bumekshow, you're on the air with uh, Jason Thomas, Tony Berluti, Kenny Watson, and Mathis. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Who is this? Matt Cox. This is this is Rugs from Normal, what's Illinois. Up? No, Illinois. Thank you for listening, man. I appreciate it. What uh, what's going on tonight? Uh, not much. Just wanted to uh, give a shout out to Berlute, uh at Redbud08. My buddy and I were just standing there watching him take Burns' bike apart, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not the guy to ask for parts or anything. And he just came up and gave us each one of the shrouds, and that was just cool. Ah, oh, Berlute. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. No Did problem. you have a pretty girl with you? I'm sorry. Did you have a hot? Did you have a pretty girl along your slide? Nah, it's just my buddy with a pink broken arm cast. Uh, no, yeah, Belushi's uh, usual move is to try to get the lady with the used with the used plastic. That's generally yeah. what he does. He does. He's, he's well known yeah, in the pits for that. No, Belushi's yeah. one of those guys that he's always, you know, he's always that guy to help, you know. Make people, you know, feel welcome, and, and that's cool. That's why oh, we thanks, like that. Oh, thanks, Kenny. Berlut, when you, as, a, as, a, as an old mechanic myself, Kenny, you too, I would often give the plastic, you know, you give the plastic away at the end of the race. I would often give it to the people that were not yelling and screaming. Don't and f- ask. Right, that are just being cool. Yeah. And the same thing would you do. The, uh, yeah, these, for sure. So this dude and his pink cast and, and all that, they were. Yeah, that's the worst when someone, when you have a kid going, hey, give me those goggles. Dude, yeah. give me. What do you mean? JT, what's the worst thing? Can you remember recently for a fan yelling and demanding stuff? What's What's been the worst? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it just kind of bums me out when they're just screaming, like, you know, demanding stuff. Usually, I'll just make them tell me who I am. And if they at least know who I am, then I usually give them something. No, I, just, <laughs> I do that, too. Like, I know when I was a kid and did it, like, I was so polite and respectful, and I was just in awe of the guy I was asking. And it just seems like now they're just, they want anything and they don't care. You know, they're just like, ah, give me anything. I just like chaos, you know, and I, I'm not really down with that, you know. Hey, JT, yeah. who out of, of every, when you were a kid, do you have one um, memory that when you went and asked for something, they totally shot you down, and from that day on, you're all F that guy? Yeah, just then. 100%. <laughs> like, looked right through me, dude. I, I, I mean, I'm a pretty short guy already, but he made me feel so little. Oh, yeah, is, what, I mean, it was pretty. I mean, obviously, anybody that knows me when I'm not doing well on the track, I'm not the nicest person. I take it pretty hard, so I, I can understand now. But at the time, I was just like, he just like ruined me, and, and he didn't even say anything to me. It was just like how he looked at me when I asked for it. You know, it's just like <laughs> I'm like five years old, and the guy just you know pretty much buries me. Um, at, you know, how about ride your bicycle 15 miles to an autograph signing? And get shit on like, yeah, like yeah. Ricky Johnson did to me. Yeah, our, our Kenny had an RJ Bad Boy tattoo, and he shows RJ. He drives rides his bicycle 15 miles to an autograph signing. Says, "Hey, RJ, check it out. I got Bad Boy tattoo on my arm." And RJ's like, "Yeah, cool." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty gnarly. Where was that? Like Simi Valley or something? Woodland Hills, Colby Honda. Yeah, and now right. Kenny's showing t- 
Chan Kenny's showing Berluti right now the spot where it was, but he's all blacked it out. But he's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gnarly though. Like Stan's one hundred percent, you know, different guy now. It's did you just so did funny. you ever talk? Did you ever talk to him about it and say, hey, did you remember? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, obviously he doesn't remember me, but I think he knows how his mentality was at the time, and I'm sure he knew he could be a real asshole if things weren't going right. So, Dude, you know, who, you know who I used to see be a total prick to the people all the time? It was Bradshaw. Oh, he yeah, was on he, a bad one. Too, but, dude, sometimes sure. he was there. He was the last one to leave the pits. If he had a good race, he was cool. But if he was pissed, like I remember the L.A. Coliseum, his last Supercross. Dude, that dude was Audi. We were parked right next to him. I was with Kyle. Dude, he was out of there, dude, so quick. Dude, Blunus was just throwing the ball. Well, bike. yeah, of course. I mean, that was the day he lost the title. I don't blame him for that. No, I'm, I mean, I, no, I'm not saying I'm not, I, I understand right. that, but I'm, that's like my last memory of him racing is him just out of there. The number 11 pink bike was just literally – in the BV. Uh, Jason Fernandez. That was number four. Sorry. J Jason Fernandez, yeah. some great riding with Damon Bradshaw on the Manchester Honda team stories. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go real well. Uh, Fernandez had to ride the lights back, or 125 back then, but yeah. I don't think his results were so good. And then, what did he say? Just pin it? <laughs> yeah, he asked him for a. I, don't, I can't even remember. Asked him for, do you remember any stories? What, what did Fernet say? Didn't he ask him how to get better, what to do out there, and Bradshaw just said, hold it wide open or something? Yeah, 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 yeah something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hold it wide open. Thanks a lot, bud. Deep deep thoughts with Damon Bradshaw. <laughs> uh, hey, caller, uh, do you have any other questions, or can we move on? Yeah, uh, yeah. a question for maybe Watson or all you guys uh, being in Vegas. My uh, sister's on her way out there for her first trip to Vegas. Um she doesn't have anything going on Wednesday night. Wondering if you guys know of anything. Uh, I'll, I'll be uh, where to send her. I'll be in the Thunder from Down Under show <laughs> a Wednesday yeah. night. That's the night I danced. So look, she can come out and check that out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Wednesday night, Kenny Party Planner, Kenny Watson. What goes on Wednesday night here in Vegas? Uh, it matters what she. I mean, she want to go to a club. She just want to go see a good she? band. You know what's 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 her what's she into? She's into you know going to a bar. She's going into a nightclub. This matters. There's she always probably, something. She probably wants to go dance. All right, then she should probably go to uh, surrender. It's to tell her go to surrender, and surrender's in, inside of uh, Encore. All right, and guaranteed she will have a good time there. Cool. Right on. Thanks, guys. Thank All you, right, man. Show. Keep it up. Berlute, we don't know what goes on Wednesday nights in Vegas. <laughs> no idea. No idea. No idea. <laughs> Papa Mech Show, you're on the air with Jason Thomas and Tony Berluti. Who's this? This is Ryan from New York. Ryan, what's happening, man? Thank you for calling. You got a question? Hey, a couple questions. I just want to know where uh, Paul Carpenter's at these days. Retired in New York. I spoke to him maybe before the Supercross season started. Digging wells. Uh, No. Yeah. No, he's digging wells. He's working with he's construction. He's, he's doing stuff for the city. Like he was uh, cutting grass and, you know, stuff like for the city works operations. And it was hilarious because the dude really let it go. He was over it. I said, any desire to come back? Nope. You follow the races? Nope. You've been riding? Nope. Like, wow. Paul, he, really? Paul Carpenter really let it go, you know? And, uh, I mean, he came off. He came off two good seasons, really. I mean, yeah. yeah. Not so good in the Nationals there after he got the Privateer Award. But Hey, when he, he racked himself up at San Diego, JT, correct me if I'm wrong, he was riding good until he racked himself up. Uh, yeah, he was. I mean... I'm, it's tough whenever... Uh, JT's talking shit on him now, but... <laughs> nah, I mean... Whatever. I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna he, made, he must have made a, a ton of money. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know about that. For, who, Carpenter? No way. He didn't make no money. 
Really? I doubt it. I don't know. I th- I, he was making pretty decent money. You think? Yeah. Yeah, he he was. I mean, like his motorsport deal wasn't bad. I I know he was making pretty decent money over there. What about Kawasaki um, and Pro Circuit for Mitch and all that? I mean, yeah, I, I don't think he was making a ton when he was on that deal. But I know, like, when he won the Canadian title, he made pretty good money. I mean, I'm sure he's got the sure. money put away. He's not rich, but. JT, question for you in the chat room. Can you get somebody a signed Pecone jersey? I asked for one. He shut me down. <laughs> so I knocked him off hey, his another, bike. Another quick thing. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people noticed, but Canary had some had a great season between Canada and coming back at a few nationals there. He did. He did. I had a lot of people asking me who that number 68 guy was in the last three races because he was right around top 10. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, what happened uh, at Powell? I mean, he was right. He was right uh, Honda, wasn't he? What, he was, what was that all about? Yeah, his muffler fell off. One moto, um, maybe the second moto, he crashed. I don't know. He he'd only had a day on that bike. You know, it was kind of a magazine Why, what, story. Uh, oh, I, know, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it, Suzuki or whatever. No, 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 it wasn't his regular bike. It was for a magazine story on Dirt Rider, I think. Um, so that race was kind of a wash, but Canari's uh, a good dude. Yeah. Probably should have yeah, won. He's the, a real good dude. Probably should have won. Come the, the, he'll come to the district races in New York and just absolutely mop up, and it's like. A superstar there. He you won't know? mop up anymore. Is that Scotty Sheik's riding? What's Scotty Sheik going to say to Bobby Canary when he shows up there, Kenny? Good ride, Bob! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They, they throw it down. Um, it, it's pretty cool. Canary probably should have won the Canadian title this year. His main competitor guy crashed out. Another guy had two mechanicals. And then Canary's luck went south. And he had like six six mechanicals and eight motos or something. Hey, there's a wow. sweet picture of Bob in the new Racer X. Oh, yeah? Canadian race, dude. He is hucking back on the bike. It's six shot. He's like all the way back. Racer X running a picture of Canary from Canada. You know? Do you know wow. what he's doing next year? Is he coming back to the US? Or? Uh, I don't know what he's doing. I would be surprised if he rides for the Butlers again and maybe goes to Canada again. Uh, probably riding Hard Harnington Kawasaki with Chad Reed and Purcell. Hey, um, another quick question. I know I'm, I'm getting you know too many here, but what's up, Hasman? What, uh, what is about the whole the whole motocross the nation's team for Canada? What happened? Is there a story behind that, or I mean? No, it's just their mo. They suck. They just have no program. Canadians. No, how come? The, how come weak. the good team didn't go? Like, I'm I mean, how come you didn't send out the class? You know what I mean, and stuff like that. Like, I don't. What happened? Dude, it's a long story. Paco long wants st- to get ready for Montreal. Yeah, it's. Come it's, on, can you sum it up just a little bit? Politics, politics and money, man. Politics and money. Dude, those dudes are fast in Canada, dude. Those dudes. Let me tell you they what. Could, they could bring a solid team. Let me tell you. With, I'm not exaggerating. JT will back me up on this. Fasciati, Clatt, and Wilson would have been top five. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. If they, I mean, it's just tough to predict how they're going to ride. If if the race is at Gopher Dunes or something, yeah, they're on the, they're probably on the podium. But what happens if it was at Walden? It's, it's really hard to predict how they're going to ride when they come down here because they they don't always ride the same. That's for the picture from Bob's end. Oh, is it? Walton. Yeah. Oh, that's Walden, cool. Whatever. Walton. Yeah, All right. right. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks for the call. All right, thanks. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air with uh, Jason Thomas and Tony Berluti. What's going on? Hey, it's Hasbro. I got a question for Watson. Everybody's ignoring him. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Kenny, I'm going to see Slash tonight at the China Club. Who do you know in the crew that I could drop your name? Get a free, get a free drink. No one. Dude, you know everybody. I don't you're know. Fucking... I, I, only were, I knew Slash's wife, but they got divorced. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll send I'll send uh, Mathis a video, uh, uh, tweet or something. All right, Thanks. Later. Thanks, Hasbin. Always a good time when Hasbin calls. Always, JT. JT, what, what? Uh, you're going to Timmy's retirement thing, obviously on Sunday. 
Yeah, I fly in at like I think I land in Orlando at like two or something, right. and then I I'll be over there. I hope you win Montreal because you're gonna be in a shitty mood if you don't at this party. Yeah, I mean if I don't win, it's on me. I mean I'm gonna be ready. I can promise you that my bike is good. I'm actually more pumped on my bike going into this race than I ever have been, and I know I'm ready. So I'll be the most I'll be the most ready guy there. Who who's racing? I can really do. Who's so. racing it? Do we know yet? I don't know. Like I, Nick's Nick's on the fence. He's claiming he's out right now, but could change. Um, I don't know. I I I heard all these names, and then they're all out now. So yeah, me too. I don't know. Honest. Yeah, honestly, my mentality is just I'm going to try to get the start and, you know, I'll worry about who was racing, you know, when I look at the results sheet. That's kind of all, right. all I can really do at this point. I'm not going to worry about it. Berluti, you ever been to Montreal? No, never. No? JT, what what makes the 10 model so much better than your 9? Or the 11, uh, yeah, 10 model? Um, The throttle response is the biggest difference. I guess the, the throttle body or something's different on it, but just the motor... The motor overall is is a lot better. The chassis is <laughs> quite a, a bit different. better, actually. Chassis is a little different. Could you tell that? Yeah, the rear the rear feels a little bit different. I didn't like it so much outdoors. Uh, it kind of felt rigid, but in Supercross, it, it helps. I think it it turns a little bit better, um, and I think it's a little bit. I don't want to say stiffer, but just the rigidity of it is kind of kind of good, uh, and, and that's what I didn't like outdoors. But just I, I can tell like stock versus stock, it's quite a bit better. Hey, uh, uh, what's Chad Reed doing, JT? Uh, right now, he's uh, probably hanging out maybe at dinner in California. Okay, yeah. What, what, how's he looking on the Honda? Uh, he's riding the Honda? Stop it. We all know. he's next In seven days, he's going to be on a Honda in Australia. So you can – I think we can safely say that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> You're ridiculous, dude. What? Hey, JT. I don't know. He, he hasn't signed anything with anybody that I know of. I, no, I think he's I'm a saying, free agent in every aspect you, of the word right now. Yes, you've been riding with him. So how does he look on that Honda? You know? You, Burner, and Reed riding today, right? Uh, no, he was he flew to Cali yesterday, and Burner didn't ride today. Oh, okay. So I was just I was uh, actually rode with Bill Poto today. Hey, okay, so hey. how does Reed look on the Honda, like on the out on the track? He's been riding a bike, but he, oh he's my got God. it all spray-painted, and I don't know what gonna, kind it is. I'm going to hang up on you. Hey, JT, <laughs> I think Chris Bloss is going to Montreal. What do you, th- you think he'll do okay? Chris Bloss? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got yeah, yeah. Bloss yeah, for sure. He's obviously a great rider. You know? I, I have no doubt that he'll be good. Um, all right, let's take this call. Maybe it's Chad Reed. Popa Mech Show, you're on the air with JT and Tony Berluti. Who's this? Hi, Steve. It's Gio. How are you? Hey, Gio. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm calling for a question for you and Tony Belluti. Okay. Nothing for uh, Kenny. Nothing for Kenny, what, right? What, Nothing for Kenny. Well, you know, if Kenny knows, he knows everything. So, um, what's <laughs> Burner doing next year? Burner. Oh yeah, Gio. I forgot. Gio loves Burner, and he loves Travis Preston, but. Travis more, yeah, more Preston than Burner, but what? Burner is, is, is fine too. Yeah, I don't totally know what he's going to do. He's he still wants to ride. I know that. So uh, I'm scared he's for Burner. Put something together for himself. He's you know hopefully. He lands on his feet and gets something going. He's a good dude. He's Burner. a good guy. Right. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. He's got good feel, good tester. He's, you know, he's serious about what he does. Uh, well, good him. And one more question. Uh, Steve, you and, and Tony again, did you notice uh, how the KTM 350s of Goncalves and Nikos were doing in uh, Colorado? You think they were doing way less than uh, Peroy's bike, or they were... Um, 
Nichols bike sounded different. I, I don't remember seeing Conclavis uh, and seeing how his sounded, but I know Nichols sounded like Mike Alessi's bike to me. Oh, okay. I mean, I just, I mean, I don't know. This whole thing is mind-boggling. I don't know what to okay. think because Leighton was like so insistent and telling me to come to the shop and bring a video camera and a crew and I could put it on any website I want in the world and you know. <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, you say you know, I think Gongalves and Nichols actually Gongalves did uh, pretty much as he does in the uh, GPs and and I think Carol is much better than much faster than him as a yeah. rider. So yeah, you know, uh, Gio, why didn't, know. why didn't you go to Motocross the Nations? Say again? Why didn't you go this weekend? Well, you know, I, I, I don't get paid to travel this far, so yeah, I'm not a big-time journalist like you, so... Yeah, but, dude, you live in California, right? Yeah, I do, in Pasadena. Yeah, it's like a 200-hour flight, and you're like a major GP fan. I can't believe you didn't go. Uh, actually, I don't care for the, G- the MX uh, motorization because I think it's not a very realistic race in terms of uh, a credible race in terms of results of showing who, who's strong who's not. I think we should do more like about GP guys versus AMA guys, not these uh, right. you know, Philippines and Brazil and. Oh, bro, bro and you're bagging, like, bagging on Brazil. That was Berluti's team. You well, bag- you know, but you know, <laughs> but, but, but for Balbi, who's stronger? I'll tell you what. One thing about the Morocco Nations that nobody talks about: there are some horrifically bad riders out there. Uh, one <laughs> guy was 37 seconds a lap off of Dungey. Like. <laughs> JT, JT, you, 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 Steve, you were better than them. I'm not better than them, but I'm telling you, there's some horrifically bad riders. But it sounds like Jessica Patterson could have been better than them. Probably. Tara Geiger. I mean, Steve, when you were a pro in Canada, were you? you, Do you think you were faster than them than they are now? (laughs) I don't know. I like to think I was better than those guys. They could. One guy could barely get over the finish line tabletop. What country? I think it was Iceland. He was six four, six six, big dude. JT's probably oh. raced against him at some weirdo race in the world. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah. tweeted that the, the guy from Ukraine was the biggest guy. Yeah, he was a big guy, on the Ukrainian. Oh, maybe it was Ukraine then. I don't know. All right, thanks, okay, Gio. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, there's some really bad riders there. 105 was really slow, too. Who's that? I don't know, but that's in the chat room just said. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, stop reading the chat room. They're going to make fun of you. I don't care. That's all I've done this whole show. That's why I might retire from the show. Everyone thinks I suck. It's all right. It's JT, time to, re- thanks, it's time thanks. to retire. I'm going to have a really good team next year, so I'm not going to have time to come to the studio and do this on Mondays. I'm going to be uh, doing a lot of paperwork yeah. because uh, that's what I'm told. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm told JT. I need to hold it together too, JT, because uh, there's going to be a lot of people trying to get my job. Yeah, yeah, they're in line, buddy. Yeah. Did you? Did uh, let's talk about Dave Osterman. You called him out on the air. Two weeks ago for trying to take your job. Osterman called me for your number because he heard about it through somebody or maybe he listens to the show. Yeah, my buddy my buddy right next to me gave him my phone number. No, I didn't. Good job if you did. No, I didn't. Knuckles, good job. Um, uh, JT, you probably didn't hear this, but anyway. So, what, uh, Kenny, so Osterman called you out to discuss this. He didn't call me out. What happened was there was a listener on the show that was in vital and said – Something about Dave Osterman uh, trying to get my job or bad-mouthing me. And he got – Osterman went far as getting a hold of this guy. Went and got the guy's information, emailed him or called him or something, and 
got a hold of this guy and they talked and he told him straight out what I said and he goes, I can't believe he would say that. You know, I thought we we're friends. So he called me. He got my phone number right. and called me and said, Hey, what I just want to let you he went into this big old speech and I'm like, Hey, I everything that you just said I did say because I felt like you went behind my back and emailed my boss that you're available and that you could do a, you could you could come and do a good job for him. And I kind of took that to the heart, and I think that's kind of bullshit. And he said, well, I heard through the grapevine that you were leaving and you were getting clipped and this and that, so I was just putting my input in. I said, if that is the case, why won't you just call me like you did right now and ask me instead of trying to go by my back? Well, I don't know if someone can call somebody and be like, hey, dude, I heard you're getting clipped. Like, that's a little weird. Well, what do you think, JT? Yeah, I don't know. There seems like a lot of holes in the story, but I, I think the main, the main point is probably true. <laughs> a lot of holes in the story. Well, the, main, the, main, the main point that probably Osterman probably tried to get the job and that he probably called Kenny and pr- tried to plead his case is probably all true. Well, the deal is when he called me, he straight said, yeah, I did. I'm always trying to find a job. I'm always trying to better myself. And I said, yeah, and it sounds like to me that you'll steamroll wherever you need to get. And he goes, hey, I have a family. And I go, hey, I understand. So do I. I understand. I have a family, too, that I need to support somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. I told Dave, whatever. It's, it's you know, hard feelings. You know, whatever. Do your thing. You know, he goes, you know, and then he sent me a text after, you know, apologizing and saying, you know, hope we're friends and all that. Hey, you know what? I don't hold grudges. I don't care. You know, except for Martini and the content cleaner. Uh, I think I'm over that. that You're over fun. that, too? <laughs> yeah, it was more of a novelty than anything because it, it's at the end of the day the story it makes him look like that's ridiculous yeah you know point. and it makes me look like more of an idiot because i because i was like bummed out about it but uh who knows we'll see what happens maybe i might get fired who knows maybe he might take my job hey jt yo how does chad look on that honda <laughs> he had a uh he had an 08 honda but he hasn't been riding that. Yeah. What's he been riding? Uh, I, I don't know, dude. He's got this bike painted up. I don't know. It's like a, you ever see Winners Take All? It's like a Team Hurricane bike. Yeah, he borrowed a shock. I got forks. <laughs> I got forks. <laughs> I got a shock. I sent him some air filters. Yeah, we borrowed it from Bad Billy. You did? You sent us air filters? No. Oh, God damn it. I'm we sorry. don't have any left, Kenny. I know. Yeah, why does somebody order it? How, how brilliant? Like... Because I don't think we're done racing, huh? Because I don't, I don't know what bike we're going to ride yet, so I can't even order anything until I know what bike we're riding. Uh, We're not. Pulpa Mech Show, you're on the air with Jason Thomas. Turn down your radio for a second. Okay, hold on. Hey, hey, you're on the air with. Is JT on still online? Unfortunately, he is. Yeah. Hey, how's Chad Reed looking on the Honda? Uh, if he's, if he's riding the Team Hurricane bike, how sweet is that pink gear? Uh, he well, he's been uh, he's been he's been shopping around some gear. I don't know. He doesn't have any pink stuff right now, but maybe at the breast cancer race he will. Oh, okay. What does he well, look? The, I, what does he look the best in, JT? What does he look the best in? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I oh mean, he's got God. he's got a bunch of different kinds. So, dude, you're a good friend, know. dude. <laughs> you're a no. good friend. Yeah, you're awesome. you're a good friend, but a shitty guest. Yeah, dude. I mean, hey, you gotta uh, gotta keep your mouth shut sometimes. What does he look the best in, in your opinion? 
That's all you got to say. Not, say, not, say. not that what Reed says is the best or the best fit. Say Thor. Like, just what does he look the best <laughs> into you? You can answer that. He looked pretty sharp at the wedding. His suit oh was pretty sick. Oh, my God. I'm going fu- to fucking Burner's lose wedding. it on you right pretty, now. <laughs> pretty cool. What uh, kind of gear did he look the best in to you, in your opinion? Uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot. Lots to choose from. All right. You know what? Yeah. All right. See you later, JT. <laughs> Caller, do you have a question for JT? Because he's gone. Okay. Well, uh, i just like to tell you guys uh, – First time caller, long time listener. You guys are doing a good job. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for getting Paul, Paul Lindsay off the show because Watson kicks his ass. Well, what do you think? Wow. Sorry for cussing there you go, under. Watson. How do you feel about uh, about uh, Kenny leaving the show? I, I'm, I'm a little heartbroken. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do next year. You see that, Kenny? I'll probably just I'll probably just watch CBS on Monday nights now because that's me. that's what I've been demoted to because Kenny's not going to be back. Mathis, you still kick ass, but without Kenny. It's a mediocre show. What do you think, Kenny? This is what you're going to do. You're going to affect this guy's life if you leave. I think this guy has spoken so much sense tonight. <laughs> this he, guy has spoken so much sense tonight. <laughs> no, dude, I, dude, it's all good. We enjoy doing the show, and we're here for you guys. Even though, like, people in these chat rooms, just like the people on Vital, they ain't got nothing better to do than talk crap. But Yeah. I, 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 I talk, but the funny thing is, like, I, I, I read this, and I, I laugh, and I look at it, and I go, this is bullshit. But 75% of the stuff out of my mouth is bullshit anyway, so. Well, you know, that, that's, that's actually what I thought. The loot of the show. But then, then you get these guys that come on your sh- on the show, and you talk about these stories you tell, them, and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that time that Watson saved some guy drowning down a river. And I'm like, oh, that really did happen. Yeah. Well, but anyways, thanks, guys. Yeah, that, Keep up the good work. That part really did. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks for yep. the call. Uh, um, Berluti smiling and nodding when Watson says 75% of my – out of my mouth is bullshit, and Berluti's just smiling and nodding. I better watch myself. Huh? Hey, honestly, though, Kenny, I was super pumped this weekend. Uh, obviously, you weren't there, but, uh, man, the show's catching on. A lot of people stopped me in the pits. A lot of people talked about the show. Yeah, hey, You know what? I, I went to a, a car show in Vegas here this weekend. We did uh, – we set up – we took our race truck. Set the up Lambo? The, no, we took uh, – we, we work with a company in town called Divine One Customs. They do a lot of our build-outs for a lot of stuff we do. And we took our semi, and uh, they parked some of their custom cars. And, dude, like three people came up to me that were moto heads from town here in Vegas right. and said, hey, f- we listened to your show, and it's awesome. And don't ask me why. I went into my locker, and I found some Pulp MX stickers in my locker in the semi, and I oh, gave yeah. them to them, and they were pumped. <laughs> Guys, Funny. I'm putting it on my truck, I'm all. Are you sure? Hey, how'd <laughs> that go for you this week? Just- that car show. It was good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool to help out, you know, sponsors that help us get to where we need to be. And that was totally, totally a good deal. There's a lot of people there? Dude, there was um, tons of people. More than Chicago, huh? <laughs> by, by, by three. Um, I feel bad for hanging up on JT, but I'm not going to take that shit. He <laughs> has I mean, I'm not asking for f- the fucking NASA secrets. Just give us your opinion on what gear you think Chad looked good in. Is that so wrong? Berlut, right? You're serious, aren't I'm you? being serious, JT. If you're listening, call back in, but only if you give us some sort of something. Dude, why, why would you put him in that situation? Chad? What, to give us his opinion on gear? Well, maybe Chad said, hey, you know, just keep your mouth shut. What oh, I'm doing. oh, Chad said keep your mouth shut, but here I'm going to Twitter it to all my followers. What's, what's Chad doing it? Not JT. Maybe he feels like he, that's not his place to say it. I, I back him. We should call Reedy right now. Call him. Nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock here. I know. 
He's here, right? Yeah, he's in California. He's getting yeah, ready to get on the plane. It. Come on. Forget it. Yeah. He, I know his flight tomorrow is at 1120. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I don't know anything about it. I don't know other than about it. She's on United Flight <laughs> A to, to Sydney. <laughs> but besides that, I don't know anything about it. No, I, I just uh, – let's call JT back. I feel bad. He's one of my best friends. Maybe he won't answer after he hey, you know who was here? He th- did. You know who was here this weekend? Oh. Uh, Jimmy Albertson, back from back from uh, oh, Europe. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, good guy. Jimmy Albertson, good guy. You should hire him, Kenny. Really? You don't say it, Kenny. Well, I think maybe uh, someone just wrote in the chat room that uh, he looks the best in fly gear and BB, BBMX Suzuki. Nah. Look who it is. <laughs> hey, I'm really sorry for hanging up on you. I got irate there. I feel I'm going to hit you with a baseball bat right in the back of your knees when I see you. <laughs> Kerrigan style. I'm doing the webcast for Montreal Supercross, so if you want any publicity and press, I suggest you not do that. I'm going to have to come up there and talk to you again. That was good luck last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you came up before the uh, for the main event. Uh, maybe this is Chad Reed here on the line. Papa Mech Show, you're on the air with Jason Thomas and Tony Berluti. Who's this? Chad Reed. Hello? No. Oh, that was Josh Hansen. It was Hansen? Yeah. That was Josh Hansen. Hey. JT, yo, how does how does Reed look on a Honda? <laughs> Just hang up on me if we're going down this road again. <laughs> hey, I had your back right there, JT. After you hung up, I, I heard. Had a, yeah, okay. I heard it. I heard it. Right, that's dude. What, what do you want me to do? I mean, I, I'm not allowed to talk about that stuff. And he, and did you hear what he said? Oh, you, Chad. Do you think Chad really told him keep your mouth shut? And I said, well, even if he didn't, JT's not the guy that's going to run around spraying shit. I'm not asking him. Just I'm asking him, JT, his opinion on. Color color wave of gear. You didn't say color wave. You said what does he look the best in? Well, that's what I mean. What is it? What color wave? I I know who he's riding for next year, and I'm just gonna let it out of the bag right now. All right, go ahead. He's riding for wind. Wind? No, that <laughs> stuff <laughs> looks good. I thought it was uh, Wolf Sport. It's either Ferrucci. Bring in Ferrucci. What back. about what about Colorado Mountain, Rocky Mountain, Colorado? What? You ever heard of Rocky Mountain, Colorado? The Colorado Rocky gear? No. It's like a, yeah. JT, a, what's the most effed up gear you've seen in Europe? Uh, I don't know. Ferrochi is probably the worst gear I've ever seen, period. Dude, they had like frogs and all kinds of weird stuff, like totally psychedelic. Like the guy was high as a kite when he designed it. <laughs> Who wore that? Didn't somebody wear it in America? Uh, no, yeah, Mike Jones imported it. Yeah. I guarantee there were, that, that stuff had to be, like, made in Amsterdam. Like, there's no way the guy that made that wasn't just totally tripping. That's what I felt when we rode for Pro Grip at Plano Honda. I was like, whoa, this stuff is hideous. That wasn't bad. It was all right. Whatever. It wasn't great, but no, I didn't no, think it was, it was hideous. It was ter- Dude, they sent us these T-shirts. Like, they were all pumped. We sent you pro- promo T-shirts. You hand them out. So they must have been about 15 cases of these T-shirts, yeah. right? So there were just white T-shirts with Pro Grip. So I gave them to all my mechanics. I'm like, here, you guys gave them stacks of them, right? One day, Frankie was in the shop, and he was drinking a Dr. Pepper, and him and Lamont was my shop guy at the time, got into a little uh, little tissy, uh-huh. and Lamont hit his cup when he drank it and spilled it. And Frankie went to wipe his shirt, and when he wiped it, the thing ripped like a napkin. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what? So then I took one of the shirts out of the box, and I poured water on it, and I pulled it with my thumb and my index finger. It could pull it pull apart. apart. Dude, it was the most awesome. Then from right then on, I'm like, oh, sweet. Program. Berlut, what's the ugliest gear you've ever seen? And you've uh, been ar- and you've been around one. a long time. Was it EP? Yeah, 
Nah, not for its time. I'm it kidding. Right. I'm joking. Nah, it's all right. Uh, probably like you said, Wolf Sport or something like that. Right. Pretty hideous. You know, Rollerball wore King's gear for a little bit. What's that? It wasn't ugly, but it wasn't nice. What about the Cooper stuff? Didn't Cooper Cross? To, yeah. Yeah, Cooper Alls. Yeah, that wasn't so good either. Let's take this call. Papa Mex Show, you're on the air with Jason Thomas and Tony Berluti. Who's this? Hey, everyone. It's Brent from Australia. Hey, from Australia. What's hey, going on? Hey, what up, Mike? Hey, how does Chattery look on a Honda, hey. Brent? Uh, awesome. <laughs> there you I go. think he'll do it. And you are Australian. And he's going to wear Go the Rat gear. Oh, Go the Rat stuff. Go the Rat? Yeah. Remember that from the 80s? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. Dak, uh, Dak wore it all the time, right? How do you know Dak? Yeah, that's right. Canadian? No, Dak's Australian, Kenny. Uh, Craig Dak? Is that his name? Yeah. Yep, Craig Dad. Hey, Lee Hogan That's wore that stuff. You know Lee Hogan? Lee Hogan. Yep. Yeah, he used to work. He sure did. Go the rat. Yep, with the uh, the boot gaiters and everything. So. All right, hey, what's your, what's, you got a question, Brett? Uh, no, I just don't want Kenny to leave next year. Stay with us, Kenny. I'm trying, bud. I'm trying. I'm just getting beat up in these chat rooms. Yeah, he day. takes this shit really seriously. Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you see uh, Shane King or Daryl King, slap him in the back of the head for me. Yeah, well, he'll be uh, at the Supercross coming up here this year, so I'll do that for you. I take it back. He's big. He'll <laughs> knock me out. <laughs> I'm just joking. He's All a good right. dude. He's a good dude. Hey, what up? So are hey, you so going to the... One, you... one quick question. If Reed was to ride a Honda next year, would, would it, which team do you think it would be with? Would it be the Honda team or, you know, like one of the satellite teams? Well, let's ask JT because he's got a lot of information tonight. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have no idea. I, I swear to you, this is, a honest, this is a true statement. No, like, you know shadowing or like hiding anything i really have no idea who he's gonna ride for next year like zero clue yeah. what he's doing next year but you okay. got a clue but uh, i know i swear to you i don't i have no idea okay none in seven days whenever the first australian race is which i believe it's next week right brent no it's like yep, the sixth correct two weeks two weeks he two is going to be yeah. on a honda and he but he might not race why because he doesn't have a sponsor Brent, what are you hearing down there about if Chad Reed? Yeah, there's so much mystery, isn't there? Yeah. I think he races the first one. Just the first one, I, JT? I, I think he races the first one. Without so a sponsor? I think the first one is he's like his home supercross. It's at Newcastle, so that's his, like his hometown. Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's a good call, yeah, JT. I think, he, I think I, he does that one. I, li I, like, I like that comment because I think he does too. Doesn't he have to race so many to get paid and it's his series and all that kind of stuff? Or is it kind of really whatever he negative. wants to do? No negative? Nope. Negative. No. He can do what he wants. So yep. he'll race Newcastle and just be like, hey, check me out, and then maybe go away again? Uh, this guy in the chat room saying he's contracted to race three of them, but um, he I don't know about all that. Negative, <laughs> negative on that? He knows more than you. I don't know about all that. Hey, you know what? <laughs> all can I you know. just say something? Can you just <laughs> <laughs> Right, Berluti? Yeah, come on, JT. Spill it, spill it out. <laughs> you got uh, I something. Seriously, got something. I, like I told you, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I just, I have a strong feeling that he's going to race the first one. I wouldn't say it's 100, percent but I would, I would think he's going to. On a KTM. I think, he, I think he's planning on trying to race the first one. Um, but I don't think he knows what he's doing next year. I, don't, I think he's very up in the air on what he's doing next year. To be totally honest with you, I think he's going to be on a Hart and Huntington team. I he could. I mean, it, there's a lot of connection there. I mean, oh, same agent. Is. He talks to Kerry. You know, I, I think, you know, they're 
he, if he goes there, he can kind of do, you know, he can probably have a lot of, you know, influence on what kind of stuff he wants to use no. and all that stuff. Do so. you think Watson's gonna, Watson runs a tight ship? That shit ain't going to fly. Can you? Oh, I'm not saying it's dude, not about I guarantee that. It's if about, he, co- if you know, he came to my can, team, if he came to H and H, and he said, "Okay, this is what the deal is. I am in, but that guy is out. I will be getting food stamps, and I will get clipped. <laughs> Hands down, one hundred percent. Without it, without a doubt, Kenny. Without a your doubt, your friendship with Hart will not matter. Nope. <laughs> so how, how is um? How's Reed recovering from Jetstein Bar? Uh, he's doing pretty good. He actually looks a lot better. Um, you know, he's been riding, riding big, some, and big recovery. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously he's not in full like prep mode for Supercross yet because he doesn't, he doesn't even have a ride yet. But uh, he definitely is in a lot better spirits, and I think he feels a lot healthier. So I think he got uh, the I, shot for Epstein Bar, and the shot they gave him got that green fluid out of his system. So I think he's feeling a lot better from the Epstein Bar. <laughs> Uh, Kenny, what if what if Reed, what if what if you go to Reed and you say, "Hey, Chad, listen, motherfucker, we're signing autographs at ten o'clock. I need you there." And he says, "No way, I'm not signing at 10. What do you say? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all, all I know, all I know is, you know, having Chad Reed on a program like right. mine would be humongous for my program. Right. Um, and you know, it's just something that. We started our team three years ago out of a, a, a motorhome and a trailer. And we ever thought that we would, someone would say four years later, you're going to have a, a caliber rider like Chad Reed. I right. would say, what's the chances of some guy blowing up the World Trade Center and building a mosque at the bottom of it? <laughs> I, can't I, mean? I can't believe you got a guy like Tony Berluti, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. You know what come I mean? Come on. Berlu, come on. 20 hey, I'm local. I love my job. Eight minutes away from my house. <laughs> eight minutes. Not seven, not nine, but eight. I timed it. <laughs> yeah, the rumor, this is what the rumor on the street is. Brent, you got to go. Is this costing you money? Uh, yeah, I'll hang up. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you, man. The rumor on the street is, someone just said in the chat room, and I heard this too, that Reed, if he comes to this program, that J.C. Waterhouse is taking my job and is going to manage my team. You heard that? I did hear that. Oh. What do you know about that, J.T.? I don't. I, I don't know why that would be. What I mean, Chad has no connection with JC Waterhouse. I don't think that. I don't think that holds any water if you're if you can work that in. Right. <laughs> Dude, I, I. You know what? I, no, I look at it this way. And no disrespect to Steve Astovin, Kerry Hart, or anybody else. This team started. Kerry Hart is the backbone behind this team. But you know what? I'm in the trenches every single day. Getting building, yelled at. Getting yelled at. Getting sponsors. Hiring people on my team and getting sponsors to help me build my program. The reason why we have Dodge is because of a sponsor that I brought on my team who was a helmet painter that everyone thought I was an idiot for signing the guy <laughs> and putting him on the collar of our shirts for no money. And I said, hey, trust me. Let me, this really? guy has... This is this guy, a true story? I, I know he's talking about it. Yeah. I didn't know okay. it was quite that. Right. That's how it went down. That's a really... That's so everyone was... I got yelled at. Other mother left for two weeks straight saying that's a $100,000 sponsor and you put that guy on the collar, blah, blah, blah. Well, look who's laughing now. Or this guy. But when, when 9-11 hit. <laughs> well, hey, he stepped up. He got us a deal. He's out there on the trenches right now doing more stuff. That's and cool. what I'm trying to say is Kerry, Long has, story short. Kerry does not really have that much to do on the everyday operations of our race team. He does financially, but when it comes to – Getting the sponsors, doing the footwork, 
and building the team, uh -huh. he doesn't. He, he has a lot of input, but he's not one of those guys that's calling me every day, going, "So what did you do today? Who'd you call?" Blah blah blah. And he said, "Hey, this is your deal. If you guys build a program and it's feasible for me to do it, we will go racing. But if it goes away, I'm not funding this team." Right. So you know what? That put a scare into me a couple years ago, <laughs> and I bust my ass for this team. So I would see, I would take it very, very personal if I got clipped for somebody else to come in here. But if I didn't do the job that they expected uh -huh. and I was slacking and not doing what I needed to do, I would expect to get fired because the, the way this program is going, it's turning into a big, big program. And if I can't do my job, I don't deserve to be there. So I have documentation too. I know everything. <laughs> not really, but all I do know. What'd you think of that speech, JT? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't blame them. Why would, like, I mean, kind of got. I, I don't see why they would make a sideways move. You know, why? You know, what? What is Kenny doing wrong that they would want to bring somebody else in? That's, I don't get that. Berlin. Kenny knows the program. Kenny was with the program from right. the start. We can always hire him full time for the Pulp Mech Show. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Berlin. Yeah, there's a lot of budget for that. You've known Kenny forever. Now you're working for him. How is he, a team manager? Just like he says, he uh, he's in the trenches every day. You know, uh -huh. so. Uh, what can Kenny do better as a team manager? A lot. Um, a lot. Schedule me a, a better flights. Okay. Flights. All right. So Kenny. I, oh, I'm going to tell you right now, on this show, I'm going to break it to you. Okay. You have a new roommate next year. Oh, you. Oh, no. And his name is Smokey the Truck Driver. <laughs> Berlin had his own rooms all last year, but now we're going to upgrade him to hang out with Brian. This is what a good guy I am. Right. Heart of gold. Heart of gold. Heart of gold. Berlin What's wrong with the flights? What was wrong with them? Because they were super morning, right? No, we just had a couple little We had some no, issues. It's, yeah, no. We had some issues, and I think it's a learning process. I'm not claiming <laughs> our team is perfect, and you know what? We're going to try some different stuff. Having Tony on my team is awesome. He can give me feedback the way they did things at Suzuki. Right. I try to do it in-house, book flights, do hotels, and I get overwhelmed. Sometimes I don't get the right flight sometimes i don't email them the, right the right day day. no it's never been like that but it's some some of the stuff gets a what's the worst one brother what's the worst one uh, just not worth not knowing what time i'm leaving 12 hours before i go Kenny. or or, or, or like the first couple of flights i put his name tony on his itinerary when his name on his driver's license richard Okay. Yeah, but I don't. I don't blame you for that. I mean, little shit happens, and I'm not claiming I'm perfect, but you know, like having a guy like Tony in my corner, it's awesome because he could come to me. And Berlitz is the kind of guy that says, "Fuck, we need to tighten this up. This ain't right." Yeah. And I listen to him. You right. Know? But this is like, I had it budgeted in like, okay, the mechanic's gonna stay with the truck driver. One of the mechanic, you know, we had it all dialed. Right. Well, and I was gonna have my own room. Figuring, you know, I should have my own. Yeah, room I mean, you're gonna have ladies and stuff too. Exactly. Right. Whatever the situation right. is, I should have my own room. Tony came to me and uh, he's. I'm thinking about it and I'm like, dude, this guy has been on the in the road uh, in the trenches for a long time. So I gave my room to Tony, so he has his own room, and I had to end up staying with our truck driver who smokes cigarettes and is not the pleasantest guy to stay in a room with. <laughs> nah, and I did hey, that. Thank you, Kenny. No, seriously, I really appreciated that. No, I did that because I think that this guy has paid his dues and he doesn't need to to have the bullshit. You know, he has right. a wife and a family. He wants to go lay in his room naked. Didn't Kerry go to bat for me on that? That's what you told me that Kerry did said. go to bat. He said, hey, uh, you can make the call, but this is what I suggest you do if you want him to stay around here. You need to make it easy. Mm -hmm. And Kerry Hart is a big, big fan of Tony Berluti. Like, 
There's so many things. Well, goes, Vegas, they go you back. Need they to go talk back. To Tony about this before you do this to make sure right. he's okay with it. And I'm like, what? I never used to ask Marcus and Chad if <laughs> he goes. Well, we're at we're at, we're we, we're above and beyond that now. That's so. why I love my job. Speaking of mechanics, JT, you taking Truman to Montreal? Yeah, he's he's in. Is Forrest going? No, no, he ain't going. How's old Forrest? He's good. <laughs> Chilling, raising his kids, working on next year just like everybody else. Yeah, are you guys, uh, do you think you're going to have, not that you're not JT, a premier rider, but are you going to have another big name on your team, you think? They're trying, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what they're working on. They hey. want to get somebody, you know, Tell better Forrest. than me that try to, like, they want to get somebody that's a top 10 guy, like, right. every week that, you know what I mean, that's going to be a top 10 guy every time. Well, I got a call uh, today, there's working. a guy that rode for that team um, that might be looking for a job down there in Florida. Okay. Um, he rode for our, he rode for our team. Yeah, he rode for your team a couple years ago, and uh, a couple years ago. And he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I probably yeah. know who we're talking about. Yeah, and he hit me up uh, the other day, selling me on his program, and uh, I don't know what we're doing. I didn't clip him, but I could, you know, he got a new phone number. I can give it to Forrest, like a fart. I don't think I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> 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 I think we're full. Well, apparently JT has an opinion about this uh, this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legally I'm legally not allowed to have a, a uh, opinion. Yeah, which yeah. is actually not far from the truth. Well, you know what? It's crazy that we all that crap that went down with you two guys. Yeah. And everyone always always trying to dig shit out of me about you and your team and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, it's between the riders. It's between those two guys. Well, but Berlut did get mad at JT. I did. Yeah, because you got to stop giving those guys. Rock stars. Do you remember that one race, dude? <laughs> I don't remember what JT and Oh yeah, Daytona. No, it was after Daytona. It was, no, the, it was one of the Daytona. We had a bunch of rock stars there and, and uh I know, what's the one guy's name? Truman. Truman came and took all the rock stars. I go, I thought you I thought you didn't like that guy, Kenny. <laughs> that wasn't it at all. Oh. But we were at a race. <laughs> Truman we were, took all the rock we were, stars. We were at St. Louis. It was St. Louis, I remember. And you and Bonnie were in a, one of those battles that you guys got into. And you were cutting him off or doing whatever. And Berlut's on the radio. Ah! You see that? Freaking out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you gave them rock stars too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, JT almost ran us over one time. Blows factor in my Oh really? Yeah, that I felt bad about that because I I was just trying to get around you guys, and I think you thought I was mad at you, and then it was just like it had absolutely nothing to do with your your Chris. Like I I never had a problem with you I guys know, at all. I, I know. I, yeah, I, I could tell by the look on your face. You're like, what what in the f are you doing? I'm just like, <laughs> and like later, I'm just like, sorry, man. I, had, I was just trying to get back to my truck. I was that's St. Really Louis. Off. I hate to say it, but that's St. Louis. The universe got you, bro. <laughs> the St. Louis. The universe got me. Yeah, when your chain broke. Face. Oh, that was Houston. Ooh, that Houston. was Houston. That was dirty, dude. I was so glad to so see that. So why did the universe oh, get JT? What did, what did JT do to, for the universe to, to lash just, out at him? Just him and Bonnie oh. being dumbasses. It takes two to tango. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that. I mean, whatever. I, I'm, obviously, I wasn't uh, innocent the whole deal, but, you know, no. whatever. It's all good. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up. Hey, JT, how's your poker game, bud? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. I haven't been playing too much. There's a... Huge games going on in, in Tampa right now, like way bigger than I want to be a part of. Like, dude's losing like plus and minus a hundred a night. Wow, and it's pretty out of control right now. A hundred dollars? So, no, hey, you ever, you ever, no, hundred, hundred dimes. Hey, I think like, it's I, I really think, big. I think we should call Chad right now. Someone just hit in the chat room that he's still awake. We should call him 
and we're gonna say yeah hey. he just texted he texted me when you guys hung up because i told him i told him that i was getting just flambe hammered with questions so and what did you say watson's been mellow about it but it's just mathis just grilling you yeah just relentless mathis asking the same question over and over so <laughs> I, entertaining for all the guests i just want you to have an opinion on something I don't on what? That... What do you want me to have an opinion on? What okay. gear looks the best? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I just that's exactly why, it. Fly gear looks the best. Oh my god! Good okay, qu- God, JT, you're good. Did, hey, <laughs> did, did, did he try fly gear? Were they one of the suitors? No, fly was not. Did I, I know of fly is not in the running. Fly was I think not. They, they they have canard and short, and I yeah. think that's like their right. They're big guys, you know. They um, fly was not in the carousel of of clothing. <laughs> no, I never saw I never saw Chad wear fly. Right, right. Uh, Scott's going big next year. Knowles, Dr. Knowles yeah. this weekend. They're definitely yeah. looking for yeah, a, a very top guy. And I like their I think gear. They're trying to get, I think they're trying to get Chad for sure. Yeah. I like their gear. Will Chad wear the boots? They got new no, boots. No, I don't think so. They I got, don't think Chad would wear anything but Alpine Stars. Hey, do you know, you know what a weird... I mean, he could, he could, though. Like, if he wore Fox, I could see him wearing Fox boots, but... I don't know. I don't think that's anyone that's wore Fox boots has had a career-ending um, injury from the boots or Alpine Stars. Yeah, I don't know. Fox is kind of uh, – I think Fox is making a push to, like, have their guys wear everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all the factory connection guys wear goggles and everything now. Head yeah. to toe. So, yeah, I think I think a lot of the companies are pushing for that now. Yeah, you know, we – at Hart Huntington, our first year, we ran that, and uh, I thought we did – I thought that stuff was awesome. I mean, they're, they're, Fox was a super, super good company to work for to ride for um you know beaker did an awesome job the gear is always good the boots are good the helmets are good the goggles are good and you know if anyone's looking to to, to use that stuff it, it's good i mean i have nothing bad to say about it and it, it worked good yeah obviously fox is a huge company they have so many resources you know at their disposal it's hard to not be have great products and have great support you know hey, JT, your when, you're done, that when you're done racing you, you ever think you're gonna be a team manager uh i I don't know, man. I got offered that the Moto Concepts job like two years ago. Uh, before they hired, they were they had they ended up hiring Lamson. Uh, but I originally got offered that deal like two weeks before I broke my leg. I, I talked to Mike Genova and for and I had to give him an answer like by the end of the weekend, and it ended up uh, just deciding I wanted to race still. But I, I don't. I think I could do it. I wouldn't mind being like a gear guy or something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I would obviously have to learn a lot to be a team manager. There's so many, so many things that I would need to learn before I could just jump into that and be good at it. Yeah. Um, number one, schedule flights the way that your mechanics. Like. I got that. I got that handled. I got that handled. It's just like the the technical aspects of it. Like you know, to be a really good team manager, you have to know about bikes and you have to know about setup and and uh, you have to know like. But don't you know, Mechan- don't you, you have to be pretty mechanically uh, inclined, I think, because you have to make a lot of calls on stuff like that. I would think. I think that's what makes DeCoster so good is his technical aspect of the job. I agree, but if you have a good guy in, in the spot like Tony Berluti, you, and you could sit back and just say, hey, I trust you, you make the call. Absolutely, but not everybody has that. I've been in a lot of situations where we... <laughs> We don't. We didn't have that, and it's tough, you know. Like you're, you're very fortunate to have a guy as good as Berlut to make calls like that. Because yeah. like at Subway, we didn't have that. BB Max, like I make a lot of the calls, and and obviously, you know, Ford's been around a long time, but we still like look to other people for guidance on where to go with our bikes. So, you guys are definitely uh, have a good line on that. Thank you, JT. 
Yeah, All right. JT. I think I, I I think definitely when you're done that you definitely will, will land somewhere because I I really think that you're an ambassador to this sport. You've been around a long time and you're well liked and I and I definitely you know see you going somewhere, dude, for sure. Absolutely. If well, I, I want to. I mean, I just I want to stay in the sport. That's for sure. It's, it's all I've ever known. You know, I sit, obviously I'm getting older now. I'm 31, so I try to think of, you know, what what's the future hold because I can't do this for very much longer. And, you know, I, I would just look and think, this is all I've ever done. It's all I know, you know. So why would I not use, you know, the 15 years or whatever of experience that I have in the sport to try to do something with it. So yeah, we'll see. It, I mean, it's kind of a terrible time to try to find a job in the sport, but hopefully that'll turn around. The awesome thing is that uh, you, your mom has that connection with the AMA, and you could always uh, work the tech line. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't think I can handle that. I don't I think I'm out on that. I think I I think I would probably uh, do anything before that. I don't think I can handle it. How about sound control? You can do sound control. Yeah, those guys. Seriously, that's the most inconsistent thing I've ever seen in my life is <laughs> AMA sound control. You can you can literally take your bike up to the sound machine, be way off, like three or four decibels over, turn around. Go back through and pass. Do no, one nothing different, like zero. Just that's how far off they are consistency wise. They had a new thing they were doing at the donations this, this oh, week. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, was like it? a deal where uh, they just blipped it, you know, like w- wide open, just real quick for a quick minute. And that's, oh yeah, that's how they tested. It was like one fifteen. Mm-hmm. So, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, sounds neat. All right, JT. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm sorry for hanging up on you. No worries, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, JT, good luck this weekend, buddy. Yeah, have fun up there in Canada. Yeah, I'll see you. uh, Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll see you Friday morning. You you fly on Friday? Dude, I fly on the red eye. I'm I'm an idiot. Oh, you are an idiot. I knew that before the red eye, but you're definitely (laughs) proving me right. You know what? He's doing that so he can fly first class and he can can use his miles on Continental, for sure. (laughs) All right, we'll go to dinner Friday night, for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, man, thank you. All right, right, JT, good luck, bud. See ya. Awesome. All right, what a show. A lot of guests. A lot of guests. A lot of, a lot of talking. Talk. Berlute, thank you for coming in, man. Thank you, Steve. I uh, short you notice. Me. Short notice, and uh, we made it happen. And I know you probably just got back from Motocross the Nations and working your ass off all weekend, and here you are for three hours, three and a half hours uh, away from your family doing a stupid radio show. Uh, I enjoy it. Thank so, you for having that's me. That's awesome. All right, Berlute, see you in the shop tomorrow at 730. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, JGRMS. I'll, I'll be there about 1030. <laughs> there you go. Kenny, can you give a shout out to our sponsors, please? Yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, JGR for, uh, uh, what's the kid's name? Cody Webb. <laughs> Cody Webb. Don't help him. No, no. Let's, Cody let's, Webb. Let's let him do this. Uh, TRE.com. That's the Racer's Edge in Simi Valley. It's Your one-stop not, shop. It's not TRE.com. It's TREMX.com. TREMX.com. Okay. And Smith. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, X Brand. I'm just kidding, Rich. I'm just jacking around the whole time. But, no, for real. T-R-E-N. Can you can you talk a little bit about each sponsor, what they do, and, you know, why people should visit them? <laughs> These guys are killing me right now. I, f- I first I started just to jack around with it, but now I'm really just like upside down. <laughs> T-R-E-M-X, one-stop shop, anything that you need for your dirt bike, they have it there in stock for sure. You could guarantee you when you order stuff that it's going to be there when they say it's going to be there. That's good. Jason and S- yeah. Scott over there are on top of it. Family-owned, operated. Jason's brother Jeff works there. Great shop. Uh, if you need any modifications for your bike, don't even think twice. JGR, mods, suspension, they're the real deal. 
I think they're about the only company in motocross right now that has a suspension dyno that they could dyno your stuff before you get it, and you could, and when you get it, you could bolt it on your bike, and you don't even have to change a clicker. You will be happy. And then last but not least, the X brand, 20 years of goggle experience, <laughs> technology, <laughs> goggle technology. Rich Taylor is crazy. He's doing crazy stuff with this brand. If you don't believe me, just buy the beer goggles and you'll feel it. You'll feel it. When you put the beer goggles on, you put them on and it, it looks blurry. You think you're buzzed a little bit because they're beer goggles, but they clear up and guaranteed you're going to do better. And where can you visit them on the web? Good question. <laughs> uh, you could go to Pulp MX and click on their link. How about that? That's good, Kenny. Thank you. I really think you came through with flying colors right there. I'm sure sponsors will be lining up with their checkbooks open. <laughs> or folding them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get that guy to give us – let's give that money. We got to get money next year, bud. We got to do something. All right. Lou Lopez said to me this weekend, yeah, I wish we could get on board with your show. I'm like, yeah, you can. What? what, what, what? Am I stopping you? Hey, let me, let me try to get my team done, and then I'll go uh, out after. Once you we could get probably some, get money. I, Kenny could actually probably get money. I huh, could brother? probably get money. But I think that I need to get my my team done, right. and then I could go to my sponsors from my team and say, "Hey, we do this uh, sweet show." Right. So, if you don't quit, that's that's what yeah. can happen. And Kenny is lame. Is Kenny is lame? That's why. Stop I'm, reading the message board. That's dude. why I'm here doing the show, and you're sitting at home typing. I'm lame. Who's lame now? Me. <laughs> For, for, for buying for, into your for reading the message boards. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, the sponsors. Thanks to Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, real briefly, Jason Thomas, and Earthquake Eric Kehill for coming on. Most thanks to Tony Berluti again for giving up his night and coming on. Hey, and three F-bombs for you tonight, none for me. Really? That's what they said in the oh, chat room. Yeah. They must know. Chat room. Oh, and hey, all. next week, we're not on Monday next week. Why? Because I'm coming back from Montreal Supercross. Oh, dude, but that sucks. But I believe we will be on Tuesday because Monster Tom is maybe bringing Ryan Villapoto to the house. Studio, I mean. I, Sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to be here then. You're not going to be here if it's not wrong. unless Mike Fisher calls me back, just says hi to me or something. <laughs> I just need a call from Mike Fisher. Hey, Kenny, what's going on? Just something. It's been one month since I've been trying to get a hold of this guy. Okay. And not even a F you, nothing, anything. Just a response from Phil. So I need to tell Monster Tom that we are not going to welcome his riders on the team in the studio. No, I'm, I'm all talk. I'm all talk. Hey, let me get this last call of the night. Let me, you let me, let you me want to do it? it? Yeah. What do you want? You're on the show. Oh, that's awesome. This is uh, Sketty from Virginia just checking in. But you guys uh, didn't really think I'd get on the air. But congrats to Team USA first. I just had a random question to throw in there, maybe for some uh, Supercross season coming up. Let's hear it, my man. So, like, I emailed Davey Coombs, and Pingree and Coombs actually got back to me. It was awesome. But uh, I'm kind of tired of seeing guys uh, over the past years, like Grant Langston and Dan Reardon, go over the 180-degree turns and land on the concrete. So, like, they get whiskey throttle, then they go over and land on the concrete. So... I was kind of like, put some tough blocks out there, you know? Mm -hmm. <coughs> wow. Excuse me. Go ahead. Well, there isn't really many berms anymore to, to fly over. They've, uh, you know, they've kept it, uh, they kept them low now because of uh, the Matt Gerke incident a few years back. So 
I think right. you, I think you'll see less and less of guys flying over berms simply because the berms aren't there. Dan, you're an right. old-timer. You remember Langston flying over that one in, like, Dallas, huh? San Fran. San Fran. That's what I'm saying, bro. 111 on, like, the KTM 252 stroke. Like, he just yeah. got whiskey, throw it on the whoops, and, and uh. boom, like, you know, almost – could have been career, you know. I think some tough locks are a little nuts. So just after the whoops or something right. early before the, you know, the real deal. So that's a good. That's a good call. Like I'm gonna bring that up. Concrete and slow mo, you know. I'm gonna bring that up in the safety meeting when we have it. That, that will be awesome, man. You know, like I said, Coombs got back to me. He's the man in the industry in my mind. But uh, you know, I agree. You guys are doing an awesome job as a guy that wanted to be in the industry his whole life and just kind of. Hung back, started his own business. You guys kind of keep me in it, so oh, it's thanks. awesome. Hey, what kind of business it. do you have? We're looking for sponsors for our show for next year. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be random. I don't know how many people are going to be buying uh, sterling silver and weird stuff like that in motocross biz, but oh, yeah. I had to do what I had to Huge. do, you know? Huge. Um, don't you see we, all those intermediate necklaces the guys are wearing down on Loretta's? Dude, I, I mean, yeah, I, could, I could hook up all kinds of shit, but... Uh, I don't know. Like I said, mad props, man. You guys, uh, I'm listening to archives. This is the first chance I had to call in. So, like I said, on the donations call, whatever, yeah, USA, but, uh, you know, I had to throw that in for safety reasons, you know? Got you, man. I appreciate that. We'll we'll definitely, uh, I'll throw that out there. Always looking for safety for the riders, my man. All right, keep it up, guys. Can't believe we got through. This is is awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the call, bud. Yeah. See ya. Take care. um, He can't believe he got through. I can't believe he got. It's amazing. That's this, gnarly. Dude. It's so is... hard to call the show. Um, Why you can't? Uh, uh, let's let's not let's talk about the Montreal Supercross webcast real briefly. This Friday night, seven o'clock Eastern time. Tune into directmotocross.com. I will be calling the Montreal Supercross with I think my buddy Todd as the color guy. Who's Todd? Todd Cooley, Canadian guy. Why don't you ask me to go? Me and you could have called the race together. You want to go? That would have been awesome. See if you can get my flight paid for. I, I could call the uh, embassy, see if I can even get into the country. <laughs> I have some oh, yeah. problems. Yeah, that's right. Kenny Watson, who's never visited the Toronto Supergrass. That's not going to work. I've been to Toronto. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I haven't been to Montreal, but I've been to yeah. Toronto. Yeah, oh, I didn't know. I, didn't, I thought you skipped Toronto Supergrass every year. No, I go there. They have the officials all wear the white. Canadian. Yeah. Jump. Yeah, I've been there. Okay. Yeah, I've been there. The oh, hey. When uh, my guy Tedesco got weeded. Remember, he hurt his hand. Carl Stone told me this weekend he Tyler, Tyler Evans called him out of the blue. Out of the blue, Tyler yeah. Evans. Needs photos from when he rode for his website as he's now a professional wrestler. So. Yep. I'm going to go to his first fight. It's in uh, February. Do you going to bring a folding chair? <laughs> You're a smart ass. What? what you, no, it's, um, so anyway, directmotocross.com. This, this uh, Friday night, listen to the webcast live. Listen to see if JT can defend his title uh, against those uh, dirty, dastardly Canadians. And uh, and root on Chris Bluffs because he will give him a run for his money. He tried to say that he is the only guy that's prepared. Bluffs has been training his butt off ever since, you know, before X Games and has not stopped training. So uh, I think Bluffs might have something for him. Yeah? I think so. I, I say no. No he way. No why? chance. JT's got Bluffs covered. Did he have Bluffs covered this year during Supercross? Um, no, 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 no. You haven't seen JT at Montreal. It's unbelievable. It's like a fair race, dude. They got they race trucks and f- no, they don't do that anymore. They used to, but not anymore. Okay, well, I, don't get me wrong, dude. I I I'm a believer in JT, but come on, 
It's the Butler Brothers versus Hart and Huntington. Who am I going to vote for? Yeah, good point, good point. <laughs> no, is is Blow's going to be there running H&H stuff, like his full still team guy and all that? Like, Probably. If you don't know what he's doing next year or whatever, he may or not. He's, may still, or con- he's still contract right, right, okay. at the end of the month. So. Right, right. I, I hope so. I mean, hey, kudos to, 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 uh, to JT. He said his bike's working better than ever. Um, I'd like to see Chris up there banging bars with him. That's all I can say. Yeah. I wish him I the best. I think the only thing Chris is going to see is JT's disappearing rear fender. Of course. Uh, that's of course you're, I, I wouldn't expect anything less out of your mouth. <laughs> All right. And with that, let's wrap this thing up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday with a show after the Montreal Supercross. Listen to the directmotocross.com this weekend for the Montreal Supercross webcast. Thank you, Berlute. Thanks for listening. Everyone, I got one last thing to say. Yeah. Suck it. That was amazing. You guys changed people's lives tonight. I know, it was so awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, compared to bullshit. You know how to cut to the core of me, Baxter. You're so wise. You're like a miniature Buddha, covered in hair.